PKA 511. Made the background myself. Guest Dick Taylor. This episode of PKA is probably brought to you by Smart Mouth, and maybe some <laughs> others. We'll find out later. And we'll be seeing in real time how much of that copy can I remember off the top of my head? <laughs> Tune in to find out. Because <laughs> I do not have the copy. In front of me, so we'll see. Yeah, I, simple stuff. Simple it's gonna stuff. Be but... It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Dick, so, how the hell are Dick. you? What's up, you guys? Is everybody full of the spirit of MAGA after that incredible debate the other night? Oh my God. <laughs> I've never been prouder. The spirit of MAGA. <laughs> I listened to a debate between uh, Sticks and Richard Spencer that was just mm -hmm. very civilized and uh, lucid. And then, then you turn on TV and the guys who want to run the country are, might as well be flinging shit at each other. Tremendous <laughs> job, guys. Wonderful. <laughs> Uh, I mean, how the hell are you? Is this is the 500 episode celebration finally over? Uh, yeah. you, you're supposed to praise us, I think. Oh, we've yeah, been having all the guests talk about how wonderful we are, and, and until 600. You, you didn't prepare around. your segment. <laughs> you know what? Your back, the background looks great. I want to print it out and hang it on my fridge. Woody, <laughs> tremendous Taylor, you did a great job oh, with your sponsor. You. I want to buy whatever that is. Uh, <laughs> Kyle, you are looking slimmer than last time, I want to say, but that might be my screen. I have you very tiny on it. Uh, what's up, guys? <laughs> Dude, you, Taylor, you know how the subreddit widens your head? Yeah. I can do that, right? I could fuck with your aspect ratio and just get you one. That'd be funny. I that even, would be funny. I, I, just don't acknowledge. Actually, ah, this, is, this would be better like a pre-show thing to be like, you need to increase it one degree a week <laughs> until people start to, to, to be like he's really starting to look weird man it's like yeah it's, but i can't find when it started happening you know <laughs> in our, your head in our, like, every time AMA, you talk about monkeys in our ama yeah, questions your episode. head is like eight feet wide that's true those ones i like because it's like oh, okay i'm not actually that ugly it's the ones where they move my eye three pixels to the left off center <laughs> And it's like, God, I look like an absolute retarded person. And missing a chromosome. Yeah, people will be like, and then like, like I had somebody like photoshopping like those versions of me onto people with mental problems standing next mm. to like athletes that they admired. <laughs> it was like, this is, what do you do? Stop. This is, it's, it's kind of funny, but even so. So, Dick, Have I you know you. Hit with a fat app at all that stupid gradient fat app that's going around where people like fatten you up and then refatten you up and refatten you up until you look like your dad <laughs> <laughs> no have you been getting hammered with the fat app yeah, i hate it man <laughs> so mexican every 20 pounds that i get put on is like another 50 percent mexican that i turn so um, i don't know i remember having self-esteem i don't anymore mm. uh, you're looking great the hair is still I noticed there. the arms when you put when you put them up. I was like, Jesus, oh yeah, jacked. there you go, <laughs> motherfucker, dude. I haven't had an injury in a long time, so I'm finally like in the workout groove. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but like oh. you, you get in that, you get to where it stops being sore, and you can just put up weight like a machine. Yeah. And every time I hit that point, I'll do something stupid, like try to jump a, you know, a children's ramp on a bicycle and fuck <laughs> my arm like that. If I get hurt, I'll do it lifting usually. Like you, we passed like ships in the night, you and the three of us. Woody almost drowned playing around in his sky ch chair. I hurt my shoulder lifting a week ago, and Kyle dropped a knife off of his counter through his foot and had to go get it extracted from the oh. ER. And this was all in the last oh. five days, I think. So. Yes. <laughs> oh. And did Chiz you might have, be dead? 
Yeah, we don't know. That hopefully. <laughs> uh, did you, Kyle, did you have that moment where you were like, I shouldn't pull it out or I should pull it out like in a movie? It bounced out. It bounced out, thankfully. I, I wasn't I didn't have to make that choice. But um It was a I significant that, gash. I had the moment where I had to decide where I had to figure out if my toes still worked and uh and then had had to like look at it and do a double take and be like, Yeah, I gotta go to the ER. Oh, no, man. I could glue it up. Nope, nope, ER, ER, yeah. ER. With a hundred dollar Wusthof carving knife. That's a two hundred dollar Wusthof carving knife. My Thank mistake. you very much. How is it now? Those are nice. <laughs> Did the knife hold up? Is it okay? Yeah, it's all good. Um, I think it was dulled a little bit by the impact, but I sharpened her back up. Good, good. Not yeah. too sharp though. As sharp as humanly possible. <laughs> if that was sharp, you gotta get one of those uh, bank chains, like they have at pens at the post office to put on your knife. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I've got that whole set of like um, whetstones, where it's like it starts at like six, four or five hundred grit and goes down to like three thousand grit, and then there's like a leather stropping thing that you do oh, afterwards. Yeah. So it's just stupid, stupid sharp. Dude, I bought I I I was I was this retard watching something this is a few years ago where i i just got it in my head i was like man you've been doing research on kitchen knives for five minutes now you've got it figured out this guy says you can buy a, a 20 dollars set from target and then buy this eight dollar sharpener off amazon and create I'll, i'm gonna be like that guy just like blowing the knife tip towards tomatoes and just shing, shing, tiny little this one little secret knife layer. makers don't want you to know. Yeah, one secret knife makers don't want you to know. And so I go out, I get my fucking, my big cheap steak knife, thinking this is going to be, people are, the people I show this to are going to be blown away. I'll do that thing Kyle was talking about. It's like, hey, guess how much this knife is? Nah, it was $4. Now look at this. <laughs> I put it in the sharpener thing and I start sharpening it. I take it out. And the knife is absolutely destroyed. <laughs> Four dollars ruined. <laughs> it is. It is. I was un, I was flabbergasted that that amount of damage could be done to steel in that amount of time from this sharpener. It wasn't a ceramic knife, was it? No, 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 no. That'd be consistent with what you're seeing. Like, can't really no, it wasn't ceramic, those. but it was like you, you super could, hard. Mm -hmm, it it didn't work as a knife anymore. It didn't cut Some cheese cleanly. There's a guy on YouTube who made it his mission, and he did it well. And he's like, his totally, wow. yeah, he's like one of these. His YouTube channel is half focused on how great he is at sharpening things, and he, he it's possible. It's just super hard. Is he a okay. knife competition guy who like takes those urukai swords and cuts full water bottles and stuff? No, no, but he just he he sharpens stuff so sharp that they're like mirrors the edges on. You can see your reflection in the oh. camera and everything, and and mm -hmm. then he just cuts things that you would think don't cut well and uh yeah, it's pretty neat he's it, a likable guy but and then he does cool. challenges like ceramic knives and i'll know. get my knife so sharp that i can take a human hair and like sharpen the hair like <laughs> like 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 run the <laughs> like a mat like 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 like, it, like it's uh like it's a piece like of wood samurai whittling shit. yeah you can whittle the hair so yeah you don't want your knife that sharp in retrospect apparently or that fucking heavy it must weigh two pounds it's not a good <laughs> That's idea. a lot I, uh, I've got one of those beautiful, uh, I think it's the same, the worst off sets. It's a really beautiful set of knives. And somewhere along the line, I lost one of the little knives, like one of the dinner knives. It drives me insane looking at it every time I see it. Like the wanting to find it, no, knowing that it's sitting in the trash somewhere that I just chucked it like with a pile of carne asada or something. 
but it's been <laughs> driving me nuts recently. You can replace one missing I feel it's like the single blades. And then it's going to look like a cartoon, like the one, the thing that is going to move in a cartoon, how it's the colors all always a little bit off. And you're like, ah, oh, well, he's going to jump out of that door. Oh. Right there. <laughs> that's oh, why do you have one really right. clean knife? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, this one's not as black. This one's blacker than the other one. Like, ah, fuck, man. Yeah, if this were a video game, I would know exactly what item to interact with. <laughs> That's about right. Ah, it's fucking that one. It's, yeah. <laughs> you lost the knife, huh? Yes, just use the goddamn knife, please. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I, my, my kitchen shears broke. And so for the last two months, I've had, like, <laughs> construction, like, cardboard cutting scissors that just stuck in that block up there it looks terrible it looks awful but I what just, do you I use the shears my... for oh like it was for like cutting up like chicken legs and stuff or whatever you know okay it, it didn't even break doing that it was just such a crappy set of shears i was using that to open a clamshell one day and it just that both handles fell off wait wait wait, wait. clam you don't cut clams with scissors no like a like a clamshell package like, you know what you get <laughs> oh okay. you know what you get like i, say, I think oh. i know why they broke yeah I, no. i'm picturing a, a clam you know with an oyster in it or something yeah <laughs> you just hit it with yeah. the scissors <laughs> no like what you get an, like, an xbox clams. controller in like, yeah. <laughs> like a, a clamshell a package pack. i'm not that silly <sighs> <laughs> I like my oysters cut down the middle, not across. <laughs> Do some it again, people, cut it down the middle. Some people open them like this. Not me, sir. We go not right me. Yeah, we call this a suitcase style. Are you interested? It's three times as expensive. It takes a long time. We need to get a bandsaw going. <laughs> Bandsaws are where it's at. I wouldn't, I frankly wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> wouldn't recommend suitcase style. I, so, Dick, I know you have probably... Because you, you seem to be more up on this than than we are. The Frank Hassel and Boogie thing. Oh man, Hassel Doctrine. Have you guys talked about a that? Little, a little I, bit on PKN. Can you lay out the, yeah. the background? Maybe you'll do maybe you know it really well. Uh but real quick, oh. the PKA highlights guy, the second that story went out there, put up a clip titled FPS Russia gives gun advice to Boogie 2988 <laughs> because of all the times you'd recommended. And yep. that, that guy's his eyes on the ball. <laughs> it really <laughs> is. <laughs> so shout out to that guy and the, the clip channels. But yeah, fill us in, Dick. We we only kind of know I'm, the top layer. I'm trying to find the message I sent to Boogie the night before. I said, "Do not pull a gun on Frank. Don't <laughs> don't kill him." I said, "Oh yeah, here's what I said. Don't kill him. You'll go to jail. But do whatever you want. Honestly, people do." That was the last <laughs> bit of advice. He said, um, oh, God, where is it? He's oh, yeah. He said that, sh that he may be a comedian, but I promise you, if he shows up, he won't be one anymore. Oh. Fact. This shit ends today. And I said, what, what are you going to do? Kill him? Lol. I guess. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> kill him? Lol. <laughs> I like so, that you've got your finger in all these pies somehow. Just <laughs> <laughs> See, now you're going to have to be called to testify if this goes any further. You've got way too much evidence on that phone. <laughs> like <Dick laughs> Master Star over I'm here. A do I'm drama. a very good testifier. Yeah, I, we'd like to call Dick Masterson to the. <laughs> All right. So, so he knew he was coming the night uh, before. Lay out the the sequence of events here. Well, here's. I mean, do you guys know who Frank Hassel is? First, like, how what's your familiarity with Frank Hassel? It's between zero and uh, Hassel. He does doctrine. like he does like the go up to people in public style content with like the GoPros and the asking uncomfortable questions, like that kind of stuff. He hassles people. Yeah, that's what he likes to do. Uh, he's been. He was he was arguing with Boogie, uh, like saying that he was gonna sissy hypnotize him, 
uh, he calls himself Dr. Don Wario, the sissy hypnotist, and he was going to hypnotize <laughs> Boogie into being his like sissy sex slave. Um, these are both large, like fat bearded men. So nothing about nothing about either of them it's is not really. Yeah, nothing lends itself to sissy hypnosis. <laughs> but for some some reason, Boogie decided to pretend that this was a real threat. And he, st- he like he went on the kill stream and and he went on the kill stream and like debated Frank uh, debated with Frank for for an hour. Uh, then he went on Keemstar's well, show what did they and possibly have to debate about. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like one of them thinks Stop it's a joke, this. and the, and the no. other one thinks it's harassment. That's Frank, debate. I, I saw like, it, and it's been a little while in my memory, but it it was kind of along the lines of Frank Castle's. Like these are the reasons I don't like you. And if I remember right, Boogie was like, that's valid. That's not even true. That's not a good reason type thing. That's that's the. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, and then Frank posted a picture. Frank was uh, Frank was going through Arkansas to see a friend of his. uh, And he posted a picture where Boogie, the town that Boogie lives in of a snake saying, I'm I'm here, you pussy or something like that. Uh, and Boogie took this uh, as I don't know, as you might do. I, I personally wouldn't take it like this because he's a comedian who hassles people. He decided that that means Frank drove three states over just to show up at his house and sissy hypnotize him. Uh, he he went on Keemstar and ranted at Frank for like a half hour, telling him that I you that. you you did come to my property, you pussy. You're never gonna do it, and if you do, I'll put you in a body bag, like. Really over the top ultimate warrior kind of uh, 80s wrestling. <laughs> it's hilarious. He goes like during the interview, he starts doing like an effeminate voice and daring Frank to come to his house and knock on the door, like in a uh, like calling him a, you know, um, uh, calling him a pussy if he doesn't. So what do you know? Frank comes over to his house, knocks on the door. Uh, Boogie comes out brandishing his friend's gun. Asking if it's locked and loaded and ready to shoot, seemingly having no, not even a basic understanding of how a firearm works. Exactly. Uh, He comes out, tells Frank to fuck off, uh, tells him that he's going to kill him. Um, uh, Tells him, tells him it ends right now, that he doesn't want to do this. He doesn't want to have to put a bullet in him. I mean, Kyle, you're like, you're well-versed in guns and defense. It just seems like there's no possible way anybody who's, afraid for their life is walking outside like john wayne aiming a a 44 aiming a pistol at somebody who's completely unarmed and recording it who you've invited who you've dared to come to your house i think so Uh, i wouldn't like that either i'd probably do pretty much the exact same thing if i were allowed to have guns well you would you get on a stream and dare him to come over oh absolutely not i'd get on a stream (laughs) yeah no the police would be waiting for him if he came you know, yeah, my, my first sure. option wouldn't be to walk outside with a gun. Certainly, that's the last option. But yeah, I also don't like the idea of somebody trespassing on my property being a piece sure. of shit when they've been told not to come because they're absolutely. But I think the yeah. first thing would be the police, and the second thing will probably be something less lethal. But then at some point, like he needs to get shot. I don't now. Like here's the idea of somebody trespassing on my property and being a piece of shit. Yeah, here's where it gets fun. Boogie decides instead of shooting Frank Hassel, he's going to shoot his gun at 30 deg- at the optimum he's angle for at distance. Alabama instead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Over there. There. there's a church in the distance and a middle school, I believe, that Boogie decides to uh, 
shoot a uh, 44 Magnum round at I, as you know the most distance and the most lethality possible <laughs> um which uh, I don't know. I don't think anyone. I don't think some kid riding his tricycle around around the neighborhood. If some kid got eye. domed, they would have reported on that like quick, yeah. and they would have known. But like something else that like when I was watching it, like if that guy Frank was gonna be scared, it seemed like there wasn't any reason for him to be scared of being shot anymore. Once uh, Boogie said like the in thirty seconds, I'm gonna give you a warning shot. And it was like, yeah. oh, Boogie, why would you say that? I don't know shit about using a gun in that situation. I've never been in that situation, but I certainly wouldn't don't think. And Kyle could you know, give us more information. Kyle, is it ever good to announce you're going to fire a warning shot and then shit, fire? I don't it? know. No, like, like, like I know how well, to shoot not- a gun. I don't know how to handle a, a, a fucking scenario like this. This is outrageous. This is outrageous. Kyle, if you know something about just- something, you have you get to be the expert on everything about it. OK, I'll make it. I'll make it up as I go along then. Yeah. Um. I don't know that warning shots are a good idea to begin with, you know? Like, I mean, if like, I'm in a saloon and there's not a town that way, fine. Taylor, you didn't have to take a course on this and pass a test to get your concealed carry license. Uh, we we did, but it didn't cover warning shots and stuff. Yes. Yeah, so like, I know that's a bad idea. You're not supposed to. Did it cover it. sissy hypnotizing? Was that you know, part of your training? It, it, it keep like, don't, the gun. don't swallow the gun. Do not taste the gun. Legally, there's no <laughs> such thing as a warning shot. That's just a yeah. missed shot. And yeah. uh, the move to make would have been to call the police. And if he tries to enter the home, right, banging too harshly on the door, you know, like if he thought he was yeah. breaking down the door, or breaking a window, he could have opened fire. Um, yeah. What he did, open the door, go out front, and warning shot, that's sketchy legal ground. I, I think Boogie's going to get in low... I mean, great yeah. And what they do say yeah. in every one of those gun classes is if you're ever in a situation like this, shoot to kill. Don't be that guy who thinks you're going to John Wayne, just whip him in the forearm real quick and ah, neutralize the target. Like, <laughs> he's no, going to wing it. Shoot center mass and just get, do it. Like, Did, get it done. He's going to shoot the super chats out of his stream. Did they do <laughs> like story time uh, in your concealed carry course, Taylor? There was a great one in mine. It was more of uh, ours was like military guys. Who were like moonlighting doing some other job ours was a sheriff and uh he's telling this story this had happened in his county and like while he was a sheriff and uh this guy had taken his wife hostage and put a gun next to her head and he's telling his hurt the husband to like hand over his wallet or something like this mm-hmm. so the guy pulls out his little um uh 380 like acp and he's gonna plink this guy in the forehead right so he lines it up shoots it's his own wife shoots her in the shoulder it did diffuse the situation <laughs> <I'm very laughs> that, that is so funny yeah I hope he played it off he was, he was like you see what i did to her i love her you don't get out of here right now <laughs> that would be- uh, yeah that, that's the ultimate like go schizo and be like and if dinner's ever late again <laughs> it's like and i'll get to you in a minute sir like I'm just <laughs> apparently she teases him about it every opportunity she gets she's always you know like it would you make coffee? You know, you did shoot me. Like you owe me, and and she used it all the time. <laughs> you oh. did shoot. That's Fuck. there's no coming back from that. You did shoot me. <laughs> oh, oh, I guess I will take out the trash. Right, exactly. So, so the, the boogie thing. What's the next step in this? Like, I'm sure that they're doing a little investigation on the the, the whole situation and the the gun firing. Do It'll you know anything? 
Probably nothing. Like who really? who cares about two fat idiots acting like morons <laughs> together? That, I don't think the we I do. think the DA has bigger problems than some. Jo- what I love the most about is that Boogie chose to wore a free Tomb Raider shirt on what the day <laughs> on the day that he was going to murder somebody. My favorite That's part the- was when Frank Castle's outside the house calling Boogie fat. Get out of here, you fat piece of shit! <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Have you not met you? Why are you throwing that insult around? Dude, but that guy, like, in, in the footage of, like, Boogie's ring doorknob or whatever it was, showing Frank's doing, like, that totally off-kilter crazy person, st- like, <laughs> waving back and forth going, you gonna kill me? <laughs> kill me! Kill me! Open fire! Was that, wasn't that what he was saying? Open fire! Yeah, open, open fire! Open fire! <laughs> <laughs> <Just> fire. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking maniac what a fucking maniac uh, he is a maniac uh, boogie is the yeah. good guy in this situation boogie I, is the good guy let's not forget like like this thing is very funny um it, it's funny to make fun of both of them however in reality boogie's the good guy boogie's the guy at his home probably minding his own business god knows what he's doing in there if we're being honest but <laughs> but you but, don't show up at someone's house <laughs> That's the Boogie shot a school. Boogie shot into the air at a school. The school part you made up, right? No, no, a flight school. Come on, Woody. Woody, I I did see. I did see a photo of this, and who knows if it was some meme or made up. But it was like, here's where the shot was fired from. Here's the direction of where it was fired, and then there is a school zone. But if anything, it's like it's going to go. I think it was actually a church. That he oh, shot church? at. <laughs> Look, he lives in Arkansas. There are schools and churches every fucking where. Yeah. Where aren't there schools and churches? All right, dude, you, you know? can't fire a gun without hitting someone at a school or a church. And it was a black church. We're being now told, like, come on, this- <laughs> authorities will now be looking into this much more seriously. <laughs> yeah, I, I, the, he's the, the good guy. He's a bad fire. shot. Okay, we'll give you that. But bad shot, good guy. Yeah. Well, I was talking like, like just as far as. You know, he didn't handle the gun thing well, but the the, the actual oh, act of being I like up, that he has a gun because like I watched a little bit. You mentioned that clip that guy uploaded of me giving Boogie gun advice, and it was mm-hmm, going back yeah. like maybe three years or something, four years even. And uh, and at the time, he'd only shot a twenty-two pistol, and he was like, "Yeah, it was, I like that." But then I shot a nine millimeter, you know, one of those man killers, and that that scared me. And now I see him on video with a fucking forty-four revolver, and I'm just like. <laughs> He grew up. <laughs> he grew up. <laughs> I was watching that I knew he single tear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's he beautiful. Did. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> oh, he's got the he's got the magnum out. I uh, I liked that video a lot. I've watched it a bunch of times. I've seen so many edits of it where like he fires the shot and then you know like a plane goes down or something like that. I've seen the the image edited so that he's like Benny. From that scene, I don't know if anybody knows this, from Fallout New Vegas, where Benny's pointing the gun at your head, and he's got the two goons on either side. But now it's Boogie in the center pointing the gun at you. It's 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 great for that stuff. And it is funny to have a good time about. But sticking with Woody here, Boogie's yeah. the good guy here. Yeah. Boogie's the homeowner oh, yeah. minding his own business at his residence. Yeah. He's being harassed at his house at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah. Oh, you guys don't think the taunting has anything to do with why he got harassed at the end I, of the day, the Keem Star interview? I think it's irrelevant. I think that I, that mm-hmm. you should be able to taunt someone as much as you want, and they shouldn't literally trespass on your property and come to your home. I, I think that's that that's crossing a whole nother line. 
I mean, I don't know. Somebody tells me to come knock, and I'm a pussy if I don't come knock. I might go knock on their door. Like this is an entertainment business. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He said, come knock. Come knock, you pussy. Come knock. You can't drive four miles to come knock. Come visit me, friend, or you're a fucking pussy. It was like 10 minutes of that. Can we pause on this? I. (laughs) So I think Boogie knew he had a gun at this point. I know you mentioned it was his friend's gun, but I. Something about a gun can almost make you feel like, well, I can win every fight now, right? I've got this magic laser pistol. I can't be beaten. Come at me. You don't know. I have a secret weapon. It It's not the way you want to win a fight, but I suspect that was in the back of his mind. I All right. I didn't know he said all that. <laughs> All right, I'm going to I'm going to take a, take at least one half step back from my original stance now because if you spend and you and you're saying a long time like 10 20 minutes repeatedly telling someone come at me bro come to my yeah. house pussy fucking knock yeah. on the door bitch yeah. um you might not be surprised when they do in fact come and literally knock on your door I, that may be true but even when I was listening to it like it seemed more of him like panicked, like animal in a corner responding where it was like, Oh, you, you come at me. I'll go crazy. Like I'll, I'll corner me and see what happens. Like, yeah, it didn't seem like he genuinely wanted one, one of my something. favorite boogie moments. And look, I, I, I neither like boogie nor dislike boogie. Um, you know, he's somewhere in the middle for me. I don't know him in real life. I've never had any interaction with him outside the show, but I'll never forget when he was on the show and, I wish I could quote him exactly because I don't like misquoting. Oh, him. no, was, I know what you're going. I think he was talking about some kind of incident he had with a guy at a gas station. And he was like, I just I just got mad. And he just looked at me and he saw how mad I was. And he was scared. He backed away because I'll just go crazy on you. I'll just go crazy <laughs> on you. And he knew. And, and I just I remember like me and Woody exchanging this knowing look like. Dude, I, I remember. I don't care and, how mad or crazy <laughs> that man ever gets. Um, it's not going to matter. Does it, look, fighting is an athletic endeavor, right? Dick is a fighter. Like, well, even current Boogie's not going to be a great fighter, you know. And he's more athletic than he was two years ago. That's a generous statement. <laughs> not going to be a great fighter. <laughs> not one of the greats. He was good. <laughs> He's in the hall of very, very good good. amongst the fighting greats. And a contender. I I remember after that episode with the gas station story, right after it ended, and it was all of us coming up with the titles, you were like, before we name the show, can we talk about that gas station story? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck was that about? Like, there's no way he was scaring people at a gas station. (laughs) Like, it just. Yeah. And it, it. it implied a greater, like I started making inferences about it in general, like, wow, d- how far away from the truth is his sense of self, right? If he thinks he's mean mugging people at gas stations, getting them to back down, what else does he think about himself? Is he smarter than Einstein? He's already tougher than we all John Jones. Well, currently. Shut up, you. <laughs> Your anti-Semitic ways, I won't stand for it. <laughs> oh, is that what I did? <laughs> no, that's what Taylor did, going after Einstein. Clearly an anti-Semite. Mm. I've been caught. Hoisted <laughs> by my own petard. Yeah, I, I I, don't know something about that one. Like, something like how how unaware, like how, much, how much can a man lack self-awareness if he thinks he's threatening at five? Yes, yeah, and even if you do ever think those thoughts, to say it in front of other people. On a podcast, Hundreds maybe keep that. Maybe, maybe in the back of your head, if you if you ever thought like, kind of a badass, 
<laughs> kind of a man's man, high T kind of individual, you wouldn't be like, and I'm going to go tell a whole bunch of people that I feel that way. Like maybe keep that one to yourself. Maybe let Dude, it cool, I, I wish let it, I had thought sit, of it set in a little. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had thought of it at the time. So I could be like, dude, that reminds me of a story that happened to me today. Actually, I was at a gas station and two guys were giving me shit. <laughs> 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 and they were huge. They were boogie. How tall are you? Twice that big. And <laughs> both of them enormous. They take one look at me. They go, my God, that guy's got his dick hanging out of his shorts. What's he going to do with it? Like just the, all your stories should be variants of the uh, college game day parking story. Yeah, oh, oh, there, were, there were six delivering freshmen. justice. <laughs> there were six freshmen <laughs> reserving a parking spot, and I swept them aside. Swept them aside. <laughs> I threw one, one from the from the fifth floor. I grabbed one's feet and swung them. Used him as a weapon amongst the others. Yeah, have any of you guys? Wait, let me make sure. Yeah, but I I feel differently about the thing now, knowing that Boogie challenged this man to come to his house because <laughs> I that need to hear is it. Different. I. I, I I'm basing this on nothing. Dick, are you telling the story straight and true down the middle? There's you boogie in my front yard in five minutes and we'll see who ends up on top. Is it possible this that perhaps Frank Hassel was provoking Boogie and Boogie was kind of trying not to be a total puss on the call saying, come at me? Like, like. Um, this has happened to me before. What happened to Boogie? A a guy just being an asshole has come to my house and a guy who I think was, has schizophrenia has come to my house I handled them both by saying, do not come to my house. Like, do not come to my house. Do not come to my house. Uh, I answered both with a loaded gun, open the door, shut the door. Cause as far as I'm concerned, like you can go knock on somebody's door and that's like, mm -hmm. that's legal in America. Uh, I would never have handled it the way Boogie does, which is screaming like the ultimate warrior. Uh, it was a mix of, it was a mix of this shit ends or I will end it. Don't come to my house and you're a fucking pussy if you don't come to my house and get your reckoning because I will kill you. It was like straight up premeditated murder on Boogie. It was like it was like the episode of The Simpsons when Homer tricks Flanders into coming over so he can kill him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like like Wig Wiggum and Homer have that whole conversation. Like, well, if they're in your house, she you can of course you can shoot them. Yeah. Hey Flanders. Uh, I'm inviting the Flanders over. <laughs> Doesn't work if you invite a man, Homer. Like, ah, get out of here, Flanders. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <something like that. laughs> yeah, I, that that is different and and like your text conversation with boogie i'm just thinking like why would you write that like, <laughs> like, like don't you know that's going to end up being like some sort of evidence if you do shoot this youtuber what did boogie write again <laughs> what did boogie, what, what did boogie write to you oh uh, let's see i'd love to hear like like word for word because it was hilarious it's Bring him on. I'll read it with him. It's it's preposterous. Like, the right, funniest right. thing is, go ahead. first of all, let's imagine a scenario where, in fact, Boogie blew Frank Hassel away. All right. And we're, we're talking about the death of Frank Hassel right now. Yeah. And and Boogie's upcoming trial. And the fact that Dick here has been called as both a, a, a material and a character witness for, for both sides, the, yeah. the, the defense and the prosecution. And his phone is exhibit A. <laughs> well, Twitter can't lock this account then. Um, <laughs> Doctrine, he's yeah, he's got a but Castle Doctrine says after he made a threat once, he's on my property. I literally cannot break any laws. I mean, I don't know if like sissy rape is a threat, <laughs> uh, but I really don't want to hurt him or anyone. I so I really hope it doesn't come to that. But I won't risk my roommate or dog getting hurt. 
That's just not a thing that's allowed to happen. I said, this entire thing is pussy shit. He's a comedian who's making jokes. Uh, open the door with a gun if you want. Um, driving to someone's town and showing up at the front door isn't a joke, man. Sorry, I don't see it that way. I said, well, don't kill him. You'll go to jail. <laughs> it's not illegal what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, you're the real good guy here. And I did just, I, I knew there was a quote of what I think Boogie said on Keemstar's call. And it, and the guy Frank Hassel put it in his little like meme video. And it says, with, a, with the, the picture being Boogie holding the gun, the overlay is Boogie's quote, I'm going to fucking kill you and take pleasure doing it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then he puts in quotes under that. This quote is going to be really relevant later in court. <laughs> so I guess I'm going I to mean, fucking kill you and take pleasure doing it. Isn't the ideal foray. It's not great to hear you, but in no, the it's video bad, itself, like on, on game day, He's like, I want you to leave. You don't have permission to be on my property. I'm about to fire a warning shot. Like, he's really kind of, it seemed like he was speaking to the attorneys while he was, while Frank Hassel yeah. was there. More likely yeah. than In jury. his head, I'm it's going to fire okay. a warning shot is like, wow, look at how measured this guy is. <laughs> Where it's like, no, you can't just fire yeah. bullets into the air. <laughs> he's I mean, you can't... He's guilty of something, right? It, it, um, Oh, like that Breonna Taylor case, right? Dude, it is, I don't know, hilarious isn't the word I'm looking for. It's it's something else that the police didn't get charged for anything for shooting that woman. Those but they did cops? get charged for missing her. The guy got charged <laughs> with the, 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 the bullet that missed her and hit the neighbor's wall. Wanton endangerment or something like that. Yeah. Is it wanton endangerment? Uh, it's based <laughs> on the soup, I think. <laughs> Uh, what is it? Wanton? I, I don't know the word. It's yeah, something it's very wanton. wanton. Yeah, because I yeah. heard someone else say wanton endangerment. Now. It's 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 a Chinese law. Ah, uh, that's you're guilty of <laughs> egg roll assault. <laughs> uh, uh, oh. That protest really kind of faded out of nowhere, didn't it? That Brianna Taylor, like that was going to be the mother of all protests, but I don't know. Did it? I haven't been following. Oh, they're not done yet. They're not done yet. Like, like no. Jesus Christ, like, like I can't watch ESPN without being reminded about the, the hardships of people anymore. Like, like I just want to see how the Braves are doing. They lit the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Station on fire last week. Property value actually oh. went up after that. <laughs> yeah, it was helpful. It's it burnt out all the roaches. <laughs> yeah, most of, most of the, the barriers are already here. Yeah, just get a couple of masks, some, some CO2. We got a business. You know, I really took care of the rat problem. I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Smells good, so too. We- the St. Louis, did you say police department burnt down? Yeah, some people threw like even fire bombs in there. Like because that, it was just like Wednesday. <laughs> that's that's funny to me. Like, like ah, St. Louis, it takes a lot to make the news here. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't go hang out downtown on the weekends anymore just in case something pops off. Like, I don't want to get trapped. desperately want to go down there and just see how dangerous it really is. You're... Hear me, out, hear me out. Hear me out. I not desperately want you to go until I, it's too late. I will wear a disguise, right? You see, where you I'm cannot going wear blackface. Black <laughs> head downtown, and uh, you get your hair square up. Again. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Don't get squared up again. <laughs> no, I know you're in town, Woody. I'm just really busy. I, just, <laughs> just, I, can't, I can't hang out. I'm gonna stream. Uh, I'm gonna stream Among Us. So I'm not gonna go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, if I'm in proper disguise, nothing could happen. Ooh, okay. Thinking ahead. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> 
But yeah, anyway, that that Frank Hassel boogie story has been the most interesting little internet development to me over the course of the last week. And I think you're right. Like it does. I, I didn't see. Uh, granted, I haven't been on Twitter a lot today, but I haven't seen a lot of new developments. It'll probably just fade away. I don't know. Uh, that would be silly for Frank to let it fade away if he could like press some sort of civil charges or something like that and and just keep digging the shit fire. Uh, yeah, because I'm sure it's good for his views and shit. Of course it I is. I barely heard um, of it. This is all I know about Frank Hassel is he's the guy who hassles Boogie. Like that's that's his identity at this point. He maybe he can springboard this to the guy that hassles other people as well. Oh, let's hope so. <laughs> right. Hassle, don't I can't come at me. Those text I don't want messages, any he, He's like, he's like so no, trust me, bro. I can just straight up murder this guy. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, it's legal. The they cops told me it's totally cool. This, by the way. <laughs> Apparently, the, the journalist organization Motherboard reached out to Frank Hassel for comment. Hassel emailed a photo of a giant piece of shit in a dry toilet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you got to watch Frank's videos. He, he goes around asking people. He goes around with an open pack of hot dogs asking people if they drop their dogs. And they'll go insane. Like regular people will just start fr- freaking out that he is, uh, that he keeps asking them if they drop their hot dogs because of the absurdity of it, I guess. Oh, that's an Look enormous turd. <laughs> it says, he, hi there, I'm a reporter with Motherboard, Vice's science and tech site. I'm reaching out to see if you'd be interested in doing an interview about the shooting. Just the only response is a giant turd in a dry toilet. Look at look at look at Frank's URL. Look and at, it look, says look, gag look. on it. Good God, that how can that this person has a huge butthole? Any poop that leaves my was, butthole is shaped into something smaller. This dude, is like I've, a baby. I've never seen a shit like that. You're right. But I remember there was one time I went into my grade school bathroom i was maybe seven or eight and i saw a piece of shit bigger than anything i I had no idea something like that could exit the human body and i was blown away because to me i was like that's an adult poop like there's some giant adult must be around here (laughs) i went (laughs) and i went to my friend's house like a month or two later and i guess he just as i learned in school didn't flush his shits and i went in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom we were doing a sleepover and it was like OJ's hand in the glove of shit where I was like, it's fucking you, Michael. You're the big asshole kid. I thought it was the janitor and it was you. It was you. I never told anyone, but yeah, I, I know about your big shits, man. I think Michael was getting raped. <laughs> and, and he was leaving those enormous turds as some sort of like, Cry for like, like pedophile, pedophiles breadcrumb. Oh, no. Someone would just would just take note. And the only person that noticed is, look at that big poop. Yep. (laughs) Yep. You you didn't speak up. You got to speak up and speak out, Taylor. I, you know, when you see those breadcrumbs, when you see those enormous poops, that's someone's cry for help. Frank Hassel has been sissy trained. That's what's happened, right? Now he's right. (laughs) He, someone's given it to him with an enormous penis. It's causing him to leave those enormous poops. Probably. Uh, you know, your friend might have might have been flushing Taylor, Taylor but um, yes. it didn't go down. You're getting unfairly he's getting unfairly maligned here. He is being maligned, and if you I talk slice to him that thing. for the first time in 15 years, I'll I'll tell him. <laughs> Let's get him on the show. I I, I I would rather him be the guest on the show than just about anyone in the world right at this moment. Like like, what if we could just like call him up out of the blue? 
Well, hey, will you video call me? It's it's Taylor. Yeah, I guess. What's up? And then just immediately confront him about the pedophilia large butt were you thing. how often were you raped <laughs> sir <laughs> you talked to, it's been since like 2001 or so it's not an answer to my question irrelevant. <laughs> irrelevant. so all right before we get to the next thing and by the way this episode of pk is brought to you by smart mouth postmates and goat we're gonna hear from a couple of them right now postmates this episode of pk is brought to you by a company we have a lot of personal experience with and that is Postmates. You know what's great about eating your favorite thing? It's your favorite thing and you're eating it. You know what's not great? Getting it. And the only fast things that deliver aren't what you're craving. Introducing Postmates, the app that adds delivery option to your favorite restaurants. Imagine anything you want to eat delivered. No need to drive, park, or even talk to people on the phone. Just download the app and order 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will bring you what you want within the hour. You can even see where your food is and track your driver. You forgot the eggs and milk? No problem. Craving a tasty burger? Check. Looking for the perfect bottle of red wine or a summer beer? Order up. Postmates is your new long-term munchies booty call. For a limited time, Postmates is giving you 100 bucks of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app today, the Postmates app, and use code PKA. That's code PKA for 100 bucks of free delivery credit in your first seven days. Save the hassle. Get the food you love fast at Postmates with code PKA. 100 bucks off your groceries, a fantastic, lots of people talking about this deal. I'm very rich, but I'm not going to give up $100. Every I'm, so I'm often we it. have a coupon code that's free, and I'm like, that's a great price. But negative $100 might be our best coupon. Did you hear this? Lots wow. of people talking about this. There's some retards are still going to restaurants. Have you heard this? You, you, <laughs> you can get that food right at your door. $100 free, PKA. Also brought to you by Goat.com. If you're buying sneakers online, there's a good chance that the shoe you're looking at is fake. How can you be sure it's real? Well, Goat.com is the safest way to buy and sell authentic sneakers online. They're the largest marketplace in the world for authentic Yeezys, Jordans, and over 600,000 sneaker listings. They've made the whole process frictionless and trustworthy. They do this by only accepting sellers with the best reputation and by verifying the sneakers to ensure their authenticity for buyers. Every single detail is inspected from the stitching and color to the size and weight. Goat certifies that every single pair of sneakers on their site matches exactly with factory specifications. With over half a million sneakers on the platform and 10 million users, you will not find better prices for verified 100% authentic sneakers anywhere else. Find the perfect 100% authentic sneaker at goat.com slash p that's goat.com slash pka plus you'll also be supporting the show but you've got to go right now before the sneakers you want are gone go to goat.com slash pka spell g-o-a-t.com slash pka get yourself some high quality 100 authentic sneakers check them out <laughs> otherwise you're going to get ripped <laughs> off you're going to get fake sneakers How fake would the sneakers be? What's like so a fake. nightmare scenario? <laughs> fake sneakers. <laughs> Misspelled Nikes. Oh, yeah. Get their Nikes. Get the Nike. Okay. <laughs> That'd be a pretty big mess up. <laughs> uh, I can't remember what I wanted to talk about. I had a thing, though. Oh, well, uh, maybe I'll save that for later. I was going to talk about that audiobook I've been listening to that's really good. But what I'm is it? I need an audiobook. I'm driving tomorrow. It's the Helldivers. Helldivers. Oh, it's, uh, two thumbs it's up. One... Is it really good? Where are we? I really like it. And, and, and like, this probably won't be a selling point for you, but like, the second book is, 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 has, has really got me hooked, but it's free. That's the, that's the real selling point because there's no buying to be done if you've got Audible. <clears throat> Not an Audible ad or anything, but it, it is free on Audible. It's like, free with your subscription um 
It's I think the first book's like eight or nine hours long or something like that. It's good. I like it. You know, it's post post apocalyptic. Everybody like the last of humanity is living in these airships, sort of above the poisoned earth and poisoned storm clouds that are between. And uh, they have to send these hell diver guys down to the surface to like scavenge for parts and supplies and fuel and shit like that. And uh, the earth is this poisoned wasteland with these mutated monsters on it that they have to inevitably end up in machine gun fights with. So, so that's pretty fun. And they're always getting ripped apart and gutted and radiation poisoning. And everybody on the ship is sick and has cancer and they're dying. It's, it's good. Cool. I like it. Audiobooks are good. I, uh, I feel like I rediscovered audiobooks a couple of years ago. I knew that they existed. It was usually just a way for me to like, I don't know, learn something new. But now I've been doing audiobook fiction and it's eight to 34 hour movies. I really appreciate it when they're performed by an ensemble cast. I might have used ensemble incorrectly, but you know, I, if it's just one guy doing all the voices, that can be good. If they get a women to do the woman voices, a guy, if they get seven people put together and really perform the book, that's a, that's a bonus to me. That's where we disagree. Okay. I, uh, I always listen to the sample first, you know, to see what I'm getting into because mm-hmm. I, I, I want to see what this guy's voice is like. Like, I don't want, there's some, sometimes like the author will read the book and I guess some people are into that. And I'm just like, ah, this guy's best talent is writing, not speaking. Okay. This is no good. Um, but then the other thing that I really dislike is when a woman reads the book to me, that that's the second mm-hmm. worst thing that could happen. And then the third worst thing that could happen is if a bunch of people read the book to me. I don't need that. I want one what? dude. I want one dude, and I want him to do the voices for everyone. And he, he just has to do a passing job. Like he doesn't have to nail it to the wall or anything. He just has to do a pretty good job. If he can do a child voice, a woman voice, and uh, nail a few accents, like the the guy who's reading. Give, this, give uh, me give me the level of child and woman voice from you that like would be acceptable. What I have I, I have to do it myself. Yeah yeah. Like what what do you think? <laughs> yeah. of to communicate this idea <laughs> no <laughs> it's like your best one like oh I'm a, I'm a woman i'm doing my best oh i'm, I'm kitty you do kitty well that's pretty mm. good so you could do some well, a derivative of that like do do a nice uh, do a child's voice just get into the character think of yourself with a big lolly and a pin pin hat you know you're skipping pin hat. the pinwheel hat pinwheel hat, the propeller yeah. hat yeah the propeller hat Heller. just just picture it and give me your best, give your best child it's not enough food, sir. Please. No, that's Please. that's Oliver Twist. You're that's Oliver Twist. That's the that's the first child that came to my mind. Yeah, you can't you can't emulate a child, and if I you can't all just know. do Oliver Twist. No, you have to pick a different child. It has to be a unique child. I'm it's never going to have name. a career as a, as a fucking book reader. <laughs> no, nah, man. I had, I, I read don't a like book. The, I don't no. like the full cast of people. I I, I, I it was like this hot twenty something year old, early twenty. She was young. I don't want some dude doing her. You know, oh, she I needs do. to be doing her own voice. Now that sometimes that's true. If the dude can't do a good girl voice, then I'm out. Like like I told you about listening to Red Dragon about a month ago, and the guy had the most gravelly voice. She turned to Lord Faramir and said, "I'm gushing for you." That literally happened. That literally happens in in Red <laughs> Dragon. Like the lady looks to her, like the lady and her husband are in the car, their children in the back seat. So she leans over and whispers, "I want your big cock in me." As far as it'll go. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, where those big poops come from. 
Yeah, just... that's, he sounded more and more like a wrestler. <laughs> yeah, no, this girl. Oh, yeah, pussy and show it who's boss. Saturday only. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Tear me apart. <laughs> Put your cock in as far as it'll go. When Maneater versus the Karekalon. Yeah, it may, it's no good. It's no fun. I don't like that. But if they do a good child voice, like Roy Detrice, obviously, with the Game of Fucking Thrones stuff. sucked. He did a 93 <laughs> variations of old man people. He was fucking horrible. And his worst voice was a horn. That's <laughs> what he did. It was the weakest, most How feeble man. dare you? Oh, when he died, I bought a cake. How dare you? What <laughs> <laughs> a cake! He was the worst. He was the Dude, worst. Like that cake he fucking no. ruined that. Those stories. He was terrible. I get it. He did ninety-three different characters, and they all sounded different. If they all sounded the same, and I, I don't wow. think that he did a bad job. But I agree that it's not like he was all so of feeble. His, it was rare that you would hear a voice and be like, "Oh wow, I know exactly who this is." It's like, no, I know who this is because I know who the chapter is. Like it's not because George Trees was so feeble. He is way past his prime. I I'm still convinced it's hard to beat like age appropriate actors doing their thing. The, the girl, when I talked about, she was like uh clever and sarcastic and it, you know, it takes a young girl to do the clever, sarcastic girl, right? They they nail that like particular kind of thing where if some old dude was doing, if Roy Detrice was doing her, get the fuck out of here. I want the, I, I do want it to be one guy. I don't want a cast of characters doing voices. Like Why? if I'm, if I'm doing the, is that the how audio? you like your TV shows and your movies? No, no, it's different. Yeah. If, I, if I'm doing <laughs> I turn closed <laughs> caption on and I read all the lines to myself when I watch TV. <laughs> my girlfriend hates it. We have to watch every movie on mute. Yes. I'm a parent. Yeah. You know what? That's, that's how I excuse Write it that's down and I'll read it. that question to me. That's what I say. <laughs> that's why I can honestly say, oh, I love reading. <laughs> yeah, I just read Breaking Bad. I just read uh, <laughs> South Park. I, Speaking of which, yeah, but check out, I check out that book if you're if you're looking for something else. There's a bunch of them. Like, like I'm on book two, um, and uh, I, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's a lot like Fallout, which is really cool because I love the Fallout series. And I think I've seen like, I don't know, there's three or four or five or six of these things. There's a bunch of them. Really good. Hmm. You're talking about the Fallout pandemic special, Taylor, maybe? The South Park one? Yeah, I was going to watch it last night after I finished streaming, and then... It turns out you need to wait 24 hours if you're going to watch it through the HBO Max app. So I guess I'll watch it tonight, maybe, if I'm not too tired after this. That rule is inconsistent. I don't understand it. Like, uh, it is. I used to watch... Uh, people gave me shit for it, but I used to like to watch Bill Maher. I haven't watched him in a couple of years. But uh, I, I don't know. It seemed like you had to wait a day or sometimes more than a day. I can't figure out when you watch it. And it's already like... If it's a weekly show and it's kind of news oriented, it's already history. You let it age a couple more days and it's like, what the fuck are we even talking about? That was, that was four topics ago. Yeah. I think different shows have different deals, mm. you know, based on the, the streaming service and the network and everything. Cause um, I'm trying to think like, maybe it's always sunny, you know, that would come out on FX and then you'd have to wait like at least 24 hours. The really nice thing about like premium channels, like, like, like the boys, for example, the boys comes out on Fridays. It seems like it really comes out on Thursday night, really late. I think it's going to be on at like midnight tonight. I think Ooh. when it's Thursday, they're like, yeah, well, it's Thursday. Let's go. Let's put it out there. Dude, the boys is good. 
I, at the beginning of this season, I'm not going to spoil anything. At the beginning of this season, I thought Boys was good, and it has just gotten better every episode. And, uh, uh, yeah, some shit went down last episode I really enjoyed. I, I, they just, consequential things go down, and I'm, I think it's nice. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I looked up um, the scene where uh, the starlight blows like half the seven on, uh, on Reddit. And because uh, I wanted to see this if is they from actually the comics, yeah, yeah, because yeah. uh, I wanted to see if they actually drew the cocks. And Homelander's dick is no less than thirteen inches long, or something like that. It is gargantuan. It's it's like this fucking water bottle. It's so fucking big. <laughs> so it's this, re- <sighs> not a spoiler. Uh, the deep, she doesn't blow him. Uh, just noteworthy where she does in the TV show. This is a year ago. I'm not spoiling shit. Uh, but what's funny is the dialogue with Homelander and her. You know, she's like, oh, you're a Homelander. Like, why would you do this? You could have anybody. And he's like, what I seem to have right now is a communication problem because you're not sucking my dick yet. <laughs> like, Pretty much. She's, she's like, you, you're the seven. You're the greatest heroes in the world. Yeah, and right now we want our dick sucked. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and uh, I'm bored of raping, basically. <laughs> he's saying, you know, I need to do some coercion here. I still haven't watched any. You saw what? Yeah, you're not- That's a good show. I like the first season, but um, was this, is it Carl Urban? Is that the butcher guy? Yeah. His his accent is so thick, it's distracting to me the whole time. It's too like, much. I have a, it's too much. Dude, I watched... He's a... Taylor, how do you not know who the butcher yeah. is? <laughs> like a the child that wanders into the middle of a movie, Taylor. Oh, that guy. No, his ex. See, it's the like reason it didn't. Batman. Is- Who's the guy with like the costume, kind of like, gravelly voice? Cowl. <laughs> I was thinking about with a really distracting accent. I didn't think that once in season one from him. You haven't it's, watched season it's two. It's too thick. It's too thick. It is annoying. It, it does take me out of it a little bit. It's too much. Yeah. Because, like, how long has he been in America where it hasn't softened up a little bit? He's he still sounds like he's in a fucking pub somewhere. He doesn't even accent. sound like that. Schwarzenegger's like accent has changed so much in the over the decades. It's so good now. He sounds like he got here a week ago. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> That's really true. Doesn't no. he do that on purpose? Doesn't he do like take training, like uh, accent training to keep it? Because it's part of his yes, brand. He does. Yeah, yes. he does. Yeah. He t- oh, he's taking classes so for both. He took years and years of English classes, and now he has to like try to maintain. <laughs> his- tell me to get rid of it, and then they say, no, stop, bring it back. I'm just living in hell in my mind. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah the boys might be my is the best show on tv right now i don't know what could it's, be better i'm waiting for the whole season to get out and then i think i'll blow through season two there's six out now yeah. they're about to hit seven tonight ish i think it only start. does eight right i'm not sure i think it does eight, eight. For the whole yeah. season that seems i wish it was more oh oh but um we mentioned this on pkn they're doing a spinoff so hopefully next year we start getting two seasons a year That'd be cool. Hopefully they, they like counterbalance them, right? So that like you get one in the spring and one in the fall. <sighs> Isn't it way too early to make a spinoff series in the middle of season two? Shouldn't they be pursuing making sure that show's as good as possible before they start foraying into so I, man, we need content. Team. We're going insane. This is based we need on, content right is, now. <laughs> this is based on totally nothing. I didn't read this. I made it up myself. I bet a character dies and then the spinoff involves that character. Like you know, maybe a prequel type thing. That's how that's how I see it going. Yeah, maybe, maybe. 
or maybe they like maybe we meet a character who like comes in and helps the boys who's like from some like middling like regional superhero group and then you yeah. know he's he's like like they're like the mini seven of milwaukee or there's something an, like that. There's an equivalent to the set. So I guess the seven's the main one, but there's some people knocking on the door is almost the seven. The seven is Justice League. There's another one that is the Avengers. And I have like the payoff or something. That's not right, but it's close. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're the like Avengers parallel. So maybe it's about them. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Are I, the like Avengers it. I like it. I like the Justice League in the in the tier department. Wait, wait, which well, one has Superman in it? Because Superman the, beats everyone. The Justice League. Superman, no. Taylor, you know I, I think I have a pretty solid understanding. I'll have you know I watched Iron <laughs> Man. I watched, I watched Iron Man 1. I watched the first Avengers. Marvel I watched has like giant characters that eat galaxies to sustain their self. That sounds like, prop, like, like scare propaganda from the Avengers. <laughs> like universe to universe consuming galaxies and eating suns and i think he just like, eats planets right what that's a bad guy and the hulk's gonna beat him up <laughs> galacticus oh, okay. uh Galac- he yeah, might just it's, eat planets. It's galactus yeah he's, and, and the silver surfer is like his uh his servant herald yeah, he's like he's a scout who goes out and makes sure that they're mm. proper planets to eat or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and he's just ro- rolling around eating those planets up. But yeah, they 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 beat him back a few times. I don't think I they didn't like the Silver him. Surfer. I remember talk. I my last memory with the Silver Surfer is going over to a friend's house and playing action figures, and I had this really cool looking Bane with like all the wires plugged into the back of his head, yep. and he wanted to like play the lore. Of like, well, I'm playing the Silver Surfer, and he can eat, uh, or he can fly a million miles an hour. And so, actually, before you can even punch him, he's gonna fly so fast at him that he'll disintegrate. And it was Let me like, ask you a question. dude, Alex, you're a bitch, and I don't want to play with you anymore. Is is this the same kid that laid the fat turds? No, different kids, different kids. Okay, you had you hung out with quite the crowd. <laughs> you had your I own was, little group of Avengers. I was, I was, <laughs> an, I, I was a weird kid. Like, you got a good memory. I, I'm, I'm too. starting to learn that. Yeah, I was an, I was an odd kid. <laughs> I don't know if I remember playing with action figures. Were you like 13, 14? You were... This is last year. Just three days ago. Monday. Yeah, I just remember always thinking like, this is so stupid. Like, look at how big Bane's arms are. Of course he can beat you up. Like, we can't play all these rules coming in. I, I did the same thing with a buddy of mine, Eric who I wanted to play with his really expensive toy setup that he wasn't supposed to play with because his dad like collected them. And I, 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 I got bullied. Well, a little bullied was like, come on, dude, we're going we're gonna to look at these toys. You never play with these toys, these GI Joes and these to- toy soldiers. You and everything. sissy hypnoed him. And then sissy he hypnoed him out. right into it. And then I remember like I was like picking all my pieces and setting up my army and everything cool. And he was like, while you were picking all those, I went to my dad's other cabinet and got the Challenger space uh, bomber. And so I'm going to fly above where your anti-air can even reach and blow up everything you have. And it was like, this is, this isn't how pl- games are played. Like that this kind of a, how? That, kid, that kid's kind of an asshole. Huh? I never went back to his house. That guy sucked. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'd want to play any action figure games with him. I, I didn't play with action figures after it was, I was fucking weird. And I remember as six. we were playing, sitting down in his basement and like his brother was just watching us play, being a little weird. And then just out of nowhere, <laughs> we're playing, and his brother just sitting on the couch. He goes, 
<laughs> just, they just threw up like two, two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> as we're playing we just hear just look over and, and my friend acted like oh no he just does that sometimes so. see i didn't grow up with brothers so i didn't get that i didn't get to play any games like that and do stuff like that unless i oh, have a friend over or something yeah yeah i never got that stuff so most of the games and stuff i did i had, I had to find stuff that i could do by myself so i was in you know video games or like Place a make believe where you're like the ship commander and you've got all your houses electronics just pushing fucking buttons on a VCR like you're fucking flying a spaceship. It was rough. That's why I got into guns. There was there, there wasn't much else to do. Else to do. I, uh, I went. Did to you ever do that when once. you were a kid where your parents were like, all right, outside time. And you're just like, all right, I'm just going to kind of walk into the woods. What can I imagine? What am I? Oh, I'll be Aragorn or oh, I'll be. And you just make up a story. No, nah, that's super something. lame. What? You had a vivid imagination. I have a vivid imagination. Taylor, so you were just kicked outside and, and meant to go play all the time. Yeah, it would be like, all right, outside time, and I'd stand there with my brother and be like, somehow we, that we get airsoft, we get to go in the woods. Disappeared after I became a parent. We've never been able to just be like, all right, kids, get out. <laughs> it wouldn't let us come back in until it was really. Dark. Oh, straight. Up. Yeah, Taylor, I had those same rules. Yeah, it was like, yeah, there's no too. way you're watching TV on Saturday morning. I tried morning. to pop back in at like four to be like, oh, I'm going to grab a soda. They'd be like, you you thought we wouldn't be in the kitchen and you're going to try and watch TV. And it's like, oh, bitch. Like, <laughs> back outside I go. Yeah, we have to never have just rules. told our kids to go outside and not come back. It, it would have made <laughs> parenting easy. I imagine. That's why they did it. I went to this one guy's house once who had a brother. Um, he actually had a younger brother and an older brother and that had shaped them into different kinds of human beings than I was used to. Like they we went down to their basement and their basement was like a big playroom. There was a big pool table in the middle of the room and there were just toys scattered everywhere, just of every kind, everything from like He-Man swords to Legos. And I, I guess I'm maybe 11 or 12, something like that. Formative years. And we were going to play with some toys and then all of a sudden the lights flipped off and it's completely dark and I'm kind of, I've never been in this room before. So I'm just like, Hey, 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 where, where, uh, where, where'd you guys go? And I just hear <laughs> and shuffling <laughs> and shuffling of feet. Like, 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 and I'm just like, and now I'm afraid. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I am in a basement. This is kind of scary. And I'm barefooted and I'm fucking stepping on Legos and shit, like, like trying to get toward the, the, the door, trying to get out. They ha This is a game they play. It's called Blackout Mode or some shit where they arm themselves and then cosplay as fucking Ninja Turtles or He-Man or whatever is like a Power Ranger. And they just beat the fucking shit out of each other in the dark. <laughs> they come across the back of my knees with a He-Man sword and take me down. See, just, that's fun. That's good old-fashioned fun. It was terrifying. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I'm like, like you, I, Kyle. I never got in big fist fights with my brothers or anything. Like, part of it is because I was always so much bigger. It just wasn't an option. Yeah. But that's not how that there works. Was, as well, a younger I, brother, I, I, I never, can tell you it doesn't. It was like actually, I did have four brothers before <laughs> the accident. So, I will say the only times I gave my brother a concussion, it was on accident. It was never malicious. But <laughs> I was at a friend's house once, and like 
I thought the whole like brothers beating the shit out of each other was more of a meme where it's like, yeah, you'll get in a tussle where like you're wrestling, you're fucking around. But once they're on the ground, you're not just going to start laying hammers into their face. And I guess this guy, this must have been middle school. I went over to his house the first time and I think he had that. And it, it was like, you know, when someone invited you to their house a lot and you didn't really want to hang out with them that much. And eventually you do. And they're in like impress this person mode. Like, sure. and so sure. it was like that. And he, he was like from Southern Arkansas or something. And so he was, you know, his name was Josh. His brother was Jared or something. And he was like, Jared, where's the other, uh, where's the other N64 controller? I got one. Yeah. Where's yours? Taylor needs another. We're playing Mario Kart. It's like, I ain't giving you that fucking controller. You broke the, the, the nub off mine last time I let you use it. Jared, you bring that fucking control. And I was at this point, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, <laughs> there's parents in the house. You can't say that. <laughs> bring that fucking controller down or I'm going to come get it up there. And I was like, you know, we can, we can go inside or something. He's like, no, we're playing, playing Mario Kart. I just got it. We're playing. And so he goes up there. He's like, follow me. We're getting that controller. We go up there. And I thought it was going to be like a, hey, I got it. Fuck you. Like that kind of thing. He went in there and his brother had the controller like like sitting on it in, a, in, in like defensive. We've done this before posture. And then they got in an honest to God fist fight in front of beating the shit out of each other. And the one guy ends it by because he wrestled. He's on the wrestling team with me. He's got his younger brother's arm in like the bent behind his back, but in the raised bent behind his back. Like he could break it out of the elbow anytime. He's like, you gonna hold that on that controller anymore? You gonna give my friends controllers and they come over? And it was like, this is I don't even want to play Mario Kart anymore. <laughs> 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 was, like, yeah, I I'm gonna have to lose again. to this guy. That guy was was, was a, a lunatic. <laughs> an absolute lunatic i remember because i wrestled with him in the same way we didn't have enough wrestlers in middle school he was at 125 pounder i was a 135 pounder and there was no one nowhere else for this other guy to go we had a 160 pounder with us <laughs> 160, 165. and this little guy josh was so much better than both of us thank god he liked me there were times where i thought he was going to do that same thing and break my arm but he absolutely bullied the shit out of this other kid and tried to include me in it or be and this other kid all i had was the kid i was always nice as fuck to because i knew if someone was going to show up with an ar one day it would have it might have been this gentleman and i wanted to be to be safe you wanted the green list yeah i wanted to make the green list and i i always imagined you know oh taylor don't come to school tomorrow like that kind of thing from oh, him yeah. because yes yeah. would you tell or would you just not show up i would absolutely tell i wouldn't show up and i would tell oh come on if someone told you they're going to shoot up your school, you wouldn't tell. Well, what if you were? What if they didn't shoot it up? That's what if they chickened out? And you look like such a jerk. <laughs> yeah, man. Having he's, told he's, everybody, he's showing you favor, <laughs> right? He's recognizing that you're a chill dude, and you're just going to immediately go turn that on its head and rat him out. He's way cooler to you than you are to him. Yeah. yeah. What if it's you're a bad test? friend? <laughs> what? what he's testing you to see if you belong on the list. You're a bad friend. You know what? You're right. The first threat, I'll play along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 uh, do, do that <laughs> yeah I, I, got a, I got a sister so i grew up in a world without violence uh but i have i think there's nine boy cousins on my mexican side uh i remember when like god i think we were like 10 through 10 through probably 17 
And we were all hanging out at a family reunion. We were all hanging out at my parents' house. And we found um, we found two pairs of boxing gloves in the garage. I don't know why my parents had them. They should have locked them up like the fire extinguishers when all of us were around. But it was... Um, we put them on and decided to do some amateur boxing in the garage, even though there was like two years between all of us. One of the sets was these comically large 16 ounce gloves and the other ones were like these little eight ounce gloves yeah. so <laughs> bigger kids uh I, when we were intelligent you know we weren't working on our smarts that we were you know kind of cobbling together smarts but we thought that because the bigger kids were stronger that they should have the smaller gloves <laughs> and, the little, and the little kids because they were lacking in power should have the big gloves that yeah, would, it works you know, like a video game like buffs <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it was i mean the first fight was like my oldest cousin and his brother and it was a really savage beatdown <laughs> that i still re- that i still remember those whipping those spider arms with eight ounce gloves down on his little brother uh with the punishing him with the impunity of well we both agreed to this so it's totally fine um that Jeez. that didn't last long that was I a remember- day I lived in Ocean City, so I was probably about 14 or so. And I made a friend who was strong, right? He just, he hit puberty and just fucking hulked out, even though he was 14. And he was my friend. I, on the other hand, looked 11. So he came over and my brother was like, you know, just being an older brother, like low grade bullying or whatever. How much older is he than you? Two years. Um, So, uh, and my friend is like, what? Oh no, no, that's not how this goes. And my friend is more than happy to engage with my older brother, even though he's two years older. He's like, I'm your Huckleberry. So we end up like 2v1ing my brother. We hold him down, we're giving him cherry belly, you know. Cherry belly, oh, oh yeah. Pink bellies? <laughs> my brother had a bit of a weight problem, so it was like bah, 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 just like rocking his Wait, belly. But tell me what he the whole time you were slapping, were you chanting pink belly, pink belly, pink? It's cherry belly in my area, but oh. okay. Yeah, you know, and, and just all sorts of like just like bullying. Like we didn't hurt him, but I got to win. So oh, my you parents, hurt him. He thinks about this every night before bed. Oh, well, to hang in there. So my parents are like, <laughs> you know, Woody, we don't like that you guys did this. And I'm like, what? What? I've been losing fights for 14 years. You didn't think shit about that. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I finally win a fight and now we have rules? No. No, that's not how this goes. And they're like, eh, too Kick their ass. Yeah. You know, they were like, yeah, I guess, I guess we let him kick your ass for 14 years. You win. You know, fair is fair. It panned out. Yeah. So uh, that man hears cherry. If he hears cherry belly tonight, he's going <laughs> to fucking flinch. Dude, I don't know. You fuck with the same guy for decades. You deserve it. <laughs> How about another That's joke? What every Murray. school shooter says. <laughs> <laughs> That's what every school shooter says. What do you get? When you take a socially distant loner <laughs> and put him in a society that abandons him, this is what. <laughs> then he, then he, is this from know. the Joker? It sounds like. Yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. Another great movie. I need to rewatch that again. Really. Do you good. get along better with younger siblings, Woody, with your I, shared trauma? I only have an older brother. Is that, did that answer your question? No, like other people who are the younger one. Do you get along with them? Uh, well, no, maybe. My wife's the youngest. Uh, there you go. Yeah. 
Okay. Oh, I said, whenever I meet an older sibling, I'm like, yeah, yeah, fuck them, right? Fuck the little ones, yeah, totally. They bitch all the time. They bitch all the fucking oh, time. Yeah. They don't understand how much trail had to be blazed by you us. Pin them exactly. down for 14 years and abuse them, and now they're like, stop it. I remember <laughs> just the amount of shit my brothers would get away with that never would have flied when I was their age. I remember my youngest brother was in fourth grade. He's seven years younger than me. And at, he was going to some school and maybe halfway through the school year, my mom was like, this school fucking sucks. We're taking him out. And my dad's like, what do you, what do you mean? We're taking him out. Like just leave him in there until the next school year and we'll switch the schools. And she was like, Nope, I'm going to homeschool him for the rest of the year. We're taking him out. And he was so young at the time, but he, he still had the cognition to be like, this is a fucking dope deal for me. <laughs> and he knew that she would be, too busy with other stuff or just not wanting to teach. And so she would give him things like uh, she told him, Hey, you need to read Tom Sawyer and write a book report on it. And I remember going down there one day and she would give inordinately long amounts of time. Cause she didn't want to teach him to do these projects. She'd be like, you got a month, read Tom Sawyer and write a book report. And I remember going down there once and seeing him and opening it up and seeing him looking back at me, hoping it wasn't his mom or dad as he's playing with his Legos. And he's like, Jesus Taylor, I gotta be honest with you. I haven't read any of Tom Sawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing with Legos for eight weeks. <laughs> Your brother's and I was awesome. like, and I was like, you know what that means, of course. I need you to go get me a soda. <laughs> and so for the longest time, like it, like months and months after that, when even when he was back in regular school, he he spark noted and wrote something. And I don't even think my mom read the book to to see if he did. And <laughs> And so anytime we wanted something from him for like, he was at the age where he thought like, you know, even two years later when he was 10 or whatever, he still thought that was a huge deal. So it'd be like, we just code word. We'd say, get this for me. No, screw you. Tom Sawyer, Tom Sawyer. <laughs> and then he would go and do it what for years. See, he I would, misunderstood. I thought when you told him to go get you a soda, you were sitting down to write him a book report because you're a good brother. No, no, I was saying go get me a or I'm going to tell mom and dad that you've been faking reading this whole thing. I I thought you were like, I read it three years ago. Go get me a soda. I'll start to work. No. No. You're just immediately segueing to blackmail. Yeah, and it worked. I got a lot of sodas and snacks. Jackie's That's older sibling vibe right there. I knew right away, Taylor. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got him. You got him right where you want him. He's fucking dead to rights. (laughs) You're done, kid. (laughs) He'll even look back now and be like, do you guys remember when you just made me do chores for you for years because of Tom Sawyer? It was like, yeah, you should have just read the fucking book, dude. Jackie's (laughs) sisters. She she was the youngest of three. And uh, they always did nice things for each other. You know, if you wanted, one would just be like, "Hey, will you make me a tea?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, I can do that." Thirty years later, I'm I'm still on that train. I could ask her for a coffee right now. <laughs> she does it. That's just the culture in their family. It's nice. What nice, nice people. Yeah. How odd. <laughs> How odd. Oh, Kyle, you are so calculated. Like you wouldn't have done exactly what I did. <laughs> But depend if I'd read Tom Sawyer before. It seems like it's much. It's going to be more or more conducive to like a good living environment if I write the book report for him, which would be easy for me. And then he would just do things for me because I wrote him a book report. And you have stronger blackmail. He eventually wrote his own book report, right? No, no, he like <laughs> li- he, he like lifted from Sparknotes. 
Jesus oh. Christ. Like just just straight so, up like So homeschooling didn't go so well, huh? No, he went back to school the next year. And this is the same the same brother who <laughs> he was like he actively didn't want to do well in grade school. It'd be like third, fourth grade, and it'd be like, You're about to fail fourth grade. Like how? And he's like, I'm just not doing any of the homework. And they're like, Yeah, you're not doing it. Do you not know how to do it? He's like, No, I know how to do it. Like, but so you're just not doing it. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> that was beginning of high so, school. Like, they, they told the they told him like, yeah, he just was like, I don't fucking care, and would not do the schoolwork, and would go in with like a folder full of undone work every day, throw it in front of the teacher that he hated, and be like, <laughs> and like his punishment at one point for that. This is before he got pulled out of the school. Was every day you come home from school, you go in your room and you read the Bible until dinner, and then you go oh. to bed. And he had hundreds of dollars of Legos in his room. And once again, after like a month of that, of continued punishment, I would like walk in on accident or not knocking first. And just he would admit like, hey, Taylor, I haven't read even a page of the Bible. I've, <laughs> I don't know how mom and dad don't know what's going on, because every time they come in here, this like dope castle I'm building gets better and better. <laughs> <laughs> don't you think and, they knew? Uh, don't you think that go there and read the Bible was have- code for get out of my hair? I could just see like my dad getting home from a stressful day at work and just being like, I don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't care. I'm going to go enjoy my dinner and sit down with a glass of wine or something. But yeah, he, he got away with murder. That would have never flown for me. Like if I got a, even if I got like a B minus, no, no, Did I just test them. Never. Like I was always oh, pretty wow. good with school. I would get stressed out if I didn't have tasks completed. And so I would like go through my list and get stuff done. And then I would enjoy myself. I, I never understood how he could do that, how anyone could do that. Like in college, I had so many friends who ended up dropping out because they'd be like, yeah, it's Sunday night, just off a three-day drinking bender, huge paper due in the morning, don't care, right, boys? And it's like, what's wrong with you? Like, (laughs) this isn't free. Like, this is is really expensive to be here, man. Like, you're just throwing money in the toilet if you're not passing your classes. But anyway, that was good times, good times. Everyone should have younger siblings. Or siblings. I feel bad for only children because they don't, uh, yeah. they're, they're just doing nothing. When I was, time. when I was uh, like four, my, uh, my little sister fell in the swimming pool and she was drowning. And, uh, and I got my dad's attention and he saved her life. I've regretted that moment for <laughs> <laughs> almost what, three decades? 30 now. years. Yeah. 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 30 years later, if I could go back, if I could just have that one fucking Marty McFly moment where I could go back and fix things. That's the moment I'm going back to. Uh-huh. And, and, and I, I find little Kyle and he's like, daddy. And I'm just like, grab the wrist. Kyle, why are you throwing flotation stones at your sister? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be it. Yeah. And then you could have been an only child. Yes. Oh, that would have been so much better. Double the inheritance. Fucking oh, everything. She doesn't get anything. Oh, well, I, you know, I'm not privy to your father's will. <laughs> I am. Ah, it's good that he has a will. Yeah, everyone should make a will because it's a pain in the ass for everyone around you if you die and you don't have a will. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, should do that. We've- what about like a riddle will? Do you recommend that at all? <laughs> <laughs> that's the funniest possible. I can't. Dude, Wrong I social I security had. numbers and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a it's riddle just actual will. riddle. He who casts three stones. Gets yeah, the I want to have that a push-up contest. 
that would be the ultimate thing if you're like a billionaire with a will just a fake puzzle a fake puzzle that doesn't lead anywhere that would be hilarious the I ultimate like you joke. could do that with like a hundred bucks like somebody's gonna want to do it you know oh no matter how dude it's funnier if it's lower because you get dumber people to do it yeah, <laughs> you know, for, for fifteen dollars, right you get some real <laughs> fools to have working that hard, dude. It's like thirty days from the election or so, and we've barely talked politics this year. The first debate happened. Dick, did you watch it? Oh yeah, um, it was. You know what I want in a president? I just want a president who's going to push around a senile old man, and that's exactly what I saw. Just dominate it. When Trump started laying into the moderator. That's when I that's when I remembered why I voted for him the first time. Like, yeah, you go after Chris. Fuck Chris Wallace. Trump lay in. No one cares about Biden. Just go after him. <laughs> um, it was it felt like gutting. Like it, I was full of cope the next day. Uh, it was just like such an embarrassing display. Uh, I don't know if Trump was prepared for Biden to just kind of outright lie and not have any idea what his own campaign was. I don't know. I don't know what was going on. Hillary was a lot funnier. Um, yeah, I, I was. I, I listened to some of it. I didn't listen to all of it. I, I did get through most of it, and I was going in being like, "Oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be some good content," and was, was pretty underwhelmed. It wasn't very good yeah. content. There, there were a couple. Granted, a couple very funny moments, but nothing even close to what we saw in 2016 i don't think so yeah. trump came off alpha which is kind of a good thing but he also came off yeah. as like a blowhard asshole and yeah. biden came off beta but he also was miles away from like the dementia ridden in his gurney blanket up to his chest eating sweets like dementia dude that they said he eating sweets <laughs> right yeah yeah i couldn't believe that whatever they gave him um i don't know they've got to double it next time because he came off as lucid which was shocking <laughs> he Do they you haven't been watching his speeches which is understandable because they're super boring but if you get past like the twitter compilations then he's pretty lucid actually but uh so watching it i thought i gave the slight edge to trump and then as the news cycle digested it it's all about what an asshole Trump is. It's mostly his failure to denounce like white supremacy very well. And then the next day he also fails to denounce white supremacy very well. And, uh, and him interrupting 128 times or something like that. Yeah. That's like, so, so are you so tell on me the about white the supremacy, Woody? So tell Sorry, me about God. the, yeah. Oh, I, I'm with you. I want to talk about the proud boys because mm. everyone keeps say, saying, what the, do they are, believe? What's their yeah, thing? Yeah. Don't so, jerk off. Don't jerk yeah, off. Yeah, they, they, you're yeah. Actually, you're allowed to jerk off once a month. Wait, this is an anti-jerking yeah. off movement? <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs> no, so it, it seems to me after a bit, a, a very scant bit of uh, uh, of reading, that they're not a white supremacy organization, but they are sort of a traditional conservative value organization with that likes to punch people. Revolving if, uh, around beating off. <laughs> um, I, I, I read something about how they, you know, they believe that, you know, it, that women shouldn't be shamed into the workplace and that families work better if there is a, um, a mother at home looking after the children. white supremacy. And, uh, mm. I, I, I want to pull up a picture of the, the guy who runs the proud boys. Yeah. Um, he's not white. Cause he's very white. Cause he's right? very much not white. <laughs> Isn't he an Hispanic guy? He's like uh, half African, half Hispanic or something. 
uh, the ultimate white supremacist. They'll never suspect it. Yeah, yeah. It's it is crazy that uh, traditional values and white supremacy are synonymous, right? We're we're is that's okay. I mean, everybody's on the same page there, right? They're not talking about actual white supremacy. They're just talking about like traditional values, male centric world, like uh, no tenet they're, of chauvinism. They're, Look at uh, that. Look at that white supremacist. Wait, is this yeah. really the Proud Boys leader? It is. Yeah. yeah. Here, and they're, and they're a white supremacist. This guy's black. So I guess they're nas- white nationalists or something like that. I get How would they a be white nationalists? Up. He's black. Well, you can also find like, you know, women against women's suffrage too. That doesn't mean that it's a pro-woman group. They said that there are more, um, there's more uh, multiracial leadership in the Proud Boys than in the Democratic Party. That That's not surprising, surprise but like, mm. yeah, I mean, it, it, this guy's fucking black, dude. Like, <laughs> wait, Woody, are you Woody? Do you think the Proud Boys is a white, uh, white supremacy group in any way? Like that they're for white people or white stuff? I don't know how to. I phrase feel like it I don't know him that well. I don't know him no. that well. No. I read that the FBI had like briefly classified him as some sort of white nationalist uh, hate group, and then they said, no, 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 they're not a white nationalist hate group. They just have white nationalist yeah. haters in the group. But the whole group isn't about that. What group doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't want us labeled as white nationalist hate group, but there's certainly a couple of white nationalists in the group. <laughs> you had Boogie 1488 on, and didn't you? <laughs> there you go. That's true. We've had him on a number of times. Although you can't judge him because of the hypnotism that he's been subjected to. <laughs> Dude, that would... Oh, my God. That would be the funniest defense. Claiming that he was under Frank's hypnotic rule as he fired that. <laughs> That's this, this serious psychic was threatening me with mental control. And when he arrived, there was a force pulling me to the door. I, I willed with every ounce of my being to roll back, but I couldn't. I had to come through the door. Can uh, I just say that threatening someone with sissy hypno might be the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. That is honestly fucking hilarious. See? And honestly, the name Dr. Don Wario, that's, <laughs> that's, that's pretty fucking funny. That's what started all this. Because I watched a little bit of the clip on his channel where he's just like accosting some old man at a grocery store being like, I'm Dr. Don Wario. You haven't been taking your pills. And the guy's like, get away from me. Stop bothering me. And the, the employees are coming up and he's like, don't listen to this man. He's crazy. He hasn't taken his prescribed pills. My name is Dr. Don Wario and he's supposed to be transitioning into a woman. Sir, take your pills. Take your state mandated pills. Like just <laughs> yelling at him. Boogie said, telling me he's going to hog tie and rape and kill me doesn't seem funny to me. I'm like, the rape part didn't seem funny to you, Boogie. Come Come on. Wait, he said, I'm going to hog tie you. The very idea that Boogie's flexible enough to be hog tied. Hog tied. That... Some extension oh. carabiners in there. Boogie's looking better and better. Like, he did. Take he, it as a compliment. That, that, he, that, he looks he better than look he really once did. because, But although he did weigh more than a quarter of a ton. I'm just saying, people clearly want to have four sex with him, and that never happened before. I think it's actually not look. according to court records. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, God. Was the that was the grossest thing that I'd ever heard on PKA. By the way, which one? And that is quite the fucking statement, <laughs> right. right? Like, like we've done gone down some gross fucking. I wish the guy fucked a chicken you, on you, this you show. You yourself have have directly linked me dozens of beheadings. I've 
Oh, so many beheadings, so much poop chomping. Remember the poop chomper? Oh, he's the, the, the one that burns me. Yeah. That, He's wearing the goggles and he's just underneath the lady's uh, butthole. And she must have a very high fiber diet because she's just feeding it to him. Uh, and he has this look of pure pleasure on his face. Like, like he's miss. he's like a kid in the movies who gets their head under the soft serve ice cream machine. And they're just like checking to make sure the coast is clear. And then, oh, yeah, chocolate and vanilla at the same time as much as I can take. It but he, poop. but it's poop, not soft serve. Uh, so he's just. Wait, wait, what are you saying about Boogie? I'm saying that that story he told us Which? about, yeah, about that 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 girl that he I don't remember if he paid her or what he did to her to make her be there, but but having her pop the pimples on his back and talking about the pus and how she liked the pus. Oh God! And, and all that stuff. Mm. It was just too real for me. It got too real in that moment for me. I, I, that was, I don't. I don't even like remembering it. I don't no. like remembering it either. I, I. But but it comes to me every night and in the late hours. Mm. What causes Boogie to have back knee? I wonder. It's probably sweaty. I mean, I hate to be mean, but it's when you don't wash well. Oftentimes, and the pores get clogged. You know, it's a lot of real like estate shit. back there. So he can't reach it, mm. you know. Probably. Also, he's clearly very high T. True, true. Yeah, I don't even think Sissy Hypno would work on a man like him. No, <laughs> no it wouldn't. <laughs> it would be a fruitless endeavor. It, it would probably just rebound off of him and and go back at Frank, yeah. and he would himself become Sissy Hypno. It would make Boogie the probably. bull. It would be but bull Hypno be, on him. He, they'd be trying dom. to, right? Yeah, he, he would yeah. look at the no. Dom role and adopt that one. That's what he should see. That's what Boogie should have done if he'd fully embraced this. If he'd said that, he's like, I'm too much of a man to be sissy hypno. Others have tried it, and you'll fail where they did, my friend. It's going to rebound upon you. That would be that that is the right move. Hindsight's 2020. What if he showed up and instead of a gun, Boogie (laughs) walked out with a quadruple XL? Like 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 ballerina outfit, like a sissy, <laughs> <laughs> and he starts forcibly dressing Frank. In it. Like 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 what if what if he'd had a couple of big old boys? What if he'd had like three Jeremys there to like <laughs> tussle, get in a tussle with Frank and wrestle him to the ground and start applying sissy makeup to Frank? Dude, the the ultimate way to turn this around would have been for Boogie <laughs> to open the open the door with no gun immediately charge Frank and start tearing <laughs> his pants off. Yeah. Rape him first. I'm going to suck your cock. Sing in a robotic voice. And and then Frank, who doesn't want his dick sucked by Boogie, is going to be the one trying to escape. This is my yeah. IQ. Frank Great. strikes me as the kind yeah. of man who fully commits. Yeah. If that means busting a load on Boogie... He'll do He's it. He's going to do it. Yeah. I, I, I 100%. Now, Your Honor, that. would this sissy man employ complaint. the sissy hypnosis defense <laughs> for firing the gun when, in fact, he had sucked Mr. Frank Hassel to completion not two minutes prior? It would be hilarious if Boogie that would, that and Frank Hassel started playing gay chicken. And then all of a sudden, they're like getting married <laughs> and adopting children. <laughs> like each one of them not backing down. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. How about that? How about that? <laughs> I guess we better uh, 
Go get a marriage license then, huh? <laughs> well, we gotta I, get guess registered. I guess both of us better find oh, a fucking caterer, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet you will, bitch. You're such a fucking bitch. You won't pick out a caterer. You picked out a caterer. Okay. Yeah, but you're going to hate this. I like salmon. <sighs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. You like salmon? Not many people do. Yeah, yeah. actually, I, I love it. I love it. Really? Huh. Yeah, we're going to have the kind of wedding where people have to choose between fish or, or eggplant. <laughs> no chicken, no beef. How you like that? That would be These enough boys to love you off. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would have loved that, but instead he came out wielding a 44 revolver. <laughs> and I'm gonna take it, a warning shot in 30 seconds. And Ooh. fired it wildly into the air. <laughs> I, I love that. He, he's he's like, I'm gonna give you a warning shot in 30 seconds. Fuck you, pussy. Do it right now. Do it right now. Only 30 seconds. Bang. And he, he's even saying it like an unhinged lunatic where he's like, fire it now. Fire it now. Open fire. Open fire. Like it's, I, would, I mean, it, uh, it, it is. I feel like I would never want that visited upon me. Like what no. you're dealing with here. That sounds that's fucked up and that's awful. You shouldn't show up at someone's but, house. That's, no, that, Taylor, but I keep going back. Well, I agreed with you before. Dick came on tonight because Dick yeah. gave me so much more information. The fact that Boogie invited this literally now, now I, I, I realize it was. I understand. I understand. I, I realize it, it would be. It would be like, yeah, yeah. You fuck you. Come get me. But if I if I said it once, you might understand. But if I spend like ten minutes being like, no, 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 fuck you. Come get me. Come get me. You know where I live. Fucking come yeah. here. Fucking come at me, bro. You think I'm? You think I'm a sissy? You think your hypnotism will work on me? I've been trained to resist it. Bring it. Bring it. Bring it. At some point, Dick, is that an accurate? Take your best retailer? shot. Uh, go listen to it. I like well, seriously. Show right We're kind of busy right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh no no. You will hear. You will hear the. You will hear the. I hate this. Don't do this. But every single time, it's like also laced with. I'm gonna fucking kill you and do it. I dare you. Do it. Do it. Do it. Like if you saw two guys rubbing their nipples together outside of a bar <laughs> doing this routine, and then one of them got socked and goes, oh, "Call the police! Somebody call the police!" That guy hit me. You'd be like, "You shut the fuck up! You were there the whole time asking for it." Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I I'm. Before the show, I was definitely a thousand percent on the boogie side of this thing. But if I'm hearing that, like he he kept what I'm hearing is Dick's not telling it down the middle, right? Does the, in this last time around, he's like, "Hey, you're also going to hear boogie say, I wish this wouldn't happen. I wish that you would go yeah. away.' Right? Yeah. You know, there there was some fighting words in there mixed with a whole lot of you know I seriously don't want to fight. Like he, he, um, yeah, that's uh, that's accurate. Um, I think that is, I don't think you can mix them. Once you start in with the, you're a pussy, if you don't show up at my house and knock on the door and then the guy knocks on your door and it's like, well, I mean, you were kind of, kind of asked him to do that, bud. Uh, don't open the door. He says, you Whatever know you where do. I live, Frank, I'm waiting. I'm locked and loaded. Kyle, yeah. is this is, the, or I'm sorry, Dick, is this little recap video I linked here? Is that going to have the podcast that we're to? talking about? Uh, no, 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 no. It doesn't have the Keemstar stuff. This is the one that Frank Hassel posted. That's Frank Hassel's video, yeah. It's is a that little disjointed. To to or, oh, it's disjointed. So I'm just scanning through this a bit. Apparently, there's a lot of other footage of, of Woody wildly brandishing the gun, making crazy eyes that Wait, I'm sure he did. Woody for... doing it. No, yeah. Boogie. Sorry. <laughs> Boogie. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of other footage in this video of Boogie 
brandishing the gun wildly with insano eyes indoors that I'm 99% sure is like taken from some sort sort of YouTube skit he did. Not a good idea to do skits with your future murder weapon. I think maybe like, like it's the same gun. It's the same gun. And he's like in a house, like waving it around, looking crazy eyes. And then they just edit that in with the footage of him on his step, pointing the gun at Frank with his finger right on the trigger. By the way, he's, Frank is um, an idiot because Boogie <laughs> is this close away from to fucking killing him. killing him. And Frank doesn't realize it. He thinks Boogie's afraid. Boogie is afraid. And he's going to kill you if you push him just a little bit further. He's this close to killing that man. Boogie, I, I think he has suicidal thoughts. You know what? As I'm just thinking about this, it just occurred to me. Boogie's really prone to self-harm. Right, Boogie makes decisions on his live streams at his YouTube channel with it. Like he he self sabotages all the time. You know, why does he jump on a bed in the back of his live stream and start humping a stuffed animal or something? <laughs> As some way to say that I would never hire a prostitute or no one would ever want to fuck me. I forget what warped explanation he had, but he does shit that he knows is going to have negative ramifications on him. Is this just one more in a long chain of events yeah. where Boogie hurts himself in weird ways? I agree with you. Because that's that's exactly the feeling that I had when he was asking me what he should do. And I'm like, man, you're just you're being a complete lunatic. Like this guy's talking about sissy hypnotizing you. Right. Uh just don't open the door. Like don't don't break any laws, but you know, definitely don't pull a gun out. Call the police. You can have a gun and sit on your living room couch and feel safe while the police come. Yep. Yeah, I had the same feeling as you that it was just like this is another dumb self harm decision that you're making right now. Um, but, he needs yeah. to see a therapist. I'm sure he has. Well, the worst he part is we were gonna therapists. do a show. <laughs> Boogie and me were supposed That's to do a podcast together. Oh, you guys are starting a podcast. What will you call it? We we were we were gonna reboot the biggest problem show on September 11th. Uh, but he backed out at the last minute because, quote, he doesn't want to be involved with that side of the Internet anymore. I'm like, OK, well, you got a hell of a way to uh, Wait, you got a hell of a way to do a regular podcast on a schedule. Yeah. Once a month, we were going to do the exact same biggest problem format where we both brought in a, a problem and then argued of if it was better or not. Uh, and this whole Frank Hassel thing scared him off. of. He said he didn't want to be part of it anymore. And then. He, then he lays into Frank on Keemstar and starts pulling out guns and doing some yard pops. Um, <laughs> at least we'd at least he'd have something to sell if we'd have done the show. But you know, no luck. Jesus Christ, <sighs> Boogie! I, he needs to see. He needs help. He needs mental help, professional help. I, he he keeps self sabotaging. He keeps doing these like events that give people ammunition against him and. You know, like, I don't like when people victim blame, right? You know, like, everyone's picking on them. So why are you, what are you doing to let, to encourage people to pick on you? But in some cases, it, it's like, it's the internet. I'm not going to be able to change the internet. We can only change you. Yeah. 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 I don't get the hate that he gets. Like, everybody really seems to, or a lot of people really seem to just dislike him viscerally. And they're not able to put into words why they hate him. Uh, it's really, it's weird. You don't see that. You don't see that a lot, but when you do like when you see so many people just 
mindlessly hate somebody and not really be able to explain why it's it's weird it's weird to me i, can't, I don't it, I, I like him he went from this swing of you know the nicest person that could ever exist right to more of a regular person and they consider that to be like i don't know this last story i don't know this mm. awful turn like oh my god he said that he would never shoot another person he'd sooner shoot himself <laughs> and then if he were being mugged than to shoot the mugger right and now that that's probably so they were just wildly underestimating how suicidal he was. That was not an anti-gun stance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I think that uh, it's not that I don't understand the fussing people have at all. I just think it doesn't doesn't fit the crime. Yeah, yeah. Speed of the crime, he definitely committed one. Okay. <laughs> right. Like reckless, I don't know. It was probably some local ordinance or reckless use of a firearm or brandishing or something. I don't know. It, it, it'll depend. It'll depend if they want to actually do anything to him. They may do nothing, or they may do something. We'll see. Probably nothing. Hopefully nothing. Yeah. Hopefully nothing. Well, I mean, he doesn't need any more trouble. Yeah, but I want to see stuff happen. No, hopefully the, it all just blows over. How about if you want to see stuff happen? Maybe Frank Hassel does it to someone else, and he gets punched. That that's the kind of internet drama that I think I'd enjoy. Just punched. Repeat ground and pound. Is that okay? Can you work with me? No. <laughs> it's got Rock Lesnar, you're a pussy, and I'm gonna sissy hip know you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can a sissy? I swear to God, that's that one of the funniest one, things I've ever heard. That is an incredibly funny threat. <laughs> that's an incredibly funny. Threat. Like, like, how can you not? Like, if, if you threatened me with sissy hypnotism, Taylor, like, like, even if I was pissed at you before and I was like legitimately angry, I just like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. it's funny. All right, it's funny. please don't <laughs> come to your house with what, like a a watch clock. You know, a timepiece yeah. and swing it in front of your eyes. <laughs> or whoever knows this works. And a bunch of sex toys. And a bunch of sex toys yeah, and maybe some outfits. Yeah. Yeah, I just swing in a string of anal beads <laughs> right in front of you. <laughs> Trump should have threatened uh, Chris Wallace with that at the debate. I think he would have been better. Chris, you say oh. one, you interrupt me one more time when I'm trying to get my point across. I'm going to sit hypnotize you. You'll be sucking my uh, cock up here. How's that sound? Do you think Joe not, Rogan not, would have made not, a better moderator than Chris Wallace? Oh, a million times. It would have been interesting to see Joe Rogan try to rain Don in, right? Like Chris Wallace tried. It, 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 let's not act like they were both interrupting. Right? One guy was the problem, and that was Trump. Could Joe have been like, Don, what are you doing here? Like, wh why do you keep doing this? I, I yeah, you got to let him talk too. And then would he just roll over? I don't know. Like, he, how do you get I mean, Trump? To Trump doing a ton of interrupting, trying to throw Biden off his game, you know, try and throw him off his game, obviously. But I also saw Chris Wallace interrupting, like jumping in on behalf of Biden more than Trump. Like, I, I think I, that, that was known. That was another, you talked about the number of times Trump interrupted, which was definitely more than Biden. Chris Wallace interrupted Trump quite a bit more than he interrupted Biden. As he would far tell as Trump it's not his turn to talk, right? I mean, the, the format yeah. was you go for two minutes, you go for two minutes, and then they both go. While mm -hmm. Biden's trying to talk, Trump is interrupting him. That's when Chris Wallace would be like, you agreed to these rules. Now they're trying to come up with new debate rules, and Trump won't change them. Trump feels like he really 
crushed in what, those debates and he wants to do it again. Are they doing? Do you guys like those debates? Do you guys like that role? I no. personally hate it. Like two minutes, you get so much information across to let another guy like respond to all of it. It just seems like people can't keep track of all that stuff. You know what I mean? Well, they can't keep like, track of it and it'll be shit like, all right, uh, President Trump or Vice President Biden, it's your turn to respond to climate change. And they'll be like, and another thing, still on the economy, that X, Y, Z, A, B, C, one, two, three, fuck yeah. you. And it's like, oh, so we're just like, there's, there's, it's not an actual debate. Just like, let them go for like four hours. I don't even think they should tired. have a fucking moderator. Just put them up there. And that's an undefined, defined amount of time. And it's like Trump, Biden, you're just going to fucking fight or Trump, Hillary, whoever it is. No moderator. That is just a terrible glad. idea. That would be even Why? worse than what we had last way time. Better. It, it, no, be it's, so it's, it's close to what we had and it was terrible. It was just one guy yelling over the other the whole time. No, they need to be in soundproof booths with uh, with timers and, and they literally turn off their microphone like whenever their time is up. And it's like, all right, now we're going to go to President Trump for his for his rebuttal. And, and the loser of the debate, once again, reminding you, this is brought to you by Nickelodeon, will be slimed. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Dude, you, just don't think, in you don't think slimed? Trump would agree to get slimed? He absolutely yeah, would. absolutely be slimed. If, if they ask the two candidates, like, all right, we've got this new debate style, loser gets slimed. By disdains. Agree, agree. Trump would have totally worry about his hair. There's no way. We're going to have a studio right. audience. He's too and vain. They're gonna this is a $70,000 haircut. I'm not sure if you read the news. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to bother this with it. They talked about the ability to cut off mics for the next time around. I think that's bad. They should yeah, just not idea. be on when it's not their turn, right? I don't want someone to make a decision to cut off mics and have bias and like, you know what? I think that uh, Taylor's the bigger problem here, so I'm cutting his mic off. And then everyone who's a Taylor fan says Woody's biased against him. No, 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 no. If the rule is two minutes, two minutes, both talk, it should be his mic, his mic, then both mics. No yeah, I mean, speak debate. loudly enough so that we hear him through Biden's mic. But would it work? <laughs> I think he'd look like an ass. I had that same thought. I don't think. It, what if he takes Biden's I don't think mic? It, now that would be. I don't know. That would that would be awesome. Uh, or, what if he saunters over there and just <laughs> wasn't finished yet? Woody, do you do you not want the president to be an asshole? Right. Yeah, I don't think it's worked. No, what? you don't like that? No, we, we want someone who's a Who bit of an have any allies. Doesn't have any uh, allies in the United yes. States. Yes, that would, that would be fantastic. No and, allies in the government at all. And not being, well, we can get into the ally discussion, but yeah, we, we have tons of allies. Like North Korea and Russia are our new allies, and European Union, which used to be our allies, are kind of a leaving us. Not that the European Union is leaving us. Aren't they pretty much entirely contingent on us? Yes. Isn't no. every country just addicted pay, to our money? Like, it, like they, they still have to deal with us. We're the United Everyone States. has to deal with us to some extent, but there's a difference between, you know, allies and people who have to deal with us. Yeah. If they're so fickle that they're going to turn their backs on us because the president rubs them wrong, then do we really want them to be our Dude, allies? Every single we allegiance we have to any other nation should have a direct and positive benefit to our country. You know, like that's that's the way it should be. Yeah, like that's how all my relationships work. These long-standing alliances with like people from 200 years ago, where we'll uh, agree to still get involved in a war on their behalf, like it, it's not good. It's what it's keeps not. peace, uh, or it's what creates global wars. For mm -hmm. example, 
uh, World, uh, World War One, World War Two, the chain of alliances that led one thing, which could have been a regional conflict, into becoming a global. I think that's how World War Two went down. That if that if we hadn't jumped in that war, that if the other companies hadn't uh, jumped War in one that went. war, going back a hundred years now, but that's true. But World War One directly led to World War Two. So in World War Two, you think that if other countries hadn't gotten involved, the Germans would have been like, you know what, this is enough countries, we're cool, we'll stop here. Wait, do you think Germany actually wanted to conquer the whole world? I don't think they were done yet. I, I, I don't think know it was those alliances that made Germany I, I, I lose. In part, you're right. The the U.S. and Russia getting together. Another reason why they're a bad idea, Woody. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Yeah, you got me. No, that no, that was. It was it was going right here the whole time. Kyle had grabbed the <laughs> take out of the air. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I you thought mean? you were speaking pro. Uh, <laughs> Right for this point, I, I thought you were saying uh, the, the, the common misconception, Colin. Like yeah. What kind of proud boy are you? You don't you're know right, you're right. history. You got me. Hey, all yeah. of you know I haven't beaten off in a long time. I'm the proudest of boys. <laughs> Does that, that have anything, anything to do with being a proud boy? Do they have some sort of anti-masturbation? Yes. There used to be a no masturbation yes. rule, and they backed it. They, they lowered it to just once a month. They couldn't even stick with their own no beating off rule. <laughs> it's once a month now. Once a month you can beat off. You gotta let the steam off sometimes. God. <laughs> Unless you're with a woman and you get permission from her, or unless you're either with her or you get permission from her, because uh, they started it to get true? their buddy laid. Yeah, they started it to get their, their buddy laid, and then they realized that he's like a masturbation addict, so he doesn't have any like drive to to be with a woman or please a woman. So they said that's it, only only once a month or something, only once whatever, uh, unless you get permission. And these guys swear by it because they're all they're horny now and they want to like they want to go fuck chicks instead of just getting drunk and playing video games. All right. It's, it's built all around that. It's like their own religion. No masturbating. How do you become one? How do I how just stop masturbating? This? There you go. You're muted. Who is? Oh, I, I, know, I was saying that oh. I found an article I just linked from a couple of years ago. New proud boy rules. Less fighting, less wanking. And it's like. <laughs> Two guys looking very serious at the camera. That guy like, on the yeah. left. Do you think that we're going to beat off? Nice try. <laughs> <laughs> that guy on the left was on uh, Joe Rogan. He's um, the founder of Proud. Yeah, McKinnis. Alex, uh, Alex McInnes. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen uh, I've seen a bunch of clips of him just saying some outlandish shit. It's uh, like a whole montage of him talking about choking and punching people. It's, I saw uh, something. I saw Abin McGinnis from him. He on his show. On the show, shoved a dildo up his own ass. Yeah, he shoved a butt plug in his ass to own the libs. I'm not sure. How does how does that dovetail with not beating off? <laughs> I don't know. That, that seems like maybe he was cheating in a way, right? You know? What if he I hadn't beat off enough, and now he's just coming up with weird ways around it? Weird ways to get off. <laughs> like, like you know what? No, I'm just doing a funny bit. There's, there's no rules against <laughs> prostate massage and spontaneous <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> I wasn't. I wait, hardly touched it. Wait, this guy put a, a butt plug in on the air on camera. On camera yeah. to on own camera, the lips. Not, not showing his asshole, but like he was like bending over in a way, showing his front. I think he had inserting, a sport jacket and a tie on. Yeah, right? like a sport jacket yeah. and a tie. Like no a guy pants. who does it often enough that attire was no. You know, it was he no knew problem. what he was doing. Yeah, he wasn't being held back by those. I don't know pants. if it was a butt plug or if it was. I think it was a dildo. But you know, who knows with how memes spread? But I'm gonna run with dildo because that's funnier. I I, so, I want to find that clip. Dildo in in I'm Gavin. Just search proud I boys. It was a butt no, Gavin McInnes. It's not Alex McInnes. Hate group leaders. Yeah. Um, 
using a dildo on himself to quote own the liberals and prove he wasn't homophobic. Oh, well, I actually <laughs> like that. I'm showing a picture to everybody. That actually makes sense. All right. Well, mission accomplished. Oh, he looks like he's not enjoying it at all. <laughs> yeah, that's what he wants. Because he's because of the homophobia. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, he just really dropped trowel there on the air. Oh goodness, I like his jeans though. <laughs> what is this? Just pictures. I can't believe you guys haven't seen run. that before. Oh, I. Have to. <laughs> I have. Come on, Dick. Look at that look <laughs> on his face. I love the facial hair. He looks like a he looks like a, a fucking mythbuster or something like that. He doesn't look like he leads a hate group. <laughs> he um he left the Proud Boys because it so it, it's hard to know what the scoop is, but he started the Cat Proud Boys and it changed into this sort of white nationalist hate group and he's like, Fuck it, guys, I'm out. That's not what I was about. It was always supposed to be funny and fun. And I don't like what you are anymore. So he's not a He's not associated with it, I guess. He left it. Really? Does that sound it right? The, no. It was, so uh, James oh, yeah. Fields, I think, you know, in Charlottesville, the Proud Boys were there, and that ki- that guy James Fields was in his car. The mob surrounded him, and he he gun he gunned it and killed one of them. Actually, uh, she had a heart attack. I always like to make that clear. Oh, really? I didn't yes. know that. It's I mean something that you see like all the time now that the riots. Woody doesn't are, think she that- had a heart attack. Is this, are we talking about Charlottesville? Because I was multitasking. Yeah, we're talking about Heather yeah. Heyer. <laughs> Heather Heyer. So then he, uh, Gavin stepped down to get Woody's him. Co- Woody was the second coroner on the scene, and his report showed no heart attack. I like this. This woman gets smashed by a car. Car didn't hit her. And, and the car hit her. And, and the right, afraid. Her defense attorney is like, nope, uh, it really wasn't about the car. She had a spontaneous heart attack. While the car hit her, it's, it, I, I believe she had a, a heart attack anyway. because of a, she was frightened of a car. I believe that. But anyway, please tell you, uh, you might have had to get a job. She was probably afraid of that. Uh, yeah, so he quit to make the judge more lenient on them. I think and their association with the Proud Boys or something. That's the way I heard it. Oh, he told it. I don't know. I don't think different it story to Joe Rogan. I think, but. Uh, Maybe you're right. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a little confident on it, so don't take your news from me on this. But I know he's not a proud boy anymore. What a weird name for a group. It sounds like a joke group. It it started that way. You know what I mean? Proud boy. Um scanning this thing. I, I know it's not good content. Um Oh, Milo Yiannopoulos was in it too. He also resigned from the group. Oh, uh, who? What, what the fuck is that I, guy doing? Dude, he, he needs to get in. Uh, he, the conservative side has many strengths, but comedy's not one of them. Milo needs to get involved. He is the funniest guy on the right that I can think of. Yeah, when I want to laugh, I turn on, uh, I turn on Comedy Central. Just laugh my tits off. <laughs> laugh my tits off at. At uh, what is it, Oliver and and all those guys? I don't watch. So it. so. Well, he's funny. on. He's on. Uh, isn't John Oliver on at all uh, anymore? John Oliver's on HBO. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, well, without an know, audience, they, all of really, them are a little for, worse. For, for the health of comedy in the in the current cultural zeitgeist, what they really need is a left leaning, 
political comedy commentator. It's about time they added a few <laughs> Right. <laughs> like, I see really, what you're like, doing. But it, like, it, obviously, obviously, this content resonates with average people and isn't astroturfed. It's, it's just great. It's awesome. Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert, of course, Bill Maher, John Oliver. The left is flooded with you know com- left-leaning comedians. Mm-hmm. Milo needs to fill that gap on the right. Yeah, but where's nowhere's going to platform him. And yeah, I also I don't think he's very right-wing or very funny. Oh, yeah. no. I no. think he has a, a also the delivery. pedophilia thing kind of rubbed a few people the wrong way. Rubbed him the right way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he was back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys were talking about all this serious stuff, and I was like, "Oh goddamn!" The Irish Supreme Court says that Subway bread doesn't qualify as bread. I know <laughs> too much sugar. Too much sugar. It's not Is that bread. all the bread or just the white bread though. No, it's all the bread. All the bread. They're like, "Go fuck yourself." It's too they high sugar. Like, they have like nine grain wheat bread there. How does that have too much sugar? That has too much sugar, dude. And I am telling you this as a fact. I have not clicked on the article yet. <laughs> dude, I, I, I read an article mean? about that. I, I don't know why it matters that it's not bread, but <laughs> it just like, I think all restaurant food is super bad for you. No matter where you go, they just oh, so give you oil. so much butter, so much oil, so much fat, yeah. so much salt. It's fantastic. But like you can hardly order a healthy meal and get a healthy meal. They make the food taste good. That's how they do it. Woody, have you ever looked up where you'll be like, damn, I want to make Mongolian beef, but I want to make it the way P.F. Chang's does. And okay. then you look up the way they do it and it's like, yeah, it's like a normal Mongolian beef, but secret full stick of butter, three times the amount of oil. And it's like, <laughs> oh, this is. I didn't yeah. want to learn this. Put like, some so sugar on it too fat. and serve it. Yeah. like yeah, it, and, it, and you just paste <laughs> sugar on top of your fat meat and then go, oh, it's lean. <laughs> like restaurant idiot. food is terrible for you and delicious. It's so good. That's why they, that's why restaurants stay in business. They're not worried at all about your health. They just want you to come back and ignore the truth. So I Subway like, bread's not bread. Too much sugar. Yeah. Subway bread is not bread. According to Ireland. That's true. I haven't yeah, trusted the Irish. Touche. Yeah. That's, that's where I get all my bread news. <laughs> from, Ireland, from Ireland. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Where do they get off? What do they know about bread? They they make is there a lawsuit about bread? Like that <laughs> yeah, someone what? is suing because they didn't get the ingredients on their sandwich? Well, let me scan it. I don't think they want Subway to be able to call their sandwiches sandwiches anymore because technically the bread on them isn't bread. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> I gotta so call them stacks. We got my <laughs> stacks of produce and meat and products. So I guess they're trying to categorize it as a staple food, which doesn't get taxed. Oh. But because it's more like a junk food, you have to pay ten percent tax. Ah, uh, and well, probably some sort of like welfare card doesn't work for it as as well. The sugar uh. content in Irish bread isn't supposed to be more than 2%. I don't know how it could be more than 2% sugar. And it's 10%. So Well, they're not even close. sugar. It's <laughs> five yeah, times not... the maximum amount of sugar. And oh, in fairness to Ireland, Subway's bread is fucking terrible. It is awful. I don't right. care when they do the song and dance about like, wow, we're pulling this out of the just-baked oven. It's like, go fuck yourself. You have a neck tattoo. Like, there's no way you baked that fresh. It smells good. There's no way you showed up early like an artisan baker and made this nine grain wheat. What franchise would you want to own? Subway's often considered a good one. 
I would say Subway because people go to Subway to no Subways are literally on the decline. They're closing more and more stores every day. Well, I mean Um, that makes sense because they have more locations than Starbucks, and there's not as much markup. Um, I think uh, I think Five Guys are are always growing. I think that place that uh, you and I always talk about, Cookout, Mm -hmm. uh, their franchises are rather cheap, and whenever they like add some add one to a place it just explodes and they've got these lines literally literally around the block with attendants in the parking lot directing traffic it, it depends what you're looking for if you're looking for a plug and play franchise to make money and be off doing your own thing subway would be excellent if you're looking for a i am going to be on the site most of the time making sure this runs well somewhere like cookout or you know we have barbecue places like that here too why do you feel like people. cookout takes more personal attention than subway because there's a higher standard of quality. Like when people go to Subway. I've seen enough Jim Gaffigan bits to know that there's not a lot going on at Subway. <laughs> I'm just saying that everywhere you go that's fast food and successful has an established standard of quality. When you go to McDonald's, you know exactly the flavor of beef you're going to get and you get that flavor every time. And a lot of what building a successful fast food franchise is, is having supreme consistency. You don't want one location to be terrible, one location to be awesome. Subway has every location bad in the same <laughs> way. waffle house too so, waffle house what? too and so you go in there and you pay <laughs> we're not friends dollars. anymore <laughs> you, you pay a few dollars for a sandwich the size of your head and when you're eating it and you go this isn't very good you go no shit i paid five dollars for a sandwich the size of my torso of you really don't like waffle house I waffle do house like Waffle fine. House. I just feel like the standard is low. That It meets my expectations every time. I'll order steak and eggs. That's just the worst steak ever, just like I expected. Yeah, I've, I've never enjoyed oh, Waffle House. Well, if you're ordering steak at Waffle at, at Waffle House, they are by the way. They, 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 right? they sell more T-bones than any other restaurant in the world, as is noted on that picture that, that every one of them has on the wall. <laughs> They're awful. The eggs there are actually really good, though. I like their eggs as much as I they like. Probably any put other... sugar in them. I, I you can see what they're doing to them right there because Elon is over there fucking mixing it up six feet away from you, splattering you with oil. There's a ton of oil in there, and uh, and then there's just fucking eggs. Fucking and eggs. I read somewhere that the uh, the cooks at Waffle House have better violence de-escalation skills than the police. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, ah, <laughs> maybe steak and shake too. Steak and Shake is pretty fucking good. They got so many fucking milkshakes here. at that place. Yeah, yeah they, we've got them in Atlanta. They're uh, they're very popular. Um, but but yeah, Waffle House is uh, maybe Waffle House would be the way to go because they're open twenty four hours a day. You can just staff them with ex convicts. You know, and what I'm, oh. you can do that with McDonald's too, and you don't have to be scared. Who's gonna? No, there's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts in a McDonald's. There's a lot of menu items. There's a lot of stuff going on back there. A lot of computers and shit. Waffle House is just that one grill and that waffle maker. That's it. And you think you would run a successful Waffle House? I don't think there's an unsuccessful Waffle House in the fucking world. That's, as long as you love it, sounds it's a right. success. We're making money here. <laughs> I want to do, I want to get into, as you know, you guys are obsessed with money. Passion. I want to get into Chick-fil-A and Bad one. be very, very homophobic all the time to get people <laughs> well, into as my As long restaurant. as you love it, then you'll be okay. But yeah, Chick-fil-A <laughs> sucks to own. Um, what was I going to say? I Oh, you know what sucks to own that I was into? I used to want to own a movie theater. Like, that was the dream. Ooh, a good oh, movie wow. theater. You know, Thank with, God you with the that. nice chairs and like a restaurant movie theater. I would be 
totally broke right now if I dump, if I dumped everything into a movie theater. That was the now worst idea. The, take a look at this I think idea. I remember it, that. It's the first two thousand about like one hour it, photo stand. Yeah, I know, maybe <laughs> you the, talked about this like like maybe four or five years ago or something. I think, and I, I remember being, I w- I was probably like, yeah, I don't know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get I, after I, it. You're selling that popcorn at such a markup. You. You can't lose money. <laughs> you can't lose. Yeah, I had this. I like. Um, Plus, I really like the coming. movie theaters that are from ten years ago, where everyone's jammed into shitty seats that don't recline. But there's a movie theater I go to where it's a big leather, like Lazy Boy, with electric recline and stuff. And I was like, "Ooh, you could do that," or even Next Level, where the food gets good. Um, I want. Is it Alamo that does that? The Alamo, Alamo does Alamo that. Draft yeah. House. Yeah, I think you're right. And uh, I started looking into what it costs to make one and, and such and just decided not to. I don't know. I didn't want to put all my eggs in one basket because it's pretty Thank expensive. God. Right. Oh, my gosh. I'd be so broke. But Do yeah. you like those theaters where it's like a, a full meal comes out? Because we have some here that I've been to, and it's so annoying for me to try to eat in the dark, like cutting chicken. And it's, it really takes you, me out of the movie. like actual food. See – there's your yeah. mistake. I've gone to those places. Just order hand food. Yeah. The, if, you go, if, you, if you're cutting chicken in the middle of a movie, that's absurd. And you're a dick for doing it. You're, you're, you're scratching the plate. Guaranteed. <laughs> I haven't been to one as nice as an Alamo. What we have is a half is in between. So you can get like chicken fingers like Taylor's talking about. Maybe even a burger or a hot dog. You just but, get a burger. You, know, that's- you can't get something that involves a fork and a knife there. And, but they do have seats that I haven't been to Alamo, but I have to imagine these seats compare well because they're big, leather, wide. You take the middle up, you can cuddle your wife while you watch the movie. Dude, I, I ordered popcorn shrimp at one of those places at an AMC once, and I swear to God, in the kitchen, they were like, we ran out of shrimp. And they're like, just deep fry balls of everything we coat the oh. shrimp in. And they just <laughs> served me that because there was not a bit of shrimp. And then <laughs> just breading. You got hush puppies with tails. Yeah, I, got, I got hush puppies with old tails cemented in. <laughs> you know, um, oh, it's funny. There's no meat. It's just, <laughs> this is like a year ago, but I went to Panda Express and I had never had coconut shrimp before. And it was like coconut shrimp. You can have it, but it's an extra dollar. And I'm like, Ooh, it must be good. Dude, it's seafood candy. I'm convincing myself this is a reasonable dinner to just eat like shrimp coated with glazed sugar. Coconut shrimp is the bomb. Same thing. When I go to Panda Express, every time I'm like, I'll get the beef with broccoli, and then my voice comes out double serving orange chicken <laughs> and then i'm eating it. i'm like no it's like it's at least it's definitely got vitamin c right there were no oranges killed in the making of that chicken yeah <laughs> no, no, no. I, the fact that i have to shit right just right now <laughs> uh, there were no oranges in there dude <laughs> oh man i do like as far as fast food is concerned i rank panda express decently high what? Like their their fried rice is so greasy and so oily that I like it. Disgusting. You know, you think it's disgusting? Oh, God. Yeah, it's awful. It's it's so yeah. far at the bottom of my list. I I'm really there. okay. What? It's Tell way below Arby's and Hardee's. It's below Arby's. You fucking idiot. 
<laughs> I don't feel that strongly about any fast food restaurant. Arby's Kyle, scum of the earth. Arby's How dare you put it below Arby's? Arby's, the- lots of people talking about Arby's. It's for retards and in, in the, the industry. I'm talking about roast beef. That piece of shit. <laughs> oh, I like Arby's. I'm not a fucking retard. Yes. Uh, yeah. No, Arby's is terrible. They they I literally emulsify all like of their meat, put it in a bag, and then they slice it as though it's real the first time. That's true. It's terrible. Comes in a bag. The meat it's, comes in a bag. It's yeah. in a big congealed, goopy glove. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's not real. They, they have the slider machine like they're slicing it, but they're slicing emulsified meat logs. They're <laughs> yeah, not. It's, it's like a hot dog. It's like they make a gigantic hot dog and then they cut it into like oh. like roast beef slices. And it's that's not, better than Panda Express. Yes. Cool. Yes. That's, I'm with you, Taylor. This isn't about I mean, how good Arby's is, Taylor. This is about how bad Panda Express. You need to have is. the coconut shrimp at Panda Express. It's pretty I, much soft serve shrimp or something. It's great. It's <laughs> I haven't had Chinese bad. food in a long time. I haven't had this in a year and a half, but I'm hungering for it right now. Yeah, another I'm good another for one McDonald's like binge a month. Like McDonald's we'll go get drunk dis- and then. Do like an Uber drive-through where it's <laughs> everything on the menu, like two fillet of fish, a double quarter pounder, two Big Macs, uh, probably six fries. I mean, just fill up a bag and you know you count it off. Tell me how many there were. <laughs> just go I, bananas. I McDonald's always disappoints me, and so I, I'd stop going. And it's not like I hate McDonald's. I just keep having a bad McDonald's experience where like it's cold or not fully done or it's falling apart, and it's I, I keep getting misses. Yeah, when that's I go to McDonald's worst. and like you get the cheese that's not even vaguely melted, cold French which is fries. common, it's cold cheese, cold French fries. Cold One French of the places fries. that I know is going to let me down every time, and that I still crave, usually once a year, once my memory has lapsed enough that I forget, is White Castle. Is once a year I will eat thirty five White Castle burgers, and at the time be like, this is so great, this is awesome. It tastes like shit. It's good though, in a way. I'm eating all this cabbage. And then the next day, you shit. And, and the next day, of- that's very generous. 40 minutes later, you shit. And <laughs> it smells exactly like you're right back inside White Castle. We got to get and some we'll like fiber about- and some 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 pro- probiotics in your diet, Taylor. Every time we talk about food, you're like, and then you just immediately have diarrhea. You guys ever had an apple and a banana? Oh, <laughs> just like, <laughs> blows right through. <laughs> talking about like healthy stuff and these kale shakes, motherfucker. <laughs> Taylor, that's not what cheese does to you. (laughs) Yeah, Kyle, uh, you go out tonight and you eat 10 White Castle burgers and then... What's with your numbers? You stop eating them and then you start shitting. Taylor once told me that uh, he he had a weakness for cheese sticks, right? This is like the string cheese. And he has seven. And I mentioned it to my wife and she's still like, seven? How can you have seven? Seven's a lot of cheese. Seven. And I know it was that because... Like my girlfriend goes to bed earlier than me because she has to be up earlier. And so like I'll go and enjoy my evening sitting in my my living room and all my snacks as I eat them throughout the night. The wrappers will accumulate on <laughs> and there was and I know it was seven because she came home one day after work and was like, Hey, did you have seven cheese sticks last night? And I was like, no, it couldn't have been that many. And she's like, Well, I found seven wrappers and I bought a pack of twelve and there's five left. And I was like, Well, the 
Must have been a How do you know it was store, me? Huh? Yeah, you, there, you have no evidence of anything. <laughs> <laughs> this is all circumstantial. I can't be convicted. <laughs> I, actually like, into them. <laughs> I actually like White Castle. Um, in the South, we have Crystal. It's it's a lot more uh, common. Uh, it's, same it's, shit. it's it's exact same shit, but uh, but it's pretty good. I like it. Yeah, Why I made you- I made a homemade Crystal burgers one time. You um, you take the ground beef and like flatten it on a griddle. And uh, you punch like uh, you, you know you cut it you pre-cut it into the squares you like score the ground beef mm-hmm. and you press it till it's like super thin like an eighth of an inch and then you put like five dots on each patty and you freeze it and you've got like mm-hmm. this frozen sheet of ground beef that you then lay on top of uh, onions on a uh, on like a big griddle and you it's cook actually it on top. onion flavored cabbage. It's uh, well, I use onions, and uh, you look, you cook, you cook that block of beef on top of the onions, and the onion steam like goes through the holes that you pre put into the meat. It's really fucking good. Do you know that's why Crystal and White Castle give you such bad and immediate gas? Is because they found out a few decades ago that if you replace onions with onion flavored cabbage, you save an enormous amount of money, <laughs> and you can't tell the difference. And people really? can't tell it's onion flavored cabbage on White Castle burgers. That's why you eat that, and immediately you're just like this. This is dire. I never had. They unleashed a farting I don't epidemic. Think I've ever had White Castle? It's these yeah, tiny, well, tiny little burgers. Like yeah. they're literally like this big. Like the grease stains on either side of the burger combine to about three times the total girth of the burger itself. <laughs> yeah, I have. I'm aware of how their burgers are small for some reason, but I have never been inside of White Castle. It's a depressing place. <laughs> you know what's overrated? In and out. I don't know why the West no, Coast guys Woody, think In and Out. Everyone on the West Coast dare. thinks In and Out is some wonderful dining experience, and it's just <sighs> shitty food. You, oh, you unsophist, you root, you ignorant slut, Woody. <laughs> what, you don't, you don't like, you don't like your fries sloppy and wet. <laughs> no, you have to, you have to get them extra well done. God, there's a whole process. You've got to learn it. That's oh, so part of it's like, and then you douse them. Uh, douse them in what? What are you dousing them? I don't know. Whatever that cheese sauce is that they pour over everything. Oh yeah, man! You got to get animal style everything. You got to get extra crispy. It's like it's like a learn. You can trace your whole life through what you learned ordering it in and out. I was here when I learned about animal style. I was here when they I learned that you could just stack an infinite number of patties Wait, next to each other style? until it filled. It's where they just pour yeah. sauce all over everything. Hmm. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> protein style what what is it where there's no buns don't you dare everything's fresh at in and out the line is a mile <laughs> long <sound> la-di-da <laughs> i've been eating that rotten meat they have over at mickey d's but they've got the fresh stuff you guys are eating out of a bag it's disgusting you're eating roast beef and coconut <laughs> shrimp Dick, out I of a noticed. ladle i think we have the same mic but i like your shock mount much more what is um, it um that's a road something? No, it's a yeah, hundred bucks. The bike yeah, or the, the shock mount? Oh, the shock mount. Yeah. Oh, this thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I just picked that up off Amazon. You don't mm. like that yours looks like a claw machine? <laughs> right. I just feel like it, <laughs> it, cool. it blocks more of me than it needs to. Like more oh, of yeah. the whole scene. Like it, it's a freaking dominant like piece of what you see. Yeah. Anyway, um, good luck, machine. No, I've had In-N-Out twice, and I wasn't blown away or anything. It was okay. Yeah, you got to have it twenty times. That's when it really kicks in. Yeah, I don't maybe think anything beats Five Guys. Animals. 
No one leaves Five Guys hungry. No. Those french fries are so fucking good. And they're like, like just a regular cheeseburger is more than enough food for a human being. But, but for some reason, they do double cheeseburgers instead as well. I, so I avoid Five Guys because I think it's way more calories than other meals. Oh, it's so bad for you. The calories, like a large fry is like 1,400 calories. You don't need a large. You can hardly finish <laughs> a small. No one needs a large. <laughs> Nobody needs a large at Five Guys. I, if you're watching this and you've never been to Five Guys, that's amazing in itself. But All right, both of you, listen up. A small fry there is enough fries. Like you could empty out a human skull and fill it with french fries that it's this is how fahrenheit was invented i think you just <laughs> randomly like this, this is human skulls of fries yeah you know like we use feet i mean fuck why not skulls sure. so uh uh so yeah that, that's about right you could fill a human skull with a small fry at five guys it's all you need to eat the large fry is literally let's eat like a 20 ounce cup and fill it heaping full of french fries and then they just pour more over they, they put the the, the 20 ounce cup over the bag and then just heap them on it as it's overfills into the bag. The bottom of the bag has like a McDonald's small fry of fries in it. At <laughs> least five guys. Yes. Yeah. The, the worst fries in America. And they think they can hide it from you. If they give you a lot of them. Are you getting the curly fries? No, I'm getting the regular fries. When Rook. I go there, Rook get the noob. Cajun fries. Hmm. I'm just saying the regular fries, I've never opted into a special kind of fries there. They have but um, sweet they potato soggy, fries. They are soggy immediately. They are wet and floppy and not good fries. I, and they I, try and I like, you. I like wet, floppy fries. Wow. Wow. Look at all this shit I have. Now I won't <laughs> talk about how bad they are. I, you know? uh, the curly fries, I think maybe the nature of them, they get cooked longer. Not sure. But um, I share your dislike of wet, sloppy fries. Mm-hmm. They need to be I hot. prefer wet, sloppy fries. I, I like them overcooked. Yeah, definitely. I, I prefer a nice crispy fry. No. That's why curly fries are always better. That's the best thing that Jack in the Box has over the rest, or the curly fry. Arby's also has the curly fry, which I do like, but I like them when they're a little bit on the, on the, on the soft side. They cook them in peanut oil. They're not trying to cheap out on you. They just That's just their idea of a good fry. No, that's for their meat. No, they don't oh, you're talking meat about and, right now. Sorry. Yeah, they're not frying the oh, meat. You're talking about Chick-fil-A. I, I thought he was saying Arby's was... was Spending all their money cooking good curly fries and being like, no, oh, keep no. beef budget. Like, I'm still on Five Guys fries. They use the peanut oil there. Yeah. That's why. Doesn't, like uh, doesn't Chick-fil-A use it on their fries? Chick-fil-A also uses peanut oil. Yes. You know what? I'm not. Actually, I'm not they use this denatured peanut oil that's actually safe for people who have peanut allergies. I don't so. care for that. I want the risky stuff. Well, you know. Yeah. I want to know that only the genetically pure among us can consume these fries. <laughs> Are the genetically those, impure allergic those to peanuts? with inferior genes may not enjoy the fry. <laughs> That's the proud boy way. Is Only peanut oil. Like, so you're white supremacists. We are not so much concerned with race as much as what you cook the fry in. <laughs> then eating the fry. It's like, so white supremacists, once again, you're bringing up some... This is a club about French fries. <laughs> <laughs> how they are cooked. Once again, you ask me of President Trump, I am a French fry connoisseur. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I'm a sommelier. You know who's really hoping Trump loses? Who Melania Trump. She wants... I don't she think wants she likes Adam, being first lady. I don't think she likes being Lady Trump. I don't, I don't think, think she, she likes being first lady, second lady, any of that shit. She doesn't want to be there. 
all the fake smiles. Like she's just done. She is over that shit. Honestly, though, she's a model. Fake smiles. That's her jam, right? She should Not be pretty for good. A couple at it. of decades, right? But I think that real smiles, like models, actually smile too. Yeah, prove it. Mm, Touche. You can't um, prove that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I. I she comes off as unhappy. I don't. It could just be like a Eastern, Eastern European culture thing, right? Americans smile when I don't know when they see strangers, whereas Europeans sometimes you have to earn that smile. So yeah. maybe I'll get work hard for a European smile. <laughs> being surly most of the time. So I'm, I feel you. But she's also been rich as fuck for so long. I feel like most yeah. of that. And she gets off. shit on constantly. Like, oh, think? look, Trump's not. Yeah, the stuff that they like the way the way the media criticize or at least social media criticize their relationship is really creepy to me. Like when they'll almost hold they'll they'll be acting like a normal couple and then it's like oh look at her disgust at him like trump will look at her she'll give him a little like normal smile and then look away she's like oh look at her she just she's thinking about his cock and she wants to puke look at her (laughs) look at her disdain for him like are you guys like what what level of insanity is this where you're reading into a of what seems like a totally normal relationship i did see Um, one thing recently where it was like just her walking off a plane and it was like some some journal internet journal was like melania trump tone deftly wears thousand dollar <laughs> boots while exiting in the midst of pro and it's like yeah let her wear her boots jesus you think she's like I'm this with is you. absurd I, it, they so did the sweet. same thing to michelle like they they always they criticized her body and her outfit and uh with melania it's just her outfit usually but yeah I think it's a little worse for Melania. At least, like, Time Magazine shit would be like... They would always criticize her dick, too, Melania. how fierce Michelle is looking I would say Michelle has it worse. Case in point. (laughs) (laughs) They do say Michelle has a dick. That's... Well, I mean, mainstream media doesn't. That's more internet memeing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It would be... Would it be worth... Would it be worse to be married to Trump if he lost for the rest of your life? Or... Could you just stick it out another four years my, my and get it out of his system? It's crazy to say that Trump's life is very short. I see him as a very fat dude who's 72 years old. In my own little universe, like my experience of this, is guys like that just click off, right? They don't have a long, slow decline. Yeah. In six yeah. months, they just, they have like cardiac problems and then they just turn off. Or just die. one fucking day. Yeah. Just, just COVID. COVID just could COVID. wipe out Trump. COVID could wipe out both presidential candidates. Actually, you know, it's not a heart attack, I guess. But um, I just see Trump, because he's fat and old, as a guy who's going to just click off in the next two or three years. Am I crazy? Like, other people say that's not right. What's the actuarial data on that? Like, if you looked up what the... I mean, he's fat. He's Is he morbidly obese or just obese? I called him morbidly obese to my friend, and then we started looking at pictures, and I backed off that. I, I think, I think that's the a stretch. Yeah. Morbidly obese, you got to be quite a bit higher to, to creep in, I think, as far as BMI. It's but so he's definitely because you don't know his height because he lies about his height and he lies about his weight. So, like, yeah, but you can guesstimate <laughs> looking at him standing next to people. How tall do you think he is, Woody? Six I would one or he, two. Six one? He claims six no. three. I would, I would guess six two. I'm six. I'm six foot tall, and when I uh, when he signed my hat, I was looking up at was him. He wearing There's, heels. He's, he's taller than. My, yeah, he was on stilts. He wears actually. heels. 
<laughs> he was wearing heels in a cod piece. <laughs> <laughs> he wears he heels. You. Um, he wears boots like the, with the one or two inch, uh, two inch probably too far, but like one or one and a half inch heels. Two inch heels? No, I, I backed off of that. Like one or oh. or better. So he's six one. So Michelle Obama does not have a dick, but Donald Trump is wearing lifts, two inch lifts, he, and he's actually six one. Do you need pictures? No, you I just what? need like a like a like a you know a ruler, a yardstick, or something. <laughs> Y'all talking about Michelle Obama being a man? Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of. Dude, you know what's well, funny is I just googled this again and it got updated correctly. You know Gerald Nadler, the no. congressman or whatever, like that tiny little guy who always looks just like a, a goblin walking next to everyone else. Do you know who that is, no. Gerald Nadler? I'm googling now. He's the uh, politician, yeah, the U.S. representative for New York's 10th congressional district. I he looked so short during the like it was some news oh, thing that he was this in poor fellow. That I was like, how the fuck tall is that guy? And this was only like six eight months ago. I looked it up on Google. I could not find it. The only thing that was available when you typed in Gerald Nadler height was a self report from his website saying five eleven which would mean that we have the tallest Congress in the history of the planet. And just now I searched again and it has been updated on Google to five, three, but oh. literally, literally the only source for his height when I searched it like eight months ago was saying he was five eleven. These are Trump's uh, wicked witch of the West shoes that he's he got like, on. Like weird wide feet at the end. What's with that bulge uh, on the, the right, on the, on his left side standing oh. there. See what I mean? I, Does he have like fat feet? We, I never noticed that on any of his other shoes. I think Woody's pointing out that he's got a bit of a lift there. The heel is the thing that I'm focused there. on. Uh, it's oh, the, yeah. it, it, there's, the heel is kind of normal. I've got boots like that. But what the, the fuck was he kicking? What was he kicking? <laughs> was he? On the front. I think it's just the lighting. I think he no, likes I shoes. I, I, my dress shoes, that's twice the heel that mine has. The question is, who ties those for him? <laughs> <laughs> That's way too tight to be tied. They are so goddamn tight. I don't remember who came up with this phrase, but it makes me laugh every time. It looks like his shoes were screwed on. <laughs> Guys, we're Woody. You're doing. You're going about this the wrong way. I'm we listening. should not be. We should not be heel shaming men. We should all make it norm. We should all normalize men wearing lifts. So we finally get one over on these bitches out there that are hitting us with height restrictions on dating sites. All of us should encourage Dick. each other to wear gigantic lifts on when our heels. Right, Come on, guys. Right. And, and I'll just one-up you and add spanks to the list. Yes. No, yes. <laughs> yes. Don't you shame me, Kyle. I see you already starting. Yes. Dick, Dick, we're <laughs> fat <laughs> old men. <laughs> lifts aren't enough because lifts, you hide those. We need to have... Loud and proud heels. heels. That's right. Yeah. Pumps. Oh, are I you want... wearing heels? Uh, yeah. Are you not, idiot, bitch? I want manly like... heels with goldfish swimming in them. Yeah, and we should be able to sit that? when we pee. Flavor flav. <laughs> used to be a pimp thing from the 70s. Oh. <laughs> I was probably TV pimp, but yeah. <laughs> Braves won their uh, second game uh, Real today. quick, Kyle, before we jump to the Braves, we're going to hear from Smart Mouth. Everyone hates talking to someone with bad breath. You know, I'm I'm, I'm actually going to wing it. Let's see. <laughs> Smart Mouth is an awesome mouthwash. It's got two different parts. You you pour it into the cup. It mixes. You use it. It's going to get rid of your bad breath for 24 hours. It's fantastic. It's also going to keep your gums healthy. Uh, 
you, you can use the dry mouth kind if you engage in behaviors that are traditionally associated with struggling with dry mouth. Um, lots of possibilities there. I also recall that smartmouth.com slash PKA is a URL we are supposed to promote. I believe that is for a coupon, $2 coupon, a dollar coupon. Check that out. You'll know. Uh, yep. it's, it's great. Great mouthwash. Keep your mouth healthy. Get laid. Uh, have fun with it. So smartmouth.com slash PKA. Even better than the read, I think. I like it. Check them out. Um, Check them out. Get some good breath. Get laid, get your dick wet, make us proud. <laughs> Nailed it. That was, that was, I that did you sure. send these guys our copy? Yeah, get your dick wet. You know, we, talk, we focus tested that one. You remember? Go, Had like the receipts. Like <sighs> we'll see. I think yeah. it was refre- refreshing. Like, a, no, no, get your dick wet. That was it. Cool, you- man. It's cool. <laughs> So we'll 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 have them ship you some products so you can get oh. your dick wet too. Is is the mountain gonna fight that other world's strongest man, dude, Eddie Hall? They're gonna talk about it a lot for a long time. They're not gonna wait, wait. They're not gonna fight. That's not gonna happen. There is I mean, no way the mountain and Eddie Hall fight. Let me. See. I'm pretty How sure big it's is Eddie ranch. Hall. Eddie Hall is six foot three and enormous. But it's only next to the mountain that he looks like a small guy. But Eddie Hall is an enormous guy. And both of them have the power to do just unspeakable damage. Like, can you imagine Las Vegas? They're fighting in Las Vegas next year. The battle uh, between September 2021. I wonder if. Wow. I I, I see. I need to fix our layout. But I, I see there. Here's a picture of them holding each other. It's hard to get them really next to each other to see how big. Yeah. Uh, The mountains are bending over a little bit. The mountains like six foot 11, almost seven feet tall. Right. Uh, That sounds right-ish. I know he's ginormous. All of us would look like children in this photo. Jesus. He's a big guy. I saw Eddie Hall next to someone else. I forget who it was, but I always, you know, sometimes guys with a lot of muscles, are actually short, right? You know, if you were to take them and stretch them to six one or so, they wouldn't be so big anymore. Uh, you could picture this like fire hydrant of a man. Yeah, yeah. So having never seen Eddie Hall with much to compare him to sidewise, like I don't know how big an Atlas stone is. I I, I thought he was that guy. He was like five eight and just really wide, like a fire hydrant. And I saw him next to someone and was like, oh my god, he's huge. He's, yeah, big. he's big. But the mountain, of course, is even bigger. But ah. Uh, I don't know. Fighting is an athletic endeavor. There's more to it than that. If you take away the grappling, uh, Israel Adesanya, I think, beats both of them. You don't think so? Absolutely not. Interesting. I do. I think that... I mean, the the object... How much does Israel Adesanya weigh? 170? Well, he'd be like 200 for this. Well, they wouldn't... Yeah. No, no, he wouldn't. He walks around 175. He fights at 185, right? Am I wrong? No, I'm not wrong. He fights no, at 185. Right. I think he, he would get around at that weight. He would get absolutely smashed by the mountain. There's no way for him to compete with the mountain. He's just too big of a person. You just smother him, right? Like 
Uh, so I, I intentionally took away grappling because I feel like enough muscles can overcome the skill difference. But and every sport, oh, yeah. even boxing has grappling. Can you, can you imagine if Israel Adesanya gets the mountain in an arm bar? You know what the mountain's going to do? He's going to curl his entire body weight over his body. I agree with, with that. Relative and smash him into the other side. So it's like, on my mind. Joe Lozon said that he couldn't beat Shaq, right? Joe Lozon's a great fighter. He says there's just Shaq is just too much man that he would lose. But if you make it just striking, you know, I, I see a guy so much faster, very hard to hit Israel. I, I, I think it, it, and by the way, he hits hard. I, I, I assume both these guys are super durable, but am, am I crazy? Am I the, Dick? You know boxing. Can a top boxer, you know, a 200-pound guy beat the mountain? Oh, I don't I don't see how. You're just going to get shoved around. Like, just the physical okay. exertion of having to keep a man that size off of you, I think, is going to exhaust, like, the, even one of the, like, even a marathon guy. You know what I mean? Like, like you're, you're he's a counterpuncher, right? He's going backwards, tagging him, tagging him, tagging him, never getting hit, always doing the hitting. How That's long how are the picture. mountain arms, though? Longer just than hitting the, just the force alone, I think is going to exhaust anybody. Mm, maybe I'm I wrong. Know, I, uh, I mean, Conor it. McGregor could clearly beat him, but <laughs> you know they sparred. That's what you're making a reference uh, to. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I uh, I saw that uh, Dana White offered Conor and uh, Poirier a fight, but I didn't see the money. No, nobody saw the money, but ex- uh, except for Conor and Poirier, I'm sure. See, that's the. I, you know already, but for the audience, that's the rub, right? Dana will say, oh, I'll give you both whatever, $1 million, you can go fight. And Connor's like, $1 million? Why would I fight for like 7% of my normal pay? Yeah, Connor so has- Connor, Connor offered Poirier like a, a charity fight in Dublin where they would each fight for each other's charities. So um, then Dana comes back and counter offers like, hey, why don't you just fight in the UFC? I'll pay you X, X Y, and Z. We'll see. Um, I'd like to see Connor do anything, really. Uh, I'd watch him fight some old men at a bar again. That that was fun. <laughs> I haven't seen anyone say this. That's funny, but uh, but I still think it to be true. I think the reason Connor hasn't been getting fights is to pay him Connor money. He needs a gate, and that's the scoop. Uh, he needs it in person. He needs an event. They need you know they they the UFC gets paid to put the event there. They get paid for the tickets that come in. They make a lot of money from these live events. And they're thinking to themselves, I can't pay Connor. I'll make it up twelve and a half million dollars to fight if it's just TV. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, I know Connor has wanted some fights. Mm-hmm. I know he wanted um, um, somebody back in the spring, and and they couldn't make it happen. Diego. <laughs> no, well, he said that it, it, this is before that. He he said that he mentioned Diego because they they couldn't get him a fight before and he's just looking for a filler fight because he wanted to fight this year he's like let me fight somebody you can't even find thor's arm length because all it brings up are the measurements around his arm yeah yeah dude but this guy but take it it's usually like like your wingspan your height are usually rather similar if you can i mean this guy's a bitch you can only deadlift a thousand pounds (laughs) oh really pathetic like yeah. that just means that like think of how easy it'll be to knock him over he doesn't have like the strongest posterior chain on earth <laughs> so you saw the eddie hall deadlift right and yeah. like the nose bleed i don't know i'm making shit up uh what is it called when you're 
blood vessel bursts and aneurysm, you know, like, yeah, like, not like, that. like God. Yeah. He, he was like, you know, I was dizzy for five days. My blood brain exploded and yada, yada, yada. Was he playing that up? Is that true? Or did it, was he really just the absolute peak of exertion to, to break the I, record? I would believe that exerting yourself to that extent would cause some problems. Like the human body is not meant to deadlift a thousand plus pounds. It's have just you ever not. Seen, have you ever seen the King of the Hill? where um, the macho man Randy Savage is in it, and he's training yeah. Bill. Yeah, yeah and, and he becomes I know I've builder. gotten a good workout when the blood vessels in the back of my eyes pop. <laughs> <laughs> and when Bill gets all jacked, and he starts going yep. over and fucking with Hank. Yeah, it's my favorite line of all time. He's like, no agony, no bragony. <laughs> <laughs> that show is so fucking good. I, I I need to fucking rewatch King of the Hill again. You it's just been a couple- watched it like last. <laughs> I know. I'm year. joking. I'm joking. Hey, Kyle, you'll like this. I started Supernatural. Well, I'll see you in five or six years. <laughs> yeah, you, you, dude, why did it you is, kick off the boys? It, <laughs> it's because I was sitting there with my girlfriend the other night and she was like, have you ever watched this show Supernatural? And I was like, no, I've never seen an episode, but Kyle's recommended it and Woody very highly. She's like, let's watch it. Let's watch it. And I was, it's pretty good. I Dude, like it. Watch I like it through right, this start at the beginning. We started at the very, very beginning. All Season right. one, episode one, it's, where a Negan gets his wife burned, and then they then there's the big gap of what happened in their life where apparently they're super soldiers now with like katana skills. And then who is it? Uh Dean or Sam? It's Dean who shows back up to Sam, who's in the happy relationship and drags him back into the mix. And uh they they fight the woman in white, the first one. And then, uh, you know, subsequent monsters and the other ones. I like it. I, Kyle, I'm enjoying the show. It was Kyle who pointed out to me their very bad special effects budget. And it's funny because, you know, they go from town to town battling demons and monsters and this and that. So they'll be like, "Ooh, we're in Springfield, Illinois, and there's a dragon here. The dragon is a person with glowing fingertips. <laughs> like dragon or, like, like, like <laughs> off camera like, like they just pipe in some audio of wings flapping and he, arri- <laughs> and he arrives yeah the wings are put away <laughs> the wings get put away under a trench coat yeah it gets better over time because it, it did become like a very popular show uh their salaries are outrageous like like how much the two main actors make like like let me look it up again i don't want to be wrong, other but... Negan come back into the mix ever oh or is he lots died? lots he's in he's in and out a lot yeah which one's Negan? Uh, the, the uh, jeffrey dean morgan their father oh who plays negan in the walking dead gotcha, gotcha. yeah i didn't know what his name was but no, cool, that's cool. Who uh, i'm not judging yeah, someone for forgetting a person's name <laughs> I've even defended myself i should have known <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so they get paid um uh, like $125,000 each per episode. Hell yeah. Good for them. Just fucking raking it in. But, but it's like 20 episodes a year. So that's good. They make 20 episodes <laughs> a fucking year. And they have been doing it since I was a small child. <laughs> Are they like, like in, the, in, the, in the first episode, like it's so old that it's like, oh, well, you got to call dad. Don't you have him on your car phone? <laughs> it's like jesus fucking christ these technology people has years. yeah like, like at this point they're like like one of the things they always do is like uh sam is really good at like getting on the internet and and hacking into things and finding backstory and and, and looking up like court records and documents and watching and internet use like savvy internet use on tv shows 
from the early 2000s, late 90s, is like, oh, no, we got Sam or, or Dean. He's on the case. And he'll sit down and, like, pensively type, type something into Alta Vista. And it's like, <laughs> what, what are you doing? Like, this, <laughs> this isn't hacking. You just you just did the precursor to Google. Yeah, it's a, it's a good show. I, I mean, buckle up because... I mean, they they have they avert like eight apocalypses. They fight everything from werewolves. I, I, to, and they I go know. to other dimensions. They go to hell, dude. Many times, bad oh, things wow. happen to them. Like it, it, uh, a lot of times, main characters have this plot armor, right? No, no, things go. They they live a rough life, Taylor. And Sam the- gets raped a lot. <laughs> raped a lot. He gets For- sissy hypnotized. He gets sissy hypno by the devil himself. Oh and no! He, he gets butt fucked for like, it like like there's time dilation. <laughs> so like years. five minutes on it's Earth, the only kind of dilation going. On. So like five minutes on Earth is like you know five years in hell. Well, he's in hell for the entire off season, like oh, from fall no. to spring. So like. When they bring him back, he's just a shattered man. <laughs> he's just. <laughs> How many years do I have to wait for this? Oh, uh, that's like, like eleven. It's like a- eleven years of <laughs> something 20, like that. Twenty Taylor, I swear, there's so much awful shit. Season. And then their pl- their characters get upgraded too. They're like, well, we're gonna have to etch our bones with satanic chants or whatever they etch their bones with. Yep. And- you know something else I've noticed with the special effects that now that Kyle's pointed out, I've crystallized is they'll be like we got this f-55 flamethrower specially designed to take down the type of werewolf we're up against and they'll be like i don't think it's a werewolf i think it's a a golem and they're like well then this is of no value and it's like oh <laughs> so you right, the then. big flamethrower use and then oh no we're gonna have to wizard him to death oh it something. turns out we need salt Get the big bag of salt, Sam. <laughs> oh, dude, All right. a lot of salt in this <laughs> Taylor, you're yeah. gonna see so like like just tons of salt poured in circles over the next twenty years. I'm excited for the journey you're about dude, to embark I, I, I on. I like when, when they walk into their dad's insane person hotel room for the first time and instead of walking around with like tears in their eyes being like our father's no longer the man we thought he was what on earth is he doing with his life they're like he's picked up a lot of valuable clues about, about the demon <laughs> it's got one of those Look, walls, dad like, figured it out that it was a woman in white earlier on he saw the same news clipping we did it's like yeah, he's got one of those crazy people walls with a, like 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 the, all the yard. articles and pictures string. of things connected yeah. with string. <laughs> and instead of being like, oh, he hasn't been taking his medicine, there's like, he's on to something. Dude, and I, I swear, I swear <laughs> to fucking God, they were doing a slow pan across his wall of insanity with all the things he suspected, where it'd be like ghouls, goblins, uh, ethereal premonitions, and then one of them was just like. Ghosts with a question. (laughs) (laughs) It might just be ghosts. (laughs) They're gonna run into everything, and and their knowledge of how to solve different problems is like outrageous. Like, all right, we're gonna need the dagger artifact of Theseus and a chair and a lot of salt and a silver bullet. The way the dagger of Theseus was hid for so many years is that it appears to be the lowest 
costing knife at Walmart. <laughs> but in reality, it is not. <laughs> yeah. It's- now you'll notice it says Pyrex here. That's the name of an ancient demon. <laughs> Certainly get- not a Tupperware company. <laughs> they get more budget as it goes on. Like, like um, I would say, like somewhere around season twelve or thirteen, it seems like they got—I don't know—they got more money, and then mm-hmm. they were able to do more cool shit. But they have gone to heaven probably five times, and they've gone to hell probably five or six times as well. And uh, like, have we like, seen like, it like, though? Oh yeah. Okay. But but by seen it, I mean they like meander around, like dungeon hallways i feel like i went to heaven and it was just a place on earth like it, it was, was a like uh there, <laughs> there was some white backgrounds that reference like a, i got there was like a there was like a throne room you know some hallways mm. uh you know they went into some of the rooms where people because because the way that he- heaven works is everyone has their own personal heaven because because like mm. like mormons like mormons exactly and which would make sense if you were you know, because like not, heaven isn't the same for everyone, right? Like some people might hate everything being gold and clouds and floating and angels and shit. Like for not some person. people, heaven is fucking living in a Popeye's chicken restaurant for the rest of their lives. Quit picking on Daniel. I feel like Cormier. hating other people. Daniel Cormier is to hell. So, so everybody has their own little personal heaven. So that was a a, a good way to be like, oh yeah, we're in heaven. Isn't this just mom's house? Yeah, I miss it. All right, all right. Um, but yeah, it's oh, a good show. I, I like the, the best two actors. Thing you can imagine for heaven, he didn't go skiing. He didn't. Dude, the two actors you mentioned that I, I seem to be the only one that thinks this. Aren't they distractingly good looking? Of course, that's the whole point. They have a They're, massive female fan base. They are. I, I, I'm just like the fuck. And and Taylor, 15 years from now, they might get better. Like it's they might out. get better looking as the show goes. Uh, like what the fuck is with these guys? I don't Jensen, know about Dean, but I know looking at Sam, he's one of those guys who's so good looking, makes me upset. I think Dean's better looking than Sam. He I was go on back Days and of forth. Our Lives. He was on Days of Our Lives for a long time. Like that's what he was doing before this. Like he's literally like one of those soap opera hunks or whatever. And uh, yeah, they're both like distractingly good looking. And it's it's I, I've I've said this on the show before, but it's really funny. Like especially in the early seasons, they only help hot women with ghost problems like like somewhere out there there's an ugly black guy who's got ghouls and goblins and spooks all up in his attic and they're just looking at that article like nah there's an underwear model in des moines though and she's got a real case of the vampires what's that on over there and then they they fuck the they fuck the underwear model kill the ghost and then slide on out of town before the sun <laughs> can fucking rise. Dude, this show's about to get better. <laughs> this show kicks ass. By the way, take note of this since you are watching now. Every woman that Sam ever shows an interest in will die. I in, I, I figured that after the first woman he showed interest in died. Because after, it seems like him showing interest in a woman is kind of antithetical to the show continuing. Like he's got to stay on the mission, right? Well, I mean, he'll fall like in love with women. Heaven. He'll fall in love with women who are like on board with what he does. Like, like, like they'll, they'll be like witches or fucking. They'll be a vampire or they'll be a fellow demon slayer or whatever the fuck. Like, you easily could have slid her right into the cast and she could have sat in the back seat. Uh-uh. Nope. 
No dice, idiot. You don't get to be part of the ghost killing team. Oh, or the, no, the she'll team. fucking be dead. Um, Kyle, the last been? season of every episode, the last show of every season, they play Wayward Son, and it's so good. It's like a little clip show they put together. It's as good now as it was 20 years ago. Dude, it's really good. You're going to love it, I swear. They have this big montage at the beginning of every season. It's like, last time. But at this point, 20 years into a show, when they say last time, it's like, all right, buckle up, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been, we've been topping ourselves for 19 fresh years in now. everyone's memory. <laughs> yeah, because that's the, like, show. at first you're like, ooh, a demon. Her eyes are black. Go 20 years into the same show. And I mean, you've, you've battled whoever is in charge of the devil. It could, yeah, yeah exactly. You've battled the devil. Like, oh, like, there's like, there's a guy higher than him, right? Who's in charge of the devil? This isn't Lord of the Rings. There's not a Morgoth for Sauron to be taking orders they, from. They've beaten the devil, and then they've beaten the guy who replaced the devil, and they've beaten the guy who replaced the guy who replaced the devil, and then they became friends with the guy who replaced that guy, <laughs> and he pals around with them after a while. Dude, that Good sounds stuff. pretty dumb, but no, it's um, great. It's great. It's great. I want to watch it more now. They abandon this. Friends with the king <laughs> of hell. <laughs> don't yeah, don't do what you're doing. Just think of the time that you could be reading the Bible instead of watching the show. Twenty um, seasons well times twenty Bible hours a season. You have four hundred hours, Taylor. This is a part-time job. We oh. want you to be done. <laughs> Learn how to play a harmonica. Do anything else <laughs> what you're doing. Watch Star Trek The Next Generation. Just watch the last episode. That's my challenge to you. Watch the last episode and forget the rest. In, Fuck what in, you're doing. in the time it would take me to watch this entire series, I could stream enough Fall Guys to get another win. <laughs> Colin got another yes, win today. I get a win. I got discouraged the other day. I was hearing, did you play Fall Guys on stream and get a win, Dick? No, I wasn't streaming, but I got a win. It was probably the best moment of my life. You got a win. And how many hundreds hundreds of games did you play before you got the win? Oh God, I don't know. Three hundred. It seems like it's it's God. not the number of games that you play. It's the number of times you came in second. That's what you remember. Yeah. And I was ready. If I had like a handful more second places, I probably would have killed myself. I'm like it's Colin. How do you win? How did you get first? And he's like, Oh, you just want to be in front of everyone else so they can't touch you. Oh yeah, but how do you do? Right, I'm like yeah. Uh, thanks. Like Shaq, how are you so good? Uh, just be seven foot one, <laughs> and then the rest kind of fills in. Like it's like okay, yeah. well fuck. I, have you, Kyle? I was gonna ask. Have you seen a movie called The Last Castle with James Gandolfini and Robert Redford, and they're in a prison? Yes, yes. Uh, James Gandolfini is the warden of the prison. Robert Redford is a disgraced like army colonel or something, general, general maybe even, and he Dead. gets sent to the prison. And at first, Gandolfini like shows him some respect, but then he quickly realizes that Redford does not like the way Gandolfini runs the prison. And Gandolfini and uh, and Redford stands up to him and sort of organizes the prisoners. Yeah, I've seen that. But I watched this today. It was like a, it was middle of the afternoon. I was working on my laptop, and I was like, oh, just a little bit of background, something, and then. The Last Castle was suggested to me, so I put that on. And part of the reason I was like, oh, James Gandolfini, awesome, I love that guy. Start watching it, and I have i don't think I've ever seen a movie that does a worse job of making me root for the side they want me to root for. Because if you go back and watch that movie, Kyle, the movie itself is James Gandolfini running a, a military prison. 
and a military general is being sent in. And James Gandolfini is there shining his Civil War saber like he's such a military aficionado. He loves all that stuff. And he's a colonel. And he's he even says he's like sending this guy to me. His name should be on the fucking building. You shouldn't be staying here. And then the general who's being the prisoner shows up. James Gandolfini goes, I have your book. Can I go get it real quick and you can sign it for me? He's fanboying out over this general who he's now going to be looking over as an, an inmate. And he leaves. And as he's coming back, the general is standing there looking at all of this war memorabilia. And he goes, no one who's ever fought on the battlefield would keep things like this. All it would remind them of is the death of fellow men. And James Gandolfini's coming in with the book and you see him in the background like, <gasps> He ducks back in and says, I, I couldn't find the book. I couldn't find the book. I'm so sorry. You go back. You go to the cell. We'll do this another time. This entire thing started with James Gandolfini feeling slighted. And the movie tries to tell you that Robert Redford is going to revamp this prison. And the whole time, it's really a story of James Gandolfini barely holding on to a now structurally compromised prison because Robert Redford listens to a couple inmates and says, yeah, you know what we're going to do? We're going to, we're going to cause a riot. We're going to overtake the prison. Why? Cause we're going to get the, the headmaster, the warden fired. And what do they do? Does Robert Redford, the general start constructing a, a, you know, peaceful protest of sorts? No, he instructs all the prisoners to start creating bombs and guns and bazookas. They fire a chain through a makeshift gun at a helicopter and bring it to the ground at one point. And it was supposed <laughs> to be a moment of triumph where they fire it and they tie the helicopter down into the very end of the movie. And then the one prisoner who was going to take the warden's side decides at the end, I'm going to take Robert Redford's side and fight for the prisoners. He climbs up there and you think, wow, he's going to escape in this helicopter. No, he just kills the people on the helicopter and then crashes it into the, the yard. The whole movie. And Kyle, I know you remember enough about movies. You might be able to dispute it. The whole movie is about Robert Redford being an absolute terrorist with no actual aims to improve. But the he prison. smiles when he does it. Is that Robert Redford smile? That's it. And you're just like, okay. And 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 he's and Robert Redford the whole time is like, I'm an honest general, and I've always been one. As he's firing a trebuchet, he built. <laughs> out of the gym into James Gandolfini's office. That's not a joke. They fire a rock with a trebuchet into James Gandolfini's office and they destroy his Civil War memorabilia and he's all upset about it. Oh. But it's like, it's just it's just straight up terrorism, what he's doing. And the whole time, like the, the entire movie. movie was hinged being like, you know, Robert Redford, four years in here and all those mistakes as a general are gone and you can meet your four-year-old grandson that you've never even seen. And he decides instead to lead a terrorist insurrection of a military <laughs> prison. In which, you know, I, I didn't watch the very end. There was a couple minutes left and it was taking fucking forever. Yeah, they had to kill him at the end. Yeah, they probably killed him. But it, it's a terrible movie. And I did not take the side of Robert Redford once. It was James Gandolfini all the way. <laughs> he was trying to control the situation. I've only seen it once and it's been a long, long time ago. But, uh, but yeah, that's all ringing pretty true. Yeah, it seemed like Gan Gandolfini. I do remember the whole part where Gandolfini... Uh, gets embarrassed by Redford, like like, like uh, uh, there at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right about that one. No, I'm going to spend 20 more minutes talking about a movie from 2000. <laughs> <laughs> I want to anyway, talk about fucking baseball, the most exciting sport in the world. Ooh, how are the Braves doing? 
we just uh, beat the Reds. Uh, best of the two, uh, three, um, you know, two out of three, <clears throat> three game series. So you, you know, they won the uh, Braves won the first two. Good. First game was just very exciting. Braves won one to nothing in like thirteen fucking innings, and then uh, then they won today. I think it was I don't remember what the score was eight to one or something like that. So uh, Braves move along in the postseason for the first time in nineteen years. Wow, they Ooh. they're they clinched it. The Marlins clinched it. Oh, the St. Louis is in. There you go. Yep, Ooh. yep, yep. Uh, they may end up playing the Braves. Ooh. Soon. I've been watching the Eagles a little bit. Philadelphia Eagles lost their first game. They lost their second game. And then it was them against the Bengals. Both of them haven't had a win all year. And I'm like, well, <laughs> someone's going to win. They tied. They tied each other. They both still have no wins. <laughs> Wait, they, they let a game into a tie? In football, I didn't yeah. I not that anymore. Fuck, it's I don't remember the last happened. time I saw that. Right? So, I don't think I've ever seen that. <laughs> neither team has a win. Oh, that's humiliating. Well, that's oh, cool. Jesus Christ. Well, well there's only one here for the Eagles. The Bengals right? are a perennial powerhouse. There's no shame in tying them. There's not Cincinnati. always a for the Rams. Fuck the Rams. Hope they <laughs> <Yeah>. always suck. <laughs> no, I'm excited because the Braves might actually go a little bit deeper in the postseason this year. It's um, looking good, huh? It's a pretty good team. They got a really good offense, and they, um, I don't know, really good offense. They did win that too. one nothing game, so that's cool. That was against a very good pitcher and uh, kind of uncharacteristic for them. They are the Goofy. either the either the highest scoring or the second highest scoring team in the National League. Interesting. Uh, so they've had a good year. It, of course, you know baseball better than me, but it's like you can't tell how good a team is by one game. You know, like oh, a, not at all. Good teams lose in football. Usually, the better team wins. Like it's kind of weird that it doesn't go the way you expect. Uh, in baseball, though, like seventy percent is a pretty good win record, right? That would be a very, oh, very good win record. Yeah, that'd be outstanding. That'd be outstanding. But I don't think you know being what would that be nine and three, nine and four in football is like outstanding. You know, something you don't see every goddamn year. Yeah, well, I mean, but in baseball, they play like 180 fucking games, too. Mm. And, you know, the starting pitching is such a big deal. Uh, you know, it's, it'd be like if you played – it'd be like if NFL teams had to play a different quarterback, uh, you know, four quarterbacks a month. They're not all going to you be know. your best quarterback, right? Yeah. Those are, uh, this is the third best quarterback. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> uh, normally, he serves hot dogs, but, uh, you know, you, you don't know what you'd get. But with the, you know, and that's how starting pitching is. You know, sometimes it's like it's a guy they just brought up from the minor leagues or something like Do that. Do they have a, a rule in baseball that, like, if every pitcher or everyone of someone given some given position isn't able to play, they have like a stand in guy in the seats? Oh, uh, shit. No, they grab outfielders, right? Um, I don't know what they do when they run completely out of players because. Because you know what the NHL does. The NHL, you have a goalie and a backup goalie. And if both of those goalies are injured, there is an emergency CPA goalie in the city. There is an emergency (laughs) standby fan who plays goalie. And that happened for the Chicago Blackhawks two years ago, where in the middle of a game, they were terrible, so it didn't matter. Their starter got injured. Their backup got injured, and so they called on a 40-year-old certified public accountant oh, wow. who had signed up for this, and he played the third period for the Chicago Blackhawks against an NHL team. And 
I think he only let one goal in. Like they were playing a terrible team. And like, obviously once NHL players know we got an accountant in the back, they create a turtle shell basically to try and keep people out because you take some random guy and throw him in the NHL. They're going to score a hundred percent of the time. If they have a clean shot, you have no chance, but that was yeah, like forfeit in baseball. Oh, they run out, if they run out of players, you forfeit. I could have sworn I've seen outfielders give it a go. Am I crazy? Maybe I'm yeah, just but, wrong. Yeah, but you can't. I think you can only change positions um, once or something like that. So, like, if you run out, I'm saying if you completely run out of players, if you can't field nine players, because oh, I'm pretty sure oh, you oh. can only like you can start the game as a first baseman and then move to pitch, but then I don't think you can move somewhere else again. I think you can only move once. So if you if you complete if you can't field nine players. Based on that rule, then you just forfeit. In any yeah. case, uh, I'm, I'm I'm pretty excited. I hope the Braves actually have a decent postseason. It's kind of weird that there's no fucking fans of the game and they're. Pi- I listened to them on the radio. Isn't that? Isn't yeah. that weird? The no fans at the game thing. Super it really, weird. It trips me out. Do you watch yeah. UFC, Dick? No, no. no. I do, I watch. It's been weird uh, this whole summer. Like I feel like I missed everything just because I usually happen to see stuff at bars. And since I'm not going, you know, because it's illegal, I just the whole season went by. I'm like, oh, I didn't see anything oh. in the UFC. You can hear everything. You can hear the, the fighters talk to each other. You can hear the corners talk to the fighters. I think I'm growing to like it more. Like there is a bit of electricity missing, but I think I'm even more interested in the conversations than the electricity. I agree. UFC is better with no fans. Every other sport is worse. And the and it's even worse that they're like trying to. I hate when they put the the cardboard cutouts in the stands. I was watching some NBA highlights, and they don't even have like individual cutouts per seat. It looked like they had like a giant mural of fans behind uh, behind the baskets, and it was like you couldn't even put the cardboard cutouts. Like like I saw the Denver Broncos put the entire town of South Park in the stands. Hilarious. Very that's, that's a great. Well gag. done. But, but and, and then they pipe in the fan noise. And, you know, at, at baseball games, they've got so much shit going over the loudspeakers from the organ music to the, the you know, different teams have different things. But in Atlanta, they've got like a couple of different chants that we do. And they're still playing all that shit. And I'm just like, why? Why are you still playing the, the fucking chop? Like, like, there's nobody here to do the fucking tomahawk chop, man. Like, just let it go. In basketball, I, I might like the games more with no fans, but I find the bubble interesting. You know, like so everyone's shooting out of this world. There's a guy named Rondo. He's a career, like, 30% free-point shooter. It's like 50% in the bubble right now. And these numbers are going to be wrong, but they're effectively close enough. And um, everyone's shooting percentage is way up because you don't have fans in the background wiggling foam fingers and shit at them anymore. They get to play in the same uh, court day after day after day. So you're not adjusting. I, I know the court dimensions are the same, but the whole layout and depth perception and stuff varies. Now they practice there. They play there every single time, and the offenses are doing better. And you can occasionally hear them like yell at each other in ways that you couldn't before. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I, I, I like that. Um, I like the things that it adds, but I feel like it takes away more in uh, in sports, in those in those sports, like, like the screen. The sound of an NFL game is, uh, I don't know. You're really missing out on that, I feel like. And you're not I like really gaining much. Players. What, say it again, Taylor? 
when they mic up the players, they did that really, really briefly in a test period with the <laughs> NHL. They realized like this is a terrible. <laughs> These guys are so racist. They're all yeah, white, they're, and they somehow find racial yeah. slurs against fellow white people. Well, they, yeah, they, well, they, they find all sorts of ways. You know the the even like what the, the blackest player in the NHL is like a quarter black. Like <laughs> he's an octoroon. Very few black people in the NHL, but it's more the uh, what does Twitch want you to call it? The F slur. That's what Twitch. Yeah. Says. Yeah, uh, I don't think that. they want you to call it that. I think they're just allowing it for now. There's a different uh, F slur, frog, that they call each other. It's uh, you didn't, you didn't hear that? Yeah, it's a, apparently it's a French it's Canadian. French people. Yeah, yeah, I heard the French thing. I didn't know in the NHL they say that. It was a big deal. Yeah, it was a while ago, but yeah, that somebody got in a lot of trouble for it, and then they wanted him to apologize, and he's like, "I'll apologize to French people because I underestimated how offensive that was." But to that dude, fuck that dude. I will never <laughs> apologize to that dude. He is horrible. I still hate him. And he's only pretending to be offended by the frog word you know, so that he can get me in trouble. This is, is another tactic. It's no. literally the word frog, right? No, no, yes. I was standing. Yeah, this is I literally the word. I was mocked because unless you're inclu- including the like what? Quebecois? Like there's no French people in the NHL. Like nobody from France is in the NHL. To oh, my he was French Canadian. French Canadian. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. There's, there's quite a few of those fellers. Yeah, apparently it's offensive to call them that. I, I don't know. They, he they felt like the guy wasn't actually offended. This was just yet another tool to mess with him. By, yeah, of course. You know, he was using. Uh, he was uh, cry bullying. Basically, cry bullying. I can see that. I don't know who the player was who was cry bullying, but I would totally believe that. There's no way. Any in any world that any plurality of NHL fans are like, did you call that French person a frog? I'm not watching the games anymore. <laughs> Fuck up, pussy. Who cares? Uh, yeah, the NHL brass did. They they, I guess one they don't want to lose that fan base, and two, everyone's sensitive about race based uh, insults. And meanwhile, like Don Cherry, who ended up getting fired. <laughs> For being too funny, uh, is <laughs> Don, Cherry, Don Cherry was the NHL hockey night in Canada guy for decades, mm-hmm. and he is hilarious. He's straight up fucking funny, just senile old man, hot takes, and his thing is like no one ever comes after him for being racist. They come after him for being like xenophobic because to him. If you're a good old Ontario boy from the middle of the country here in Canada, you're a fucking good guy. You're a hard hitter. You're playing hard. You're playing good. You're fucking, that's what we need in this game. If you are a French Canadian, he's like, look at him fucking flailing around out there like a goddamn pussy fucking around. This isn't the game that we brought up, boys. I've been doing fucking hockey night in Canada for 40 fucking years. This isn't what we brought up. These fucking Europeans are coming over here and flopping around, changing the game. Like that was his thing always. And it was always him like ripping on other white countries. Like he doesn't, he doesn't give a fuck about what's happening in Somalia or the Congo. He's a hockey guy. But when he sees a French or a European player come over, he would just be like, yeah, just prep yourself again, boys. He's going to be falling all over the goddamn place, falling around. Good on Ontario boy, Taylor Hall there. Well, not Taylor Hall. He's from New Jersey, but good on Ontario boy. Fucking drew doubt. He smashes him there. Perfectly fine hit. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him laying on the ground. Pause that. Pause. And he would do it with another guy on the show who was not at all cool with these rants. He'd be like, 
Just pause that. No, don't take it past it. Just take it back to yeah. Look at that fucking guy laying on the ground. That's not what we want here. It's not, it's not hockey. Like it's just, yeah, Don Cherry. I stand John Don Cherry. That is funny. not a common take. I think a lot of people celebrated his game. What did he do at the end that got him kicked off? I think he once again was calling European players fairies or something. (laughs) (laughs) Because it is, it's genuinely a thing in the hockey world. Like Americans and Canadians Canadians play a lot heavier game than the Europeans generally. You see that going back to Russia in the 80s. uh, Faster and they deke and they they dodge really well. But they don't engage with physicality nearly as much. And that's what fairies meant to him is yeah. a non-physical yeah. player. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, to him, <laughs> I totally one. believe it. <laughs> he's been living in the same bubble for forty years. He doesn't know what works. He's just nobody ever said to him, "Hey, uh, maybe not fairies. I don't know. Think of something else." Right. Well, well, fruit. There's a guy. There's a. Uh, I'm trying Pansy. to see who he announces for. Is uh, for Cincinnati. That's so funny. His name is spelled Thom, so I'm guessing it's Tom. Tom Brenneman. Uh, he was on a hot mic announcing a game, uh, like in, back in August, and he used the Ethler and uh, to F like Frank, like fag. Okay. He said that, <laughs> and, and they. Uh, I'm pretty canceled. sure he. I'm pretty sure he lost his job. Oh yeah, he came back on like he said it, and then he's like. <sighs> This may be my last game. I just yeah. want you guys to know how sorry I am. Yeah, he, he realized like his life was his career was over. He's like, I love this game, and I love this job, and this might be my last day doing it. <laughs> it was hard to watch, and then it was it. Was it? Hard. That was his last day. Yes, <laughs> yes. he's gone. Yeah. Oh, it's so much better than that protracted, like Vin Scully. We're doing three years to play you out, kind of thing, and having a gala. Just one Epsler at the end. When you're done, Epsler, I'm out, guys. See ya. <laughs> My last check. <laughs> Could UFC fighters get out of their contract that way? They should just break um, the morality. They get more clause. money. They get more money by <laughs> yeah, saying that. It's the right. UFC. <laughs> you Dude, if you a- say that, and you're from you know a Muslim community in Russia. Big oh. ups. Big ups. Yeah, you, the UFC is not big on punishing people for what they say or did, even what they do. Did you Khabib has a fight coming up? Uh if people don't uh, know Khabib Nurmagomedov, something close to that, Nurmagomedov. He um his father died recently and his father was involved in his fighting too. He's always in his corner. His father was an expert wrestler. He might have been his grappling coach growing up. I don't know if he still is, whatever. This is his first fight he's preparing without his father helping him. Every goddamn reporter is like, ah, so uh, is it tough with the dead dad? Is it rough having a dead dad as you're preparing for this fight? And he's like, yes, yes. Everyone's asking, is your dad alive? Wouldn't it be bad if he was dead right now? Yeah, like, I love that. Like, <laughs> Do you have father? He's like, yeah, I got a dad. How would you like if he dead? <laughs> would it be hard or easy <laughs> well i guess it'd be kind of hard yes of course it's hard when father die yes yes hard <laughs> yeah even <laughs> the, the reporter i thought was insane he's like is your father alive he's like of course he's alive like you know you're talking to a guy with a dead dad like, yeah right <laughs> what, what this mean my father weak your father stronger than my father because my father dead now i find your father 
<laughs> it's, it's I'm looking forward to the fight. I uh I really hope Gaethje beats him. That'd be fucking stupendous. He but might. I have this I haven't heard anyone say it, so I'm going after it first. I think Khabib beats Connor, Connor beats Gaethje, Gaethje might beat Khabib. Like there there's this like triangle rock, paper, scissors thing happening. And who does Tony beat? Poirier. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I think I think I think I think Tony might be Connor. Yeah, hard to call. I, it's hard I don't think know. I don't know if Connor can knock him the fuck out because Gates couldn't knock good? him the fuck yeah, out. But he always gets almost knocked out. And wait, didn't they stop the fight? They stopped the fight, but Tony was very upset about that mm, because his face stoppage. was still on his skull. And <laughs> that meant he could still fight. And he he had a second fight later that night that he wasn't ready to get to yet with the space aliens that live in his wall. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what deal? Connor has. This Connor... guy's this guy Tony Ferguson is literally like um, I don't know what the medical term is, but I just it, he's literally insane, like okay. not stable. Um, at one point, he thought they were voices in his wall, and he was tearing the walls of his home apart. He told his wife that there was about to be an apocalypse and the world was going to flood again, like Noah's Ark style. And she was like, Tony, that shit's not about to happen. He's like, just believe me. And she's like, all right, here's what we're going to do. Pack the bags, pack the kids. We'll go on the desert like you want. But on Tuesday, if the world hasn't ended, we got to come back here and we got to start getting a grip on things all right wow. so they literally did they went to the desert tuesday came they went back home and he was like maybe it was maybe it's next month i don't know they're coming though and uh <laughs> he kidnapped his own son like snatched him up ran off into the darkness the wife is like jumped a uh, fence while carrying the son very impressive athletic feet oh, he wow. jumped a fence while carrying a little fella <laughs> um he he's he he's literally a crazy person and he's a ufc fighter uh one of the best in the world cool yeah well but i can't wait to see what he hallucinates next what an exciting fighter well hopefully he hallucinates so uh that, he, that he's gonna win his next fight i want to see him fight again he's he's always fun to watch fight uh he does all this crazy he trains himself and uh it's it's bizarre he's what diego sanchez thinks he is like like he's doing all this capoeira like brazilian dance fighting He's kicking metal poles to kill the nerves in his. My favorite his is when he legs. like he ties a couple bungee cords on himself, just like runs from the wall, and then he goes back, and then he runs forward again. Like you ever see those like gym wall. fail videos of people in the yeah. gym like doing stupid shit with like the, the the pulleys and stuff. He does that, but unironically, as a world champion professional athlete. <laughs> It's great. He's great. I love him. Um, as far as Connor goes, who can he beat? What does Connor have anymore? Like, so we saw Connor fight Khabib, and it was a good fight. He lost all but one round, I think, before they stopped it. Yeah, for, and, it's it's the only round Khabib's lost, and it's um, it's uh, and and it, it maybe the best takedown defense that that anyone's had against Khabib. So Khabib Is had a Connor dominant fight. all anymore. Right, that's where I was headed. So Khabib had a dominant fight against him, but at least it, they were they belong in the same ring, right? Uh, but that was like three years ago. Since then, he beat the coast, the ghost of Cowboy, and that's sure. it, right? Like that's so. I, if Connor fights in twenty twenty, we haven't does seen he have Connor. What's that? Like, does he have an incentive to fight? Like, he's got more no. money than anyone. He says he wants to. 
He says he wants to fight Pacquiao uh, for for <laughs> you know a hundred million dollars, or he Is wants he like fifty uh, years old, thirty two. You think Pacquiao? Pacquiao. Oh, oh Pacquiao. I'm sorry, I was doing Connor. Um, but it, he doesn't care how old the guy is. Uh, but, uh, you know, right now they're discussing him fighting a, a UFC fighter in the UFC or perhaps in a boxing ring for charity in Dublin. So I don't know. I, I think he's, bo- nice. I think he's been boxing like on his, on his time out. I think he's been, every time I see him on Instagram, he's wearing like boxing gear, like that fucking like cock belt they wear thing. Every time and, I see Connor, he still has abs. So he's doing something, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's um, working hard. All, I see him all sweaty, talking about like like Connor Fitness or some bullshit system <laughs> he's got. Connor Strong, Connor Quick, Connor Fast. I don't know, whatever it's called. To answer Taylor's question, Connor's 32, Manny's 41. Okay. And and so this would just be a publicity fight he's aiming for now. Um, I mean, it'd be the same thing as the Mayweather fight. It'd be hundred million dollars in his pocket to fight. That's one what of I'm saying, though. It's like a publicity-driven. I just realized that Dick has enormous dildo mounted to the wall behind him. Are you serious? Oh, we had, we talked about that on the show before. Yeah, we have, of course, of course. I just forgotten. Okay, never mind. Sorry, but yeah, um, he, he should go own the libs somewhere later the, later tonight. Fucking myself in the ass for white supremacy. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed it was a white cock. Fucking yourself in the ass for the dildo. Yeah, I don't know. I um, he looks like he's working hard, and I bet I bet his I bet his hands are as good as they've ever been. You know, I don't know. I don't know where his cardio is though. I don't know. Well, he's writing his or I'm not Pacquiao, but uh, McGregor. He's writing his prime, right? Thirty-two, mm. maybe a couple of years after the prime, but thirty-nine is your prime. That's a man's prime. I like to tell myself. I, <laughs> I agree. Is the ultimate prime a few yeah, months from now? Some people say forty-seven. 47. Mm. People are one saying does. <laughs> one does for sure. People saying that 47. <laughs> I'm with you on that one, Willie. As your dick yeah. keeps growing, as you like a shark's teeth. It's been it my observation. <laughs> That's why I have 37 <laughs> of them now. <laughs> it held That's not how more. shark's teeth work. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I'm, Sorry. I, I, you know, like you always say, I like seeing Connor on my TV. So whatever he does, I'll watch it. Um, I would like, look, if he did a show where it was called Connor versus the pub and they just went to a pub and they found eight guys and he had to fight them one after another. Oh, I'd watch that on stream. And, That's a great show. And, and if, if, if they can like score enough points on Connor, they all get drinks for free. And if he wins, he gets the pub. This <laughs> like, right? is a, a very <laughs> Irish game to play. Yeah, I, you know what, that. Kyle? This is the this is the start of something. But I want to see Connor versus the Gypsy community. All of them. Mm-hmm. Just go roll into some sort of traveling like Gypsy area and have them all fight Connor for money. I want him to fight like this though. That that old timey like uh, knuckles down, down yeah. style. Yeah. I want to see. Oh, uh, Snatch taught me that that is exactly how those people fight. Yes, I want to see more of that. Apparently, that's um, that is an effective bare knuckle boxing technique. Something Going about like breaking. this, just keeping your hands out really far. Uh, I think it's the 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 knuckles down um, sort of stance rather than. I think you know, it's something related to the body shots and bare knuckles being like people don't want to hit your head, especially you, Taylor, because they're they busts up their hands. So they mm. they they they're really protecting their ribs and stuff and the bare knuckles. I'm told. I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've read that as well, or I've heard that as well. Something about breaking your hands on people's fucking faces, which makes sense. Dude, you punch my head, it's going to be like when you see those armored trucks drive into those concrete pylons that come <laughs> out of the ground. Your hand will crumple like a piece of paper. <laughs> it's my head. You have no idea the density here. My neck muscles, so strong. We measured our skulls the other day. What was your measurement? I was. I blew you guys out of the water. <laughs> what do you like? His skull was at least an inch or two bigger than my skull. Oh, no, no, uh, Dick, you don't know. I did a, it, it was, this was like months and months ago, but I was like, yeah, for 2000 subs on Twitch, I'm going to buy a, uh, what is it? A caliper and then go to a phrenology website with, with, <laughs> with documents from, you know, the mid 1800s and then see where I line up. And so much of it was like, how to tell you're an honest man. Measure your head and see if it fits into these parameters. How does your nose look? And it would it would literally be a picture of a man from side profile with a straight nose, and it would say, honest man. And then it would say, a side profile of someone with a crooked nose, and it would say, be wary of the deceptive individual. Like that. Oh, wow. That it sounds anti-Semitic. Yeah. Is, is that what you're... <laughs> See? Whoa, yeah. whoa, you can what get into that however you want. Beware of the very cheap man. Beware of But did you have the human scale, Taylor, or did you have to go to the bear scale or something? <laughs> your head? No, I stayed on the human scale. I was just and like it was there was a, a list of about twenty to twenty-five measurements that you would take, and it was like here to here, here to here, top to bottom. And like the first couple, I was like, Oh, this is like a fun meme. I'm in and it, I would give percentiles. So I was in the yeah. 99th percentile, the 100th percentile, a couple of them. And I was like the 105th percentile. And then after like 10 of those tests, I was like, oh, no, like my head really is as big as the memes are talking about. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm blowing out the readings on this. Like it would be like from here to here, X amount of inches. And I would I, would, I, I remember taking that one and going, I'll probably be pretty normal here. And then I looked at it and was like, Looked at the scale, looked at it, looked, that can't be right. That can't be right. There's no way my head is bigger than 600 out of 601 peoples on this planet. <laughs> I'm just doing like the, the numbers the out that way. And it did. Or like with it, the meter just climbing up. That was pretty much it. And it turned out that on average, I think I'm in like the 99 point something percentile of average head of head size. And so, wow. it's it's sorry. True. Yeah, he had to oh, wear two hats. I wear, I wear two hats, but they're like over here, like two two different <laughs> sides to try and keep it on. One one united bill. Do you, have, do, do you ever wear hats? Never. I, they don't fit on me. Uh, okay, fair enough. Do they really never fit <laughs> on you? No, they they. I, I can wear hats. It's just like my head is so big, it looks silly. It's like, like, there's like, there's no reason hats? for me to be like, like, look at this once. Like, <laughs> Yeah, wear a hat once. I got one. I, I leave the sticker on. It says eight point five. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> not really, not really. That would be absurd. But yeah, I'm do definitely. Do you blow out the neck hole on your shirts? Ooh, do you have oh my god! I, I do. I blow out the neck yeah. hole on my shirts pretty often. That's like, why Carhartt has been great. 
These things, this retains this elasticity like no one's business. Regular shirts, no chance. These Carhartt made for people who do work that I don't do on a day-to-day basis, <laughs> this can handle my sweatiness and my nonsense. Remember so, Seinfeld when uh, when uh, George George had borrowed that guy's sweater and it stretched the neck yeah. hole all out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I that's the show I need to go back and rewatch again. Like it has been years since I've had a solid Seinfeld rewatch. And that show just it cracks my shit up. I love it. Oh, dude. I watched my girlfriend year. had Go ahead. I was saying I watched it last year all the way through, yeah. Uh, my girlfriend had never seen it. So like I got to sit her down and watch the entire thing and it's uh from episode 1 till I didn't even, I didn't want to show her the season, the series finale, but you know, I had to. It's not um, that bad. Oh, it's it's worse. It's even it's even worse seeing it and like going through like seeing it through the person you're watching it with's eyes and just realizing exactly why it was so fucked up. Uh, I, I it was a great experience you. though. I, I hear you watching that finale, but also like I see it like Seinfeld cashed out through the parachute, ended it. And that was the right move, even if the ending kind of sucked and it was just them being like, oh, you didn't protect John Panette from being fat across the street or whatever it was. But they didn't do what It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia did, which is continue for three extra seasons they don't need and make tremendously unfunny episodes when compared to their previous. Yeah, it's been rough. And so like, I would much rather it be like Seinfeld where they cash out with a kind of half-assed conclusion as opposed to It's Always Sunny, where they just drag it out, drag it out. It's getting less and less funny by the season. Have you ever seen the uh, the reunion episode they did on Curb Your Enthusiasm? I love that one. I like. I love piece that they actually figured out a way to do it without making it cringe. Yeah, they you do a Seinfeld reunion episode on Curb Your Enthusiasm with you know the full cast of Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh, well, that's good. I mean, I, I still have quite a few seasons of Curb to get through. Yeah, it's much later on. I only um, watched the first uh, like two and a half, maybe three. Oh, it gets so much better, dude. Like, like spoiler, um, she divorces him. <laughs> really? <laughs> <Is my divorce? laughs> because he's a piece of shit, and uh, and, and starts dating so Ted. Dan- She's like dating Ted Danson, and and like 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 he's just, you know, his life becomes real shitty. But the black guy who's living in his house, Leon, he just stays. So now it's like him and Leon living. Like even though Leon's whole family has moved out, Leon was only there because it was a fucking hurricane, and and he needed somewhere to stay. Like the hurricane's been gone for a decade. Leon's still there. <laughs> Leon, it's hilarious because Curb is great. Like Larry David really showed that he was the genius behind that show by making Curb. Man, I, I mean, the, it's still good, and they're like 10, 10 seasons in or whatever. Like the, this this previous season with the Spite store. Where, you know, he just creates, like, you know, here's this billionaire Jewish guy who gets mad at the local coffee vendor. And so he buys the the retail space right next door and opens Latte Larry's and drops the prices (laughs) cheap as fuck. So so Mocha Joe is over there having to lower his coffee down 10 cents. And then Larry lowers his 10 cents and back and forth and back and forth. And Larry's improved on all of the, you know, Larry's like... Every table should have Purell on it and because he's a germaphobe and, and every table should be bolted to the floor because I'm tired of wobbly tables. It's, <laughs> it's fucking great. 
Man, you're I'm starting just, on new shows and you haven't even finished Curb. What are you What are you doing? You got to finish your You got to finish your uh, dinner before you get dessert, man. I should. I should. I I take most of my recommendations from Kyle and Woody here on my media consumption, and I find myself like I have a basement gym with my TV and everything, and so often it'll be like, what do I want to watch and listen to while I'm working out? king of the hill again <laughs> like, or opie and anthony or opie and anthony i listened to it, if you took the amount of hours i spend listening to old opie and anthony clips throughout a week it would be a full-time job like just always my background sound when i'm cleaning the kitchen when i'm doing whatever it's all old opie and anthony bits i've been going through the lady die saga again that's and hilarious opie. Been add much the, to the show because I, I know you're a big anthony fan yeah huge anthony and jim norton fan opie Opie never sucked me in as part of the show. He would, if anything, he often ruined bits because like they like uh, Jim and Anthony would be like riff, 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 like going somewhere with like Bobo or Lady Die, like the whack pack of their, I don't know what their branding was, but whatever the whack pack was for them. And so often Opie would step in and be like, oh, we got to take a caller. Uh, it's Steve from Munaki or something. It's like, God, God damn it, dude. Like you just stepped on it right in the middle of the funny stuff. There was no reason for you to do that. And so you can definitely hear an old O&A clips. There, there are clips called Nopey clips on YouTube. And so you can search Nopey and someone took the time to go through entire O&A episodes and edit out every single thing that opened. <laughs> must hurt. And it is. I, dude, I, I guarantee he's not hurt. He's a multimillionaire living that in an awesome make place. You not Opie? Hurt. No, he's very hurt. Uh, his new show, it, like his voicemail, oh, even has listen. him. Uh, his it, 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 he's like telling people if they're going to leave a message, like don't be negative. Uh, he seems extremely sensitive. Hmm. He might be because there were also clips, like throughout the because you can watch like a entire saga of the ONA show falling apart over years, and it's like eight hours long, and the photo of it is Anthony, Opie, and Jim photoshopped into the Downfall poster, which is the poster of the Hitler movie, where it's like <laughs> Anthony standing there as Hitler like in the Downfall, and they're all doing that. And you can see it totally fall apart, but it all seemed, at least from a, from a listener, from someone, you know, you know how it is being a listener to a show. You don't actually know the inner workings. You don't know shit. Like, you can assume a lot of things, but just watching that, it was like, Opie clearly became jealous of Jim and Anthony driving the direction. And he would always try and reseize the control because at the end of the day, he was like the in-charge guy. Uh, but yeah, o Opie is, is not liked. I didn't know that what you said, Dick, I didn't know he was like still sensitive about it. I assumed he just kind of cashed out and was like, I I'm, I'm worth like $15 million. I I'm good to go. But that Who doesn't cares? work at all. Like, like I see that a lot. Like the internet will, give some NBA player a hard time who missed the game winning free throw and a handful of people are like, what? He's rich. It doesn't bother him. No, it absolutely bothers him. This is his entire yeah. identity. He's been working on this since true. he was a little kid. His sense of self-worth is wrapped up in being able to do shit like this. And he didn't do it. Uh, that probably describes Opie too. You just hit yeah. it on. You hit the nail on the head right there, Woody, because there were definitely times in the clips where Anthony, Jim and Opie were arguing, arguing, where Opie would just write out and out say like, oh, you guys leave? I'll still run a, a hit show. I'll run a hit show. 
I've done it before. I found both of you guys. I can find more people. And that was his kind of angle because Opie, in, in honesty, he's the one who brought Anthony on board. Anthony was a tin knocker, like working in attics. What and he's like, mean? Anthony's meaning like he was installing AC units and okay. heating units. And that's all he did. And Opie genuinely did find the talent, which was Anthony. But it kind of consumed him to the point where he's like, oh, that talent, like the people who have grown to love Anthony and Jim bantering, I can I can do that again. I can do that again in a different direction. And that was kind of the last time that I saw him. Like, yeah, it's I, the hard last to catch lightning, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, Anthony is one of the... Like, that. I haven't listened to enough Stern. Like, Kyle will probably disagree with me on this, but ONA, classic ONA, is the funniest fucking shit out there. It's great because they didn't have structure. They didn't have planned bits. They did, but not as much as, like, just bring in a bunch of Jim Norton's hilarious comedian friends and just have them riff and make fun of each other. When it's, when Colin Quinn calls Bobby Kelly a fat comedian, when he says, you look like a last minute gift at the Beijing airport. <laughs> when, he, when he says that, that makes me laugh so hard. Like it's, it's <laughs> just, just the, the, the ruthless insults when he calls Anthony a back alley Tunisian knife fighter or, or, uh, of course, yeah, or whatever the other ones were. Of course. It's it's good. Yeah. Of course it's yeah. It's Colin really Quinn. funny. I think, I have a hard time choosing between the best of Stern and the best of ONA. Some of those Stern bits are so fucking good. Like some of that stuttering John stuff, some of those like uh, contests they had. Um, some Did of the any of that make you laugh as hard as when they brought in Lady Die, a hardcore alcoholic homeless woman, to be an intern for a week, and she clogged up the sink with vomit and shit. It was, but but. Lady Di made me laugh, building. but I had the video of that, right? Like I didn't have video for the Stern stuff. Like, like, like maybe if I'd had video for the Stern stuff, it would have been as funny, but like some of that shit, man, when they went to Nambla to the North American man, boy, love associations, like big meeting and like stuttering John is like questioning these guys and like, like finding information out about them. And like the guys are being like super open about what they're into <laughs> And, and like, like they go back and forth between playing those clips and like Howard, like making fun of it. It's that's really funny. But then they'll just have like literally retarded people come into the into the studio and like, like they had Beetlejuice, which is a uh, what was that? Um, remember the Zika virus that we were all afraid of? Like yeah, he <laughs> got know, it. He, he doesn't have it, but he has what it causes, which is that tiny head syndrome. His like head is like or something. Yeah, that's it. Of course, you know what what tiny heads you're, you're hoping you could get it. Maybe. <laughs> you could just average me and him. Yeah, <laughs> he's got this pointy head that's about one third normal human size. And while they say brain size doesn't correspond to intelligence, in his case, Taylor it did, says it does. He, no, he nobody is fucking <laughs> retarded. Taylor's dying on that hill. Obviously, brain size correlates with intelligence. You look at the big animals that have big brains; they're the smartest ones. Bird brains, Whoa. not smart. L literally does. Literally does. Beetlejuice brain size is, in comparison to body weight. Highly Beetlejuice is a black midget with a cone head the size of a cantaloupe, <laughs> and 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 these awful rotted teeth. And he thinks he's a badass and a pimp. And so they. <laughs> And they bring him in, and I, I want to say they were sponsored by like Manscaped, like one of those companies that makes like yeah. razors to trim like your junk. And so, 
well, I got an idea for a sponsor segment, a Beetlejuice. This porn star is going to shave your balls. Yeah, to strip down, little bit, little man. Yeah, get naked right there. Oh, yeah, we're, we're recording for the E! Show. No big deal, right? No, let's do it. <laughs> and he's just naked there. It's on YouTube Uncensored somewhere. This <laughs> tiny-headed, retarded black midget, completely naked, getting shaved by a porn star while a, a, a multimillionaire watches and laughs with all of his friends. <laughs> that stuff was good. It's not my favorite part of Stern. Uh, one, I thought his celebrity interviews were really good. He got celebrities like relaxed and answering questions that no one else could. He had a gift for that. And um, also, I don't know if I love this so much, but he built a community. He'd go into a new city and he'd want to be number one in that city. He'd talk about how he wanted to be number one in that city and how people needed to vote for him and fill out Nielsen cards and just like stack the deck so that he would be rated number one in that mm -hmm. city. And a lot of people would be like, yeah, clearly we have to get Howard to be number one in Nashville somehow. It's our mission to make him number one. And, you know, I'm like driving somewhere in New Jersey thinking, man, I hope he hits number one in Nashville. This apparently is important. I don't know why that that's important to me. Uh, they I, did I never have a community. Do you know up. who won People Magazine's Best Looking Man of the Year for 1999? <laughs> it's Howard. Well, second place was Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh -huh. First place went to Hank, the Angry Dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> See? And that's perfect. <laughs> that's what you want. Why can't we ruin those competitions anymore? We used to <laughs> we used to do this show live and we'd routinely take down websites that you wouldn't think we could take down. Like it, if you go back eight years ago, a place like Wendy's wouldn't have a lot of like DDoS protection and stuff. And we'd be like, everyone hit F5, <laughs> hit F5. And we'd just take down Maglite, Wendy's, like McDonald's, shit like that. Allegedly. Whatever we could think of just for the solo. Just yeah. For the I mean, you walls. can't take down Amazon. Like they're they're built for that. But would it be like take down my YouTube homepage? Yeah, yeah. Just keep hitting F five. <laughs> uh, take down play it, huh? All right, keep it up. You'll get it. Watch that ad before you click off. <laughs> to make sure the, the view is counted. The humiliation parts of Stern that I loved. So like Baba Booey's a uh, video that he sent to his <gasps> ex. <laughs> hi hello or hello hello like that just paying him 20 grand to endure that sort of humiliation was beautiful if, if i remember so correctly it's a little fuzzy because it's been so long but he had like made a video of him apologizing to his girlfriend and like mailed it to her or something yeah like that. and it was like the weaseliest scumbag like non-apology they were all they were critiquing it <laughs> i know People that you think that I was in the wrong, but you know, I was in a rough place and I, I think you'll come to understand that. And it's just like this long yeah. non-apology <laughs> literal video. Cause it's on a cassette tape that he mailed yeah. through the mail to her home. Oh, yeah. Your Jesse Ventura impression there. And she, <laughs> and she must have like sent it to how copy he had a copy. He, <laughs> he, he found oh, it. And he brought it in. Oh. Yeah. He brought it in. And then they paid him like 30 grand to do a screening of it for everybody on the show and, you know, That's favorites. Awful. Jackie the Joke Man used <laughs> yeah. to get paid in advertising. Like, it, like he didn't have a really high salary, but they advertise his uh, CDs all the time, his comedy CDs. 
I recently huh. saw a thing where it's Jackie, it's um, Stuttering John, and uh, somebody else doing like a round table talking about um, you know their time on the Stern show, and they were talking about how shitty the pay was from the E Channel specifically. And uh, I want it may have been Jackie. I don't remember which one it was, but they were they were talking to somebody and they were like, "Yeah, what what's that gig pay? That's crazy. Everybody watches it." And he's like, "They offered me ten, but I'm not gonna fucking take it. I'm not gonna fucking take it. That's bullshit." They're like, ah, "You can't be doing so well that ten thousand dollars a week isn't worth your time." And he's like, "No, it's ten a year. It's ten <laughs> a year that they're offering me." They were. It's hard to, it's hard to find what right is. Ten a year feels really wrong, but Howard's getting rich, right? Howard's getting rich. He's the king of all Brilliant. media. He's got the book. He's got the movie. He's got the radio show. He has a TV show. He's work. He's making it all happen. But what is the gap between Howard's pay and Jackie's pay supposed to be? Well, like what happened was like because he hadn't signed his e-contract because he wanted like his lawyer to look at it first. And there was some slight delay. Every time he came into the studio, the E channel had to turn off their cameras because he hadn't signed his contract. So it became this big controversy and like Howard calls into his office and he has to like apologize and, and, and be like, I'm so sorry that I did this. I'm so sorry. I wanted my lawyer to look at my contract before I signed it, sir. I know that you're trying to make an extra $8 million this year and, and get yourself over to the top. I know you want to make $125 million this year and not just 117 or whatever <laughs> the fuck. Yeah, Howard's was such a scummy piece of shit. It's just the okay. worst. The, he should have, like, like, look, if, if, if the main guy, the guy who's the titular star of the show, is making, is going to end up being a billionaire off of it, then the guys who we can name right offhand, like like Jackie and Benji, and 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 you know the people Fred. who are, who were there making, especially well, Fred got paid, Fred and um, uh, Robin got paid, but nobody else did. Everybody else was getting paid just peanuts to be. All there. the rest of it went into Howard's greedy pockets. <laughs> I think Ar- Artie had a good deal. Artie was making, I think, one million a year. Um, I, that's that's on couch. a horrible deal for the amount of reach they had. That's that's terrible. Well, he was just sitting there high on heroin eating McMuffins for four It doesn't hours. matter what he was actually doing if he was contributing to the show and being the funny man. Like, nah, and, that's and, communist. It's, <laughs> well, it's on Howard's back. It's well, all it's on his back. More, it's way more He's than He's got to replace people. Yeah. I don't know. I, I get bored. Um, I didn't watch the Artie error, so I, I won't weigh in. But I, I did watch oh. like Fred and Jackie and. I always thought Jackie was way better than Fred. Like he added way more to the show to me than Fred did. Fred added the soundboard, which I kind of hated. I love it. Yeah, yeah. The I think I'm in the minority. Yeah. I don't like no, when no, Jackie no, opens wait, his wait, mouth. Where Jackie, yourself. where Jackie like puts his best work in is when he 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 whispers to Howard, "Check the I don't know what they call it. It's a it's a defunct fucking internal DMing system that they Skype. use to like you know, they're typing to each other. It wasn't even that. It was some yeah, sort of radio well, jargon." thing it, you know he'd he'd like type howard Ham a line across the office. He'd, ha- he'd type howard a line like a one-liner for, for to like make fun of somebody on the yeah. phone or, or or you know just some fucking great and howard would deliver mm-hmm. it well and it would get a huge laugh and it'd be this massive moment and you know jackie's just sitting over there like that's me that's me, that's me. <laughs> he should have gotten paid for that shit and, and that you think great. that 
uh, what's his name? Fred. The guy with the fucked up nose. Artie. Wasn't also doing that, Artie. He wasn't. I also know that Artie. I know that Artie was doing that, but yeah, Artie probably deserves less because he's doing heroin at like like and, and asleep <laughs> half the time. Like, I'm like just he, saying, if he's passing jokes to the host and keeping it funny, that's significant. He was passing jokes when he was conscious. Like I just think he takes a a bit of a pay decrease because of the fact that he was literally. Were his jokes funnier than what Howard was coming up with off the cuff? Who could say? Yeah, because you don't know Taylor you don't know which out. jokes are his and which are Howard's because they're he's not going all right everybody hey I'm sending Howard a joke check it out he's like privately DMing Howard jokes like throughout what, the show what's your every guess day. Kyle oh for I don't like think how Howard, many of those funny one liners were actually um I guess it would be all of them because I don't think Howard's that is that organically funny I think and he's, why is he um, worth a billion dollars uh, because that's what he would take fair enough fair enough yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, and if they paid him two million, he would have killed himself. <laughs> like, 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 That's fair. Yeah, I along those lines. Uh, you give that guy two million and he's, he's fucking dead. It's, it's not just his nose rotted off his face. It's the whole face. He got punched, right? I'm. That's a big part of it was the, the punching, but also, you know, the years and years of snorting cocaine and heroin couldn't have helped. Do you, I, I'm forgiving. Oh, is Do he you a snort heroin? heroin? You can. Okay. Yeah, you can snort heroin. You, what's uh, the one where you snort anything? Um, it's also heroin that you inject. No, okay, but what's the one where you like put it in a spoon and turn it into an inhalable? That's thing? heroin. Oh, or wait, well, wait, no, no, you're talking about you're talking free basing methamphetamine. Cocaine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, where you where you crack. heat that up and then you use a, a glass straw to suck the fumes in? Yeah, and maybe crack. It has like it, it almost looks like a bowl, a crack pipe. Like it has a yeah, it's got a little round bowl on the yeah. end. You crack. That's how mine all are. <laughs> no, that, that's how mine is too. I smoke a lot of crack. That's why I'm so healthy and slim. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it keeps me focused. Wait, crack, dude. Does I, make I, you I smoke slim, my crack and I eat three thousand calories what of salted meats. We lost uh, Dick's second account. That's what just happened. Are you putting it back? Oh, yeah. sorry about that. Yeah, no worries. What's that? Changing. Are you putting it. it back, or should I fix the layout? No, no, no. no. You could. Oh, did it mess up the thing? Yeah, my computer was making noise. Shoot. I can fix it. My computer was fixed it. My computer was making noise, so I shut it down. I think the big difference here is now Dick can't see us. That's okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I just a million seems like a lot of money for, for like what he was doing. He just seemed like he was doing so little. Like 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 I'm not saying a million for his position is a lot. I'm saying a million for his performance. Right. Like if you were to tell me it was a non, I'm sorry to cut you off, a non-drug dealer, like addict I mean to say, like uh, I don't know if Colin Quinn was crushing it in that job. I, he's kind of like a reliable guy who comes to work. You can count on him, I presume. Like if he's killing it in that job, I have an easier time paying him than Artie, who I have to imagine they're wondering where he is, why he's not on time, shit like that. That was the That's entertainment, true. though. Like all of Artie's drug abuse was was more engaging to me than his comedy. Like, I wouldn't watch Colin Quinn j tell jokes, but I'm into, like, oh, man, how did Artie fuck up this week? Like, did he – is he sober again? Did he ruin his life or his relationship? Yeah. He'd always get a pass, too. Like, like, yeah. like if anything, he, he would be the one who was hardest on himself. He'd tell the embarrassing story about himself, and they'd laugh at it. But if, like – I'm trying to think who was always late, who was just getting it into was – it, was it Benji? It was Benji. Benji got just shit on 
just shit on just every fucking day they'd shit on Benji. And uh, it, I don't know. I like that. I like the parts of the show where they would make fun of the staff. I really liked, um, uh, what was that? Eric, the actor or AKA Eric, the midget God, know, he was being great. on the show. He was, my, he's probably my favorite whack packer. He literally tried to have uh, a hit put on, uh, a, a guy one time it was hilarious and like like they had they, they would have this guy who was like it's an illegal ex, ex, yeah i know it is oh yeah they would have this guy um come on and like do do stuff with the stern show who who had been in the mob i can't remember who mm-hmm. it was um but he was, was like an ex man no this was the he was like an ex ex mobster and so hank or excuse me so um what's the fucking midget's name uh um Eric, Eric calls that guy. Eric calls that guy and leaves him this voicemail. And he's like, hey, that guy, you know the one. He needs to go. You know what to do. You know what to do. Like leaves him this long voicemail where he's literally ordering up a hit. Well, that guy, of course, just brings that voicemail to Howard. And he's like, hey, you're not going to believe this. (laughs) <laughs> eric, i think eric just hey boo boo <laughs> he's like eric just tried to order a hit he just tried to have me off a guy and so they start playing it on the air over and over and um, over making um, fun of eric it's great <laughs> it's fucking hilarious well maybe i'll listen to that i won't though i'm gonna keep listening to old ona <laughs> oh dude there's i've they're probably listened to like the uh the, the eric the actor eric the midget clips i think there's got to be 60 hours worth on youtube so i've many. listened to them i've listened to those things probably five or six times the you listened to old stuttering, old stuttering john Dick? was great like people didn't know stuttering john he was new and they're just like how did you get this job with the speech impediment <laughs> 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 And he's just out there doing his best to be actors, like trying to be respectful while he's asking disrespectful questions with a speech impediment. Uh, it was a good gig. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, Eric was my favorite. Um, he died. Like, I remember like, 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 like he died on the show. Um, you know, he, they were like, yeah, Eric's going to surgery. And then like, you hear like the next week, uh, Eric's dead. It's like, Fuck. <laughs> Little little fella couldn't make it anymore. Like they would pick on him so so mercilessly. Though he was um he was a fan of some girl on American Idol, which was super hot at the time, yeah. like Degarmo or something like that. And uh, and so they were like, if we can get you to meet her, will you let us make a real doll out of you? Which is like one of those like hyper realistic sex dolls. And he's like. Ah. I guess we could do that. Yeah. If I could meet her. And, and, and like, so there he is in, the, uh, this was on the E show or at least on video. I saw it. Cause he's, his, his little retarded eyes are so happy when this like beautiful pop star walks in. She's like, Hey Eric, it's nice to meet you. And he's like, it's so nice to meet you too. <laughs> and he's got these little club feet up under his body. Cause he's like, he's in a wheelchair. He's not Dude, only a I, I'm watching a video right now. He has the most horrible little feet I've ever seen. In <laughs> well, they bring up his feet at one point and, and, and Howard's, Howard's like, what's wrong with your feet, Eric? Like, where do they even go? Are you, do, do you have feet in those shoes? And they just hammer on it, hammer on it, hammer on it. And he's avoiding, 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 avoiding. And finally he's like, I got a fucking club foot, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> like finally snaps. Oh, and then like he had like a he was going to have like his own like private comedy show 
and people were supposed to and, and like he's advertising it on the air live he's like yeah you just go to this you call this number or go to this website and you reserve your seats at eric's comedy show and uh and and fred kept playing that clip of how many people had called and reserved zero point <laughs> zero he just every time eric tries to defend himself and the comedy show he plays that that's the soundboard zero <laughs> point zero and finally eric's like you got that damn it fred would you i'm gonna fucking fly over there and shove that piece of shit right up your ass and he, and 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 fred just without missing a beat he's like i'll be waiting at the airport zero point zero <laughs> just, just having a meltdown it's great i mean i i love meltdown stuff like that this is not for now this is for dick to enjoy later hopefully because i know kyle's listened to the whole thing the lady oh, die internship she's so disgusting it's so funny and dude the she is a hardcore alcoholic like the kind of person who drinks from sunup to sundown sure seven days a week 365 and the last call she makes into the ONA show, which at that point, Anthony had been fired. It was like right after Anthony was fired and it was the Opie and Jim show. And she called in and she had fully, I learned about this. I think from this, it's called Wernicke Korsakoff syndrome. And it's where you drink so much that you become wet brained, <laughs> like you're a retarded person because be of the, yeah, <laughs> it's very wet. <laughs> Too wet. <laughs> you get wet brained, which is just, it's you poured so moist. much alcohol over your uh, your synapses and stuff over the course of decades that you're just retarded now. And her last call into the ONJ show is her talking about how she's on a mission on a Navy ship. Oh, God. Where they call her. She calls in like, Lady Di, how are you doing? What's new? And she's like, I'm just, I'm on deployment. I'm here outside. And they're like, where, where are you? Where are you, Lady Di? And they know she's not had a job since 1998. Yeah, it's 2015 at that point. And they're like, so you're still doing that? Where, where are you docked? Where are you? Jim's like, where are you docked, Lady Die? She's like, I, I don't know. I don't know exactly where I'm docked. It's somewhere in the United States. We're in the United States. Oh, so you're just sailing around the United States in a military vessel, are you? Yeah, yeah, that's what we're doing right here. What, what's everybody talking about? And, the, and she's like talking to the other people in the insane asylum as it's happening. And they're like, can you ask her where you are? And it's like, where are we? Where are we docked? Where are we docked? And then some nurse is just like, we're in New York. They're like, <laughs> we're, we're, we're docked outside of New York. We're docked outside of New York right now. <laughs> like Jim and Opie are playing into it. Like, well, I mean, it's it's not easy. It's hard work being in the Navy. And she's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's hard work being in the Navy. And well, she got service. fired from working at Budweiser in like 2001. Oh, she no. She got the Budweiser and got fired uh, in like 2001. And they were like, so uh, everything lost, no, just left the job right into the military, huh? And she's like, well, no, I, I still work at Budweiser. I still work at Budweiser. It's like, oh, really? I, I thought you lost that job in uh, 2001. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. I never lost that job. I never lost that job. <laughs> it, was, it is that interview in and of itself is actually pretty sad because you're watching someone yeah. who's lost their mind. But if you're an ONA buff and you watch the 15 years of her being in appearance, there are clips of her from 2003 being like, I've been out of work for two years. So I'm, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. And she didn't end up being fine. No. Lots no. of funny content came out of it, though. I feel bad yeah. for her son. You know, she would often or no, they would always make fun. They would play a 
train soundboard clips because her first <laughs> husband killed himself by jumping in front of the train. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. It was a real knee slapper every time they play that train <laughs> oh, why, why are you doing that? That happened so many years ago. Why are oh, you she cry and cry. Yeah, you <laughs> wouldn't believe. No, I think in LA just... we had local people. So after Stern, I'd either go I'd go to uh Tom Lycus or uh God Heidi Frosty and Frank. Because they're so because I don't know, they're so they were so big out here. And because we had radios when I was learning how to drive, so I got sucked into all those. Oh um, yeah. I never listened to any cool, of those. There was a really cool morning radio uh thing in Atlanta when I was when I was out here selling cars in like 2005, 2006. But I want to say they like got bought by a major market and like 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 L.A. bought them or I don't know somebody else bought them and, and like, like yeah dude bought their show they got wiped out all of talk radio like um, it seemed like all of talk radio across the country got wiped out at the same time bought out and then uh, dismantled like Roger Rabbit it was a cool uh, show not- like, like there was like three main there was like a there was a guy a girl and then kind of a loser. And the loser they would send out on the streets to do things called Torture Tuesday, where he would have to do like humiliating public, like like he have to panhandle and he couldn't yeah. stop until he had fifty dollars or something like that, like like or he'd have to ride, he'd have to get on top of a a, a car and yeah. drive around I two eighty five in Atlanta and you know honk if you see Ben if Benji out, he'll be on the roof of a Hyundai he's strapped down uh, and and then like. I want to say that like Dude, that's that, not nearly as brutal as the O and A things. They would have like not. listeners go find Lady Di by the train tracks in Newark, and they would try and go find her. And there was th- that video I linked to you. Thirty three minutes in, out of nowhere, she's not even being questioned. <laughs> she goes, I, I have something to say. I have something to tell you guys. In the eighties, I let my boyfriend fuck me in the ass every weekend in a car. It's like what the. The, like the entire 80s <laughs> she's like yeah in the 80s he let me stay with him and so i let him use me in the ass every weekend in a car and I'm like always in a car he's like yeah it was usually in a car <laughs> really so you just do that all the time like, yeah yeah the well, it, was the it was the 80s it was the 80s <laughs> and so she got fucked and they were like why would you bring this up she's like i just wanted you guys to know that i got fucked in the ass in the 80s <laughs> the entire 80s <laughs> the entirety of the 80s. All of Metallica's rise and fall. She was getting fucked. <laughs> the in the entire ass. Reagan administration just the right entire. up the ass. <laughs> I want a warm hole for all coming cocks. <laughs> oh, speaking and of Reagan, you, are you, are you going to play this uh, COD Zombies game? Have you seen the trailer for it? it? Uh, I, I did watch the trailer. It looks pretty fun. I'll give it a go. Yeah, it looks cool. Um, I, I'm definitely down. You Is know, Reagan I, in it? The yeah, Cod zombies. I know he's in, like, I oh. saw it, but like, is he like, um, who was the big guy with the electricity and the icy one? Oh, no, Reagan's not like a character you can play, I don't think. I, don't think. I, I bet he will be a DLC because remember, like, just this last time they had like all the presidents as playable, like, you could play as JFK oh, and Nixon. Who was the yeah. scary guy? I, I Taylor, you're gonna Romero. have to. George yes, Romero. You did. <laughs> That's amazing. Anyway, I want Reagan to be like George Romero like character. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, forgot was... where you're hiding. Nancy. Ooh, Nancy too. Nancy too. That's a sad game. Uh, this is fun. She she secretly <laughs> runs everything, makes all the decisions. Oh. I'm told that. I don't know. I always thought um it was the VP, but they say it was the wife. 
Yeah, hmm. they said they said that Nancy was running the country there for a couple years. Probably. Yeah, I'm excited he was for the huge. game. It looks slick. I, uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what it's going to look like on my PC, but it looks really slick on that. Uh, I think that was PlayStation footage that they made the trailer out of. Um, look good. Look really yeah, zombies good. Zombies does look fun. I mean, you can't tell that much from the trailer, obviously, but I'm going to give it a go. Yeah, I always do. I, I, I'm looking forward to it. I'll play it with you some. Nice. I'm oh, all fall Dick, guys. have you been? Have you been playing? I know you're all fall guys, and I'm on your I'm side. I'm all with fall that. guys, man. That's all I can do. Uh, God, I you feel know, like I just for you. You haven't played yeah, Among no. Us. No, I've been hearing about it though. Some kind of um, I've heard, heard somebody's sus on your spaceship, and you got to throw them into space. Do, do you want to play with us? I, I would sure. love to play, play with us. With yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking to play Let's games all the time. Sure, Kyle and Woody, and also that, that'll be a good time. Let's do some it's very mean spirited. It's a good time. Oh, I like that. Uh, oh, well, I used to play a lot of Worms. Yeah, that was so, a very mean spirited game. Basically, there's like there's like ten people staggering around a spaceship doing these ridiculously stupid tasks that are just time killers and uh two of you are are murderers in disguise no one else can kill or or do anything like that but they can secretly like come up behind you fucking kill you and uh whenever you discover a bot whenever the rest of the crew discovers the dead body you have this meeting where the game is paused and everybody goes to this little conference room and you start talking about who you think did it. You're like, ah, well, I was with Taylor the whole time. It couldn't be Taylor. And Taylor's like, well, you did leave for a minute. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. And then somebody's like, well, I saw Woody heading toward where you found the body. And it's in my group every now and then they'll just be like, let's just vote off the black guy. And <laughs> Because like everybody knows that it's like uh, wearing like a black werewolf or mafia, whatever that game, that card game is. Or, exactly, like werewolf. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's werewolf, a fun game. Yeah. It's the yeah. exact same thing, and it's just people down. berating one another. And so often, it'll be like both imposters are waiting in the wings. This happened the other evening where Woody was like, "I saw Taylor acting suspiciously," and I was like, "Fuck you, Woody! You know you didn't see me acting suspiciously. Go fuck yourself. It's Woody. No, it's Taylor. No, it's Woody." And meanwhile, neither one of us are the guy, and we're just creating a distraction for the people that it is. And it is, yes, it is so that's funny. funny. What happened with that? So I guess your vision only goes like a couple feet. Yeah. So I thought I saw Taylor go into a vent and leave. Taylor, knowing that he didn't go into a vent and leave, knows that I'm lying. I'm not lying. I'm wrong. <laughs> But I'm good-heartedly wrong, <laughs> right? You know, so he's positive that I'm the imposter. I'm yeah, pretty sure he's the imposter, but I was wrong. <laughs> and, and the imposters we are like, "This is great." <laughs> yeah, going into vents is something that only the imposter can do to like okay. make a short. They can like shortcut around the spaceship so that like they can kill someone here and quickly zip across the whole ship so that they're 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 away from the body. So we, we oh, were playing the other great. day. We were playing the other day, and I just wanted to be an asshole. And I just uh, I call an emergency meeting, and I'm like, Tom just vented. I saw him. Not only did Tom not vent, but I haven't even seen him this game. I'm just <laughs> lying for no reason at all. I'm not the imposter either. I'm just fucking with Tom. His own it's team he's messing with. I'm just like, saw Tom vent. He's the imposter. Get him. And everybody's like, bloop, 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 bloop. everybody votes. And he goes, he goes, what the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? He was the imposter. <laughs> it was him. It was, it goes victory. And I'm just like, nailed it. Nailed it. Wow. They're unassailable <laughs> next time. This sounds like my kind of game. <laughs> Lying. Oh, you should play with us. I'll be out of town this weekend, yeah. but, uh, is it, uh, what is it, PS4? Mm -hmm. I'm, uh, say it again, Dick. 
PS4? What's it on? PC. PC. Low repeat. Oh, PC. Oh, wow. Okay. Any PC will PC. play it. And I think it's really cheap. Is it $4, $6, something Four like that? $4 or $5. Cool. It's, yeah. You can even play it on your phone if you've got a, you know, you can do, you can play anywhere. And Dick, if you're not confident with like <clears throat> WASD and working with the mouse and keyboard playing, this is like I'm in the man. same boat, but this is so easy. It's literally like run around and then hold the left click button to finish your <laughs> Fill the gas can by holding left click on the gas can fill icon. Like it, it literally yeah. is. It's a bunch of I know how to play video made. games, Taylor. I I do. I remember how to play video games on Did a computer. You're I, know. I was a loser too. Physically disabled and mentally <laughs> retarded. This is yeah. perfect. <laughs> you're gonna be fine. Hold down left. Okay, got it. <laughs> no, but Thank other you. Times you have to remember. Up hey to hey five everyone, Taylor's the imposter. I saw him in the vent every fucking time. <laughs> you know. I'm not playing with you because I'm tired of this. <laughs> I'm tired of being called the imposter every time. It's pretty fun to kill Taylor early. He gets real salty. So every time oh. I'm the imposter, I'm like looking for Taylor. I'm going to have to. Take it's him fucking out. infuriating because you're not streaming. Last time we played, Kyle's not streaming. Nobody else is streaming. I've got 1,500 people watching and I'm dying oh. at the beginning of every round. You can't put on a show at all. <laughs> and I just. You absolutely really can. can. You're still the guy. There's no difference between dying and being alive. That's that's what you've got to get through your head. There's no difference. You're just, oh, I'm still you're, making jokes and doing shit. Obviously, your character just changes from a character to a ghost who's still doing the mundane tasks. I think yeah, the tasks you know, are stupid. I don't recall winning once by task ever the entire time I played all night. It's it's yeah. a little rare. It's pretty hard, but I, I think do it's know. a waste of time. I think I should go into just chatting. So <laughs> I was again, getting Taylor, so many so many tasks per minute done because I would get assassinated and killed so early every game. I kept assuming like, all right, I can do these tasks fast enough. You can't because you don't have access to do all the tasks. And so if one motherfucker isn't doing their thing and you're on assigned the same thing, you're just up shit. Creep. Yeah, we have personal tasks. It's not a shared thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, is that I thought you, you thought can You can go hard in the paint trying to get all your tasks done and then be like, what the fuck? The bar is like halfway filled. Yeah, I have I, nothing to do. When you're the ghost, it's easy to finish all your tasks because nobody kills you and you can go through walls. So it it's quickly it's quick to get from one spot to the other. Um, but I, I kind of feel like it's dumb. Like, why am I blowing leaves into the vent for no reason? This is a very this is a very meta game. I'll do all my chores when I'm dead and I've been killed by my friend. <laughs> it's a fun game. You'll have a, a good time with a dick. You should buy it and play it with us. Uh, sounds good. Uh, the last game I got into was Enter the Gungeon. Did you guys play that? Have you guys played that one? I haven't even heard of that one. Enter the Gungeon? It's, yeah, it's overhead. Uh, you run around and like, uh, it's like Smash TV. Like you run differently than where you're shooting. Uh, it's very, very difficult, but you get cooler and cooler guns a lot of which are like pop reference guns like you can get the ghostbusters pack um you get a gun that's just like shoots chickens but it's all like it looks like adventure time but it's a very difficult game uh it's fun it's really fun there's only five, le five levels but it's impossible i haven't played it yet but left for dead got updated i think it's out and that's that's a big deal to me i like that game nobody just me okay that's fine no hey, i'll play left for dead with you I'm always looking for stuff to play on. I mean, I'll play it, but I don't like it. <laughs> Woody, son of a bitch. I'll be helpful. Sure, I'll, I'll, be play helpful. I'll play with you. It's cool. I'm, I'm in. Uh, I got a we, you know who's good at Life or Dead? My son. We could get him in the party. Perfect. Get him in the mix. I want someone good. 
Yeah. I want to be able to make jokes and not have any obligations to us uh-huh. succeeding in the game. <laughs> nah, that's not left for dead. Left for dead. Yeah. <laughs> my nephews are uh, my one little nephew is like a Smash Brothers prodigy. Uh, it's wow. so humiliating to get your ass kicked by a five-year-old. What uh, what Smash game are you playing? Uh, the new one. Whatever is on the Switch right now. But what every time I come over... Playing? And which one are you playing? He plays as one of the Miis. One of the cheap-ass Miis that uh, spams uh, bombs. Or he plays as Rob, another equally cheap-ass. Your nephew is a bitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I know, but you know, he hasn't. He's not old enough to understand that uh, he is a bitch. So he <laughs> just kicks my ass every time, and I am the bitch. And uh, you're playing as whoever. Yeah, whoever. I'll try because the worst thing, the thing that I can't admit is that if I try and I still lose, the humiliation will be immeasurable. So I do random as like a, a cop out, so that if I lose, I can say, well, you know, I don't know, understand how to play as Rosalina. See what you need to do. Pick a heavy character like Bowser or DK. All yeah. you need to know with DK is when he drops in, hit B, and he'll start going like this, and he charges his arm up. And then you just hit yeah. B again, and you can knock people out. Bowser, you don't have to know what the fuck you're doing, because every time Bowser hits you, even randomly, it's a bunch of percent of damage. And he's heavy. So just Man, pick a heavy I- character. If I lose trying, then I'm done. Then I might as well just stop playing video games. He has no idea whether or not you're trying. You can just play it up. (laughs) You think think he's got your your nonsense down to a a T already? I don't think so. The other one does. His older brother does. No, the worst thing is is he's also such a good sport. Like, we were going head-to-head, five-round head-to-head. We were doing a five-round head-to-head. I beat him by, like, one hit at the end and just threw my hand because my whole family's watching. I threw my hand and be like, yes, and turn around, and he goes, good game. Like, good job. Oh, good job. I'm like, man, are you fucking happy for my win? You should be devastated by this. (laughs) You lost. Somebody tell him. You ruined your win by being a gracious winner. Yeah, like, man, I was panicked. I was sweating that was traumatic <laughs> for me fuck you <laughs> he's five he's your family <laughs> yeah, that, that game rocks i know woody and kyle have no interest in playing super smash but oh. super smash is a ton of fun it really is it's a blast <sighs> and yeah. it's a game i am positive i would destroy both of you super <sighs> smash brothers you probably win I, what, what platform is it on any of them. Pick one. Oh, PC. PC. Oh, a PC, GameCube, any of them. Oh, I was hoping I you had could it play on my GameCube. Nephew, oh, you yeah, dictate me, where the battle happens. <laughs> uh, right, well, uh, any outros? No, no we are good to go. Dick, uh, anything you want our listeners to know about? Hmm. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Patreon.com slash the Dick Show. Dick.show. Um... I don't think so. No, I don't. I can't remember what I have going on right now. Honestly, I'm trying to find a venue and just literally any place that will let me and a bunch of fans go make each other sick. Because um, I, I got to if I stay in this house for another month, I'm going to go insane. Uh, that's all. That's all I have going on. But thanks, guys. Right. We'll follow Dick. Florida, maybe. <gasps> I think actually Florida yeah. said they were going to lift all restrictions and all like capacity restrictions and everything so maybe they, 
they did, and all these pussy venues are saying they're still playing it safe. I'm like, oh, come on, man. Somebody, <sighs> we're gonna we're gonna do like a. Um, I think me and a bunch of guys are gonna go out into public land and do uh, like a mini Burning Man and see if we can. Uh, that sounds we can, like uh, a great idea. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, it does sound like a bunch a great of guns idea. doing donuts and fire and oh, camping yeah, on the public land. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that should be good. We'll bring Boogie. We'll have a big shoot off. You know, we'll have a quick drop. <laughs> get Boogie on. Oh, yo, dress him up as Yosemite Sam for me and give him an extra pistol. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can get meme photos of that already. It, it's, it's out there. It's IT either. right there. He's got to get like a golden gun. He's got to get that gun bronzed or something. So he. This is his anti Frank Hassel gun. This is my anti hassling gun that I pull out. Last minute. I wish it was bra- I wish it was already iconic, right? Like, like you know, you it know was a red, white, and blue gun, and he, he could pull it out. If he had everywhere. a golden desert eagle or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, if he'd have had a, one of those guns that shot and a flag came out and said "bang," that would have been. That <laughs> was the, the only way to win. That that was the only move to win. That pow, bang! I'm gonna oh, fire you... a warning shot. I'm gonna fire a warning. <laughs> Do it, pussy. <laughs> What I just love paint, he came out with a paintball gun and he just lit that guy up though. That would have yeah. been pretty good too. That would have been good. That would have been good. Like, just get him yes. to flinch. Like, I like how he says hassle doctrine means I get to take you inside and fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks, guys. Don't get sissy hypnotized, whatever you do. Nah, don't tell me what to do. PKA 511. <laughs>